PCP 30. 30. That's what I said. Okay. I was about to say 31. Date. But then it's Sunday, January 6th. Of? 2019. We made it. We made it. Are we live? I mean, I'm recording. Oh, uh, can I give a special shout out to Mikey? Um, I know rehab is tough, but we're pulling in for you. <laughs> we're all... We got your back, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, my, my. when Steve is gone, we claim that he's on diplomatic adventures. Yeah, but like we can't fighting his addiction. Mikey's been a model before, yeah. but yeah, maybe true. maybe the modeling business. The modeling got life to him is at, not for him. You know, yeah. he too, just too yeah. many deep V's. Too many deep V's. There were a lot of temptations in that world. Yeah. Anyway, host Savi, Steve, <laughs> Jerry, Stacy. You never finished that. That's all right. Uh, I'm sorry. Cricket. Hey everyone, welcome to the Party Chat People's Podcast. We're back, it's 2019. As always, I'm your host, Steve. I've been missing for a minute. Uh, joined by Zavi, Jerry, and Stacy today. Mikey's gone. We don't miss him. Oh, I'm sorry, that was rough, right? No, no comments. <laughs> I think I was pretty good. I, no, I'm okay with it. That was pretty smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't R. Kelly smooth, but it was smooth. I mean, it's, been... you, you threw me off with the, uh, the shout out to Mikey before the intro. I apologize. That's, that's where you got me. I thought we were live. But... We were live, but like, it, I don't know. All right. Let's I mean, like, play. I always we're mess not with live. you. We're okay. recording. Gotcha. There's a difference. But, but it, we are now. Uh, so. There's a big red light. Oh, okay. We're live. I don't know it, what's says, going on. it says on air right there in the studio. Don't you see it? Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. The big red light. That's what people sure. pay attention right. to. The sure. studio. Where are the servants? Guys, we're looking for a caller to show that we're live. <laughs> you can call in, please. Oh, speaking of which, everyone put your phones on silent mode. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, what if I always keep my phone on silent? Millennial problems. I think. So, Stacey, what are we talking about today? Since okay. apparently we're just going to be on gonna, tangents now. Yeah. You, you're supposed to control this, Zavi. We are one minute in and... And you've already lost all control. No, no. <laughs> one minute of... All right, fine. You know what? No, no, no. Stacey, I'm sorry. What are we talking about? No, no, about? I'm sorry. Wait, what have I done? I, I'm, I'm waiting until this rolls <laughs> off. Okay. Uh, so, Beyond Good and Evil 2... Uh, actually requires internet for single-player yeah. game, and that's That's a stupid idea. Stupid <laughs> idea, and it's always going to be but a stupid we'll idea. we'll get back idea. to that, because we're going to talk about how uh, there was this lawsuit with Bethesda. Um, you know, Against Westworld is very, very I similar the to the, Fallout Shelter. I, for, I forgot. I forgot In any case, so that lawsuit's been settled, apparently. And, um, settled. We're then going to talk about which games we're playing because we want to wait till the end to talk about our best special topic, which is the stuff we're looking forward to in 2019. That's the great news of doing a podcast on our first podcast of 2019. We can talk about what we want to, you know, play. Yeah. Aspirational. And then Aspirational. when those games eventually come out, we'll have the episodes where we're like, God, this game sucks. I can't believe I was interested and excited about <laughs> I can't this believe game. I wasted all my hype on this. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Hype is not a finite resource. That oh, you know I don't of. know. There's a limited attention span. You've never met a hype true. beast That's before, true. have you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, back to the original topic: Beyond Good and Evil, right? right. So that's a very disappointing piece of news. And yet, th- this is something that's becoming more and more common. I'm. Are we going into you news try now? And, you try and yes, launch. We just did that, Steve. Yeah. I'm sorry, I had like a. I blanked out completely just now. So, yeah, <laughs> it's becoming more and more common that you want to play a single-player game or, like, a mobile game, but not, and you can't even... And why? why my my why go-to with something like this is connection. always that SimCity debacle from years mm, back. Yeah. Remember when EA launched SimCity, totally you couldn't the play the single-player game unless Which you had you an online connection. the first day. You couldn't because the servers were full, so you had a server queue for your single-player game. 
Yeah. You couldn't play because there was a server queue and they just couldn't handle it. It's pretty yeah. obvious why they're doing yeah. this. It's to mitigate um, so you like, know, use I feel sales. especially bad for the pre-order people who are like... It's, oh, who already did that? Yeah. Like, it's not going to go well because you're going to run into the same issues everyone else always runs into when they right. do this thing. Even if, even if there is no issues, just like what happened recently, all the... Um, Lord of the Rings games mm-hmm. digitally mm-hmm. just got pulled from the stores, right? Yeah. Eventually, yeah. The, it's going to be pulled, and it's just not. Nah, it's just like game preservation. Well, preservation. Here's, and, a, here, here's my rule of thumb, right? If yeah. I find out a game requires internet for single player, yeah, I'll, I'll do a pass with mobile games, right? Because you can use your cellular signal and something. It's world, expected, right? In that sense. But with a PC game, I will not pre-order that game. I won't purchase that. I game. I don't pre-order games anymore. At I, all. Do, I do. I on stopped occasion. because like, I felt like the promises always fell flat. Yeah, I and have, I didn't I want to support. But what was the, the developers of pre-order the digital game. games? Right. I never so, understood some of that it for part. me is about providing additional support for previous games to be like your mm-hmm. game was so good. I almost wish I could have paid you more for it back in the day. So uh, I will prepay you for the next yeah. one. Yeah, that'll that'll to you, happen to me sometimes. To your, answer your question, I think it was back when. Right. Yeah. To answer Jerry's question, I think the pre-order thing came about when we were still doing very heavy on physical copies of stuff, and you didn't want it to be sold out when you went to go get it. Yeah. So you pre-ordered it to pick it up. Right. Now you can. Everything's digital, so there's really no need to. Sometimes you get like cool little. Digital toy. Yeah, but yeah. that that shouldn't Whatever. be an incentive. That's you get a shield, a golden shield. You know? yeah. Right. You get a, I actually, and then I actually it's useless after the first quarter. I hate. I don't like that. Pretty much. I don't like those so. things because it, it sometimes it feels like I should be playing the way they designed it, which is without. It, all yeah, it messes. Crap. Oh no, no, you don't want that in 2019. Like it you don't want to play game. how they designed it. Like that's true. That's a problem, man. Hey, you want some Helix credits? Exactly. So the one thing though that's worth mentioning though is that. Beyond Good and Evil 2 is actually intended to be like the multiplayer is considered a, a big part of the game. So it's not exactly one to one to say the single player mm. of this, you know, uh, like it's not a single player game. That said, it it's does like sound like they intended to be playable single player for sure. It kind of like, yeah. like I've never played the, um, the original game, but it seems like it's a spit in the face of the fans who enjoy it. Could it. Be. It could be. Right. I, we still don't know enough about like the actual like how this game will work. All we've seen yeah. is CG cutscenes. So like, right. oh no no no, sorry. I think there was a gameplay. There was a thing. gameplay. Like yeah. it, it was like an intergalactic um, like statue. a chase sequence or something. There, yeah, there was huh. multiple. Yeah. There was multiple videos. Um, like um, okay. she's standing on the ship. You playing as this um, ape looking guy. Also, there's been like a couple. Yeah, but it doesn't seem anything that was leaning towards multiplayer. Right. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So, so the little bits that I recall yeah. from the gameplay stuff I've seen. So it's it's just it also calls out how little we know about what, how this game's gonna actually work as the developers do. Also, but is there yeah, any development choice they could make that would require I, it to, have, to, to have online DRM like that? Probably ever. not. I have yet I can't to ever imagine. see a reason why yes, single player could be justified. Oh no! Yes, you have. You've seen the used bin collection section in GameStop. That's, yeah, that's, I know. I don't that's the buy the things. <laughs> like, I don't. Here's don't the thing: I don't buy used games. Me. Like it's not. Worth, I worked at a computer store mm. thirty years ago. Yeah. Jesus, I kind of did. Yeah, and uh, the bin was no good then, and the bin's not very. The bin's still kind of crap. The bin's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, okay, the bin where you throw like the five ten dollars. Yeah. Yes, those yeah. are yeah. crap. But, but they're like, still a ridiculous. 
pre pre owned game market. Fifty five dollars for a used game at GameStop. Exactly. It's crazy. And, well, that's and the incentive for to, them. I've yet to see an incentive well, for the, the thing. player. That's the it's not about the player for these corporate entities. It's uh. about the incentive for themselves. So that is the that is the probable reason why they will stick to some of these things, right? Mm. Like we want to have a persistent internet connection because of that. That's one reason anyway. Yeah. And that's clearly not a great one. The one that I think mm. is more interesting is when they claim that it's an integral part of the experience because mm. it's usually not true and it's I think particularly from a from like a archivist standpoint it's really disappointing because one day when those servers don't exist are they going to patch the game to allow it to work without probably not it's probably just dead in the water yeah or is it just uh, now it's a brick like that's not yeah. because here's sucks. here's yeah. what I've seen and yeah. and I think in the past there's like a, I want to say close to 100% track record of games coming out with single player online DRM, and then they have to go back and change it because people are not happy like about Sim it. Like SimCity. Sure. SimCity <laughs> is the one that always comes but to mind. Because SimCity is an interesting one, though, because mm-hmm. while I think that you might, I, I, I didn't play it, so I don't know all the details, but the reasoning behind why that game would, would, would always need an internet connection is actually decent. The idea was mm-hmm. that your city, even if you're playing single player... Before you continue, has, know that they took off that restriction in I the know, long run. Okay. I know. <laughs> but the, the, mm-hmm. the idea of the, of the design was that your city, even if you're playing single player, is part of an, like an actual you know, digital nation Neighbors. where you have neighboring cities of other players and their economy affects yours. So if they're producing one particular thing... And like you're you right next just to as them. I didn't. You can, you can just as from them, easily randomly generate exactly. a bunch of yes. players. Yes. A bunch so, of nonsense. So I don't buy it. And the same thing I, with at one point Diablo was saying, well, our maps are being generated and you have to go to the server to get information on how your maps are. Yeah, but my computer can do that. And you're also, not fooling and, anybody. And also I don't buy it. And, and, and if they do end up having to change it, I won't feel bad for them either. Well, and yeah. this, this right. part has a because two parts you have over. a history. I, history. If I'm playing single player, I do not care about what the rest of the world. Like is statistically doing. speaking, someone don't. should be looking at that and being like, "Is this a good idea? Let's look at history of this." No, sure. it's not a good idea. Let's probably not do it. <laughs> it's you right. forgot the money part of that conversation. <laughs> like that's the, that's that's the, the thing the, is that we as players have to disincentivize it yeah. for them, or they will do it more. See, the thing is, that's like us, we're that's the, why I stopped. Pre- that's why I stopped pre-ordering. Because yeah. I feel like I'm incentivizing them to cut off bits of the game, sure. add these little power items, you know, like and, that and sort of stuff. And release it when it's power. buggy. Yeah. And right. Et well, can, let, me, let me say this part. Like, yeah. games as a service, that's the thing. G-A-A-S. Like, it's yeah. all about um, so, constant yeah. update and keeping Here's the an player example, something that I connected. think is, is kind of weird, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if this has happened yet with Destiny 1, but it eventually will if it hasn't already. Like... If that game actually requires an internet connection to play through the single player campaign yeah. totally by yourself, that's a good example of something where it's just like, why? I all of this data is on my disk. It's all local. Why do I need to be my, on a server? I can't see them doing that only because, <laughs> because I, I'm like 90% positive they store character data on their own servers. But they don't have to. They Just because they to. choose to do it they don't doesn't have mean to. it's right. okay. They don't have to. I, right. I agree with you. It's not okay. <laughs> okay. And it seems it seems uh, weird. Like imagine imagine if I don't know. Like what's a, what's a good example of like when the internet was starting? Like early early Call of Duty or Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, like modern War, early modern warfare is what I meant, but um, or Gears of War, those multiplayer games, right? Yeah. Imagine mm-hmm. if like 
that you, you know you couldn't go back and play the single player campaigns of those games. Mm-hmm. You know they had a co op option for sure mm-hmm. in Gears of War, for example. Yeah. Uh, but like if you literally couldn't go, like oh man, Gears of War was you know ten years from now, Gears of War was was a good campaign. Let me replay that with my brother, bust out the three sixty. Like so let's do it. The, you can't do that the, with Destiny. The anymore. thing is, yeah. you you and everyone who's That's listening weird. to this and sitting here, you appreciate. Video games as a cultural thing. It's like something you appreciate. Mm. Executives, that's not their place. <laughs> they don't care about that. It's not. It's about maximizing profits. It's about minimizing use of game sales. It's yep. about m- normalizing certain things that are anti-consumer. And like, you know, putting the, story, uh, the single player element in a multiplayer paradigm yeah. completely gives them all the power. And so until mm. people actually complain about these kind of practices with their wallet. I just don't buy them. I'm like, that's, that's the problem. Did. People don't do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I do. But not so enough people. It's, that's I don't the problem. Know enough about, it's not enough people. I really enjoyed yeah. Beyond Good and Evil 1. I don't know enough about 2 because, like I said, like the trailers and everything. I, never I still don't really have a sense of what this game's going to be. Yeah. But it was a nice twist to the last trailer. Oh, I don't think I remember. It was a very nice twist. I I never played the first Mm. one, so I I really don't know enough about the games. I don't know enough about the games as a whole because I didn't play the first one. The first one was quite good, man. I remember playing the first. It's something I should play. I remember playing the first Beyond Good and Evil and just being like, this is better than Zelda. Fight me. I was too edgelord to play. I was like, this doesn't have, like, you know, some strong time, you know. Mostly, man. What was Zelda at the time? There was, like, it was not If you say Skyward Sword, then that's fine because nobody liked Skyward Sword. I do. No, no, no. The one with the boat and the cell shading. That was around that time. Uh, Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Mm. I think it was better than Wind Waker. So, like, there was a bad situation at that time where the sequels were just poor quality in general. So I think that kind of gave them an opening that they, might not, have, they might not have become as well-known as a yeah, game the game, franchise. Yeah, the game to dethrone, like, and Beyond Good and Evil, in my mind. That's a lesson in and of itself. These companies, when they lower their standards and they just release whatever, yeah. right, what they're encouraging is for the next franchise to come and kick their ass later. True. So, anyway, yeah, let's talk about brands Bethesda. Brands are too strong. <laughs> yeah. Brands are way yeah. too strong for their own good. They can be, yeah. Right, so... Speaking of brands. Yeah, Bethesda <laughs> has the Fallout series, and which we're not going to discuss. But and, um, Fallout Shelter was a little mobile game that they released. It was a decent mobile game. It was totally a decent mobile game. It was yeah. entertaining, and it, it for that month, month and a half before yeah, all the podcasters the were talking out, about it. It was like period. it was entertaining, and it did give a nice feeling of. The I don't think it universe. ages well. I think mobile games have gotten a lot oh, yeah. better. Yeah, oh, I would agree. I would not be able to go back and out. play it after playing Westworld. So Westworld has the same general concept. There's an above ground world, mm. and then there's a number of a below ground rooms, bunker shelters, whatever you want to call it, rooms. Um, and as a player, you're bouncing back between what's happening below ground and what's happening above ground. Okay. And Fallout Shelter, you've got... Your um, vault. Your, little, your vault of uh, people in their own little civilization, and they go out into the wasteland and come back. So the wasteland is a euphemism for Twitter, and then, like, the, sure. <laughs> your home is... <laughs> okay. So, so basically what in, happened in Westworld, is you're building Warner Brothers and they're going develop, Warner Brothers and Behavior Interactive. Behavior Interactive made both games, yeah. mm-hmm. I think, or something like that. But that's the sued Warner Brothers and Behavior because um, they claimed that Westworld was using code from fallout shelter they look very very similar i would not so be here's, surprised the way they defended it was that they replicated they showed that a bug that was in the first part of fallout shelter replicated in westworld can I, that was the defense can i go off topic yeah. for right now i've never seen anyone with a gucci wristband on their iPod, um i watch thing that's pretty <coughs> like well, uh, I, I don't know i feel like you're like stunting on us guy love moment yeah 
And it matches his hat, so. First of all, yes. This would be Burberry. Oh, excuse, oh, pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon me. <laughs> Second of all, it's a three dollar knockoff from China. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's how, that's how we do it. High but five. Yeah, but that's <laughs> ticket to China. <laughs> Just as attractive. <laughs> Looks the same, and it gets uh, me all the same results. So going back, much to, less yeah. money. Back to Burberry <laughs> brands. So, so, so yeah, the thing that I find interesting though is while. Uh, while they seem to have a substantive claim that code was reused, right. and their original contract said that that Ooh, code, that code could not be used, hmm? how does that happen? I mean, if they have the repository of, uh, of code, then, yeah, they yeah. use the, they use the know. base the so, base code for yeah, it. And there are a lot of examples claiming, of employees just taking code with them and wait, bringing this it the, elsewhere. Oh, is yeah. this the same oh, publisher? Like, is this the same same developer? Okay, so but that's the published Fallout shelter, but it was developed by Behavior Interactive. Gotcha. So they own copyright. Blah, blah, blah. If you look gotcha. at the last line in one of the paragraphs, says the appearance of at least one bug in the Westworld demo that was identical to a bug in the initial release of Fallout Shelter seemed to bolster the claim even further. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotcha. So that's pretty on the nose yeah, of saying, can. yeah, you took code from us. Right. Because the same thing that happened in our games happened in your game. Right. So now it's you a question know? of how much of your money can we have on the basis of you using our code? Right. That's mm-hmm. what the negotiation They settled it out really of court, about. which means it's going to be an undisclosed amount of money. I'm yeah, sure it's a we lot. We don't know all the details. I hope on, it's a lot because it should be a lot. <laughs> but that <laughs> seems to be the smoking gun to me. What did they make the, before right. this? Like the, the thieves mm-hmm. or, or uh, excuse me, the alleged thieves. <laughs> <laughs> what did they make before this? They made Fallout Shelter. Fall, they, they also have a couple yeah, other Yeah, see, that's like, the thing. Things. They were it's involved in the development, but they didn't Holy own they didn't, they didn't own, own the rights to that code. So, because, it's like because you built a house for somebody else and then you took the floor plans and built more. It's like I stole, I stole yeah, my work from my job and used it at a different job. Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing, though. So while at while on the one hand, the, the maybe the interfaces and stuff for like the underground looking thing that yeah. happens in both games is yeah. similar. I think they play pretty damn differently. Very, and so, yeah. like if you if you look at uh, Westworld, and if anyone makes the claim that like Westworld is a Fallout Shelter clone, mm. they are no. no, just just absolutely not. They play mm-hmm. very very differently. Nonetheless, it's, I it's totally like buy Fallout that Shelter couldn't entertain me past a couple of weeks yeah. tops hmm. and, and it's not just that this is a better version of it it's just they play very differently yeah. the design is quite different it's, it's but i do buy that they could have leveraged code from fallout shelter for this one for sure and that's like an interesting ip problem that like as far as i'm concerned i still think bethesda are, are the ones being douchebags here <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's like this is this is not totally substantive stuff and uh Wait, by, by which bethesda, i mean it was the publisher or the developer. publisher of Fallout Shelter. The developer you, was Behavior Interaction. So you feel like that? Like <clears throat> I, I disagree with you there because it's like if I pay you a whole heaps of money to do something right that you love or whatever like that, right? Yeah. And our yeah. our contract ends there, and then you take something that's that you worked on, but we agreed on it's mine. I paid for everything so around it. It might have just been a shitty contract. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Probably. Yes. I still think that is being a dick here, <sighs> particularly because <sighs> the, like. The, the 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 code that was worked on here, like the engine that was getting worked on, yeah. like okay, basically all you're saying, if you're saying you can't use this code, is hey, go take X amount of time more that HBO has to pay you now to redo this work. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason that I think Bethesda is being a dick here is admittedly very philosophical. At the end of the day, it's this: code is so arbitrarily easy to copy hmm. that. The idea of we now own like that this stuff will look this way or whatever like it's just not interesting. It's not important. This is not threatening Bethesda's business. 
So I disagree that's there. where I, think I that completely disagree there because it's like mm-hmm. there's a reason why the open source community is such a thing. It's just like, okay, if I'm going to open source something, right, everyone can benefit off of it and everyone can add to it and everyone can grow from it. You're making a prop, like you, what you're doing is you're taking something for your own and then profiting it rather, like, and you're not adding anything to the pie. You're just taking. And it's just yeah, like. Well, see, it's a level of degree. So in this case, I'd say what was taken yeah. was maybe 10% of the total game, okay. right? I don't know too so, much about the game. So. And that's, uh, that's important, but my thing, too, is that you also want to strongly disincentivize that behavior because the next guy who does it, what they take may be 95-plus percent of their game. That's the thing. It's just like, and, and it's such a bad from the sense. from a court of law's perspective, yeah. it doesn't make that big of a difference. You either took a thing or you did not take a thing, yeah. right? Or in the so, real world, it's just like, hey, did you steal a grape? You're probably going to have a problem. Right. It doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. whether you stole a grape or a steak, yeah. right? You stole a thing. And that's how I feel about this. And I feel like I, if they had gone to Bethesda to begin with and said, hey, we want to make another game based on this game and we're willing to pay you 5%, or 10% of the yeah. profits, they would have said, great, extra money for yeah. us, and we don't have to do any work. Or don't take the shortcut. But they didn't ask. And just they did it the game. in a sneaky, underhanded way. Right. Yeah. And, that, so and then they to continued profit. to fight in a court here's, of law for a while. Here's the reason I disagree, though. Okay, fine. They put up the money to, to get Fallout Shelter mm. made, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it is that. That's why they probably get a, a huge bulk. chunk yeah. of the profits from that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is enough. Like, the actual code, like, if you took that code, that behavior interaction, I mean, to be fair, I don't know the depth of their cooperation on that game, but if if it turns out that this is, like, mostly, you know, and this is usually the way it works with mobile games, actually, mm-hmm. uh, or at least it's more of what I've heard, is that these mainstream publishers will say, hey, here's a mobile developer, go make a game with our IP, right? Like, this is what Nintendo's doing with uh, with their with their games on, on iPhone, for example, um, there's not a lot of collaboration because they're very different engineering teams. And so if you took Behavior Interactive and they were like, oh, this code all belongs to Bethesda. Here you go, Bethesda. Bethesda would probably let that code rot. They probably wouldn't do anything with it. And that's their right it. to do. They have the options. So, here, so, so I, like I said, I know it's philosophical. Here's yeah. where I disagree, though, is mm-hmm. like the person who developed the code, I think that there should be more of a right of like, this is, this is our code now. The finished product being Fallout Shelter in the in you know the IP and the assets that go into that that is that that can be Bethesda's but like this you know the the the, the little ant farm UI and, and and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like I hear what you're saying the, the initial contract probably shouldn't that's have been exactly that what way. I was going that's what I that's what a, I feel there's a difference between um, third yeah. party contract and first party like it's like you agree to what you agree to don't try to like sneakily go about it a different way like if you feel that way you sure. should have. Right. That. But the, the thing is, you can still feel how this is a young industry. Yeah. There are not clear industry norms yeah. that, that make it a seamless process to yeah. make code for one guy and make code for well, another I, project I, yes, and, I, and have it clear as to yeah. whether you can use that code I still just think not. they could have avoided this whole mess by just building the game instead of taking code and just copy-pasting. It, it would have cost them less money because here's <clears> the thing, <throat> that lawsuit, that lawsuit probably cost them... Half it, the it profits probably, of the game. It probably cost them a good so amount. So now of money. there's a much smaller pie to divide yeah. between them. And the other yeah. thing it was is, a mistake to go to a court. Right. Yeah. And the other thing is, but that's the like this is not their first case of arguably being a litigation bully. Yeah. 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 So yeah. That but, also makes me kind of like, be like... Being protective yeah. of your IP or, like, yeah. your property, like, you know, it's fine. Like, I like 
people got upset with Nintendo going after ROM people. And I was like, yo, like, you know what you were getting yourself into. Mm. Don't, don't cry wolf. Don't, you know, oh, no, please, Nintendo, don't, don't sue me into oblivion. Sure. It's like, yo, this you is, don't have any right but this to this is also But this is also another uh, philosophical thing about IP more generally. Like, yeah. the, 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 the arc of IP law, at least in America, has been that you started out and you would have the exclusive rights to copyright something for, like, a generation, Maybe, right? Like 20, 30 years was what they kind of thought of in that light. And then it got extended and extended, largely because of Disney, (laughs) to a point now where things that are being created today are probably not going to go to public domain for a stupidly long amount of time. I don't like this because I think that, yeah, you're entitled to, to maybe, you know, arguably a certain amount of like, I made this thing, I need the profits from this, no one else can just straight up copy this, right? But it's, it's continuously like pushed to an extreme that I don't like. So, with all of this to say, like, Nintendo's ability to continue printing profit by re-releasing NES games pisses me off. Those games should be left, they should be public domain by now, in my opinion. There's, they're they're not making, like, like their ability to make fresh sales off of nostalgia and whatnot, Mm -hmm. that's not meaningful, innovative work per se. If this became public domain and the ROM community could just do what they do, then this would actually be more ubiquitous, more available than it is right now through Nintendo occasionally repackaging these NES games for the latest console, for the NES Classic, etc. But one thing about the um, IP laws is, uh, we're kind of going off topic, but like the IP laws aren't, um, how do I say it? They're not what they should be right now because if they were... The way they're structured is supposed to be, you know, after a certain amount of years, this is open domain. Nothing of Disney's is open domain. It's all still closed. They they mm-hmm. pay the right people and it stays in their pockets forever. Yeah. So it's like, you know, to argue about a broken system is kind of like fruitless. Um, well, I, all I really but, mean to say by that anecdote yeah. is just because it's legal does not mean that I agree with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, I don't yeah. Agree, those like, laws are on there because yeah, like, these people are to, protecting their ability well, to generate. But that's, that's the nature of things. So, but I'm going to curtail this discussion <laughs> well, because I think we should go into yeah. what you've been playing because, Stacey, you have been playing Westworld. I have. I've been playing <clears> Westworld <throat> for a couple of months now, I think. I'm the Mikey now. <laughs> oh my gosh! When he listens to this, for the record, I was, for the record I was thirty seconds away from doing the same thing. Nice, okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, for for all that, there's this controversy around the game. The Westworld it's still game, a good game is a really good I've game. Never even it's got great, great flow. It. it is currently my. I need to de-stress before I start having like an emotional reaction to something. Game. <laughs> uh, seriously, I will pull it out, and it's very soothing. I like it better than Fallout Shelter. Way better. Than oh, Fallout way better. Shelter. It's way better. I've never way better. played either. It takes I've Fallout Shelter and then adds like three to four new levels. Yeah, because th- there's always something to who's do. Gonna do it. But here's the, the thing: creators I don't think it's one. additive. I yeah. think it's a very radically different game. It, like, yeah. like radically, the, like radically, mm-hmm. radically different. Because sure. yeah. the, the the actual like core interactions that you have with Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Don't feel like Westworld to me at all. Yes, the interface in terms of like the underground thing is like kind of there, but yeah. otherwise, yeah. otherwise not really. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of interesting how similar the worlds are so, um, Fallout and Westworld. But, so the game has grown significantly since I first started playing it. There's now very clear content up to about level 35, yeah. and then after that point, 
You can see what they intended to do to continue with building no, but they haven't lately, perhaps because of this lawsuit situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that the resolution of this lawsuit means we will get some additional content to level 40. More study, hopefully. I'm level 50-something now. That's, that's mm -hmm. why I'm Way so, beyond that. That's Way why I'm so anti-creating um, so, content based off of other IP, of someone else's IP. It's yeah, just like, yeah. I think there was a, a Friday the 13th game. Right. Now that the creators um, of that game, they can't, there's some sort of like legal issue going on behind mm -hmm. the scenes. Oh, really? So they mm -hmm. can't update the game anymore. Ugh, and, it and it's just like, it's yeah, there is something going shackles, on in that game. Shackles, yeah. 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 yeah, so um, I can see where they're trying to go with this. I, I've gotten as far as completing the most difficult parts of the game. My robots are very advanced without explaining further as to what that means. Yep. There, there are, you start out with a, a, your characters are from one star to up to five stars, meaning they're super, they've got all their abilities, they're well leveled, they're advanced. Okay. Um, there's a way to puberty. go beyond that, okay. which you discover okay. after you've been playing the game for quite some time. It takes a long time to get there. Like uh, and, and you can see where they mm -hmm. even intended to go further than that. There's this little underground room called cold storage where theoretically you would retire robots hmm. that have been you know broken beyond repair or something okay. but that never actually happens in the game there's never any even ability to put any of these robots into the cold storage room hmm. so they meant to do more I right, see. Right. It's like and it has not been, and that's going to bug me. Just having this little dark room that will never turn on. Never yeah. so, um, so, speaking of things that bug me, there's one character in the game that drives me up the wall, and I have to mention it. Oh, I know. Is, it, is it a bug? No. No. Okay. This is something that was just overlooked. So, there's a character in the game called Lawrence's wife. So in the show, there's a guy named Lawrence who's a, a, one of the robots. I have a very similar thing to go with that. And he life. has a wife and a child that you discover later on in the show. Yeah. And the wife is never given a name, right? So the guy, the game makers, I guess, had to make a decision. Do we make up an arbitrary name for this woman? There's a very similar popular game that has the exact same issue. Which one is this? So who here can name all the characters from Devil May Cry? Oh, heavens all no. Of the or heavens all of the no. main characters. Dante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. That's so there's da Trish. Dante. There's Virgil. There's Virgil. Virgil. Other Dante. And oh, then there's, there's Lady. Right. Lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dante name just like calls lady. her, hey, Lady, in, when he first yeah, meets her. That's true. And they never name her. They never clarify. They never no, her name becomes, becomes Lady. Becomes Lady. Yeah. yeah, it's the stupidest. Yeah. I'm so, right. And like Miss Pac-Man is Pac-Man with a bow on, on his head. You know? <laughs> so there's a long history of women being kind of overlooked or deprioritized. Literally in video not games. Given a name. Yeah. So yeah. Hey lady. Uh, so oh. the funny thing about the interface is they are only room for so many characters and many of the screens where you're interacting with your robot people. So um, new recruit Jackson becomes N.R. Jackson and Marshall Pruitt becomes M. Pruitt. I'm just and glad Lawrence's the black characters wife, aren't hey minority. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Token. Yeah. <laughs> so Lawrence's oh, wife becomes L. Wife. <laughs> And it's just like she's literally defined by her relationship yeah. to someone else in the game. It bothered me so much that I leveled her to the maximum level, like before everyone else. And you made her and the I, ultimate And then woman. I went a step like, farther, and I yeah. bought a character called Wyatt's Man, because then it's abbreviated W-Man. <laughs> and I'm like, 
That at least feels more fair. You know what? <laughs> wait, wait. Can I add to this exact same? Can I add to this? this um, so, me, like, when Wonder Woman was coming out, right? Me and my girl like, was like, I was like super excited about it. I was like, yeah, Wonder Woman is like one of the female characters who I actually find interesting, but she doesn't have a lot of um, opportunity to shine. They always have like these hand-me-down superheroes, like. Um, Supergirl, Batgirl, something yeah. girl, you know, yeah. Spawn girl, who the hell knows? And it's always right, like sure. these hand-me-down female yeah. characters. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, the trope is called their, um, their Smurfettes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then, Smurfettes. But then yeah. I watched the Wonder Woman movie and I'm like, oh, this isn't Wonder Woman. This is Chris Pine featuring Wonder Woman. Um, and, it was <laughs> like, and I was like... I like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's way like more interesting movie. in the comic than she was in the movie. Yeah. Even though it's it was a, a mediocre, movie. It was yeah. a mediocre movie. It was so mediocre. It was like... I would like, like to see them do better. I think they can do better. Oh, but, but guess was, who comes back from the it, dead? I was relieved to me that it wasn't worse than it was. Jerry, yeah. was, you know. Am I spoiling something? You're really good at not talking about games. Well, okay. <laughs> You've got a point there. So I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just end this by saying yeah. I would highly recommend if you're interested in a mobile game that's, you know, entertaining and, yeah. and soothing, buy Westworld. And if you want to be... You don't even have to buy Westworld. Yeah, if you want to be in on the, the feminist... <laughs> Uh, critique of Westworld mm. by the character Wyatt's man. Okay. <laughs> so th- this woman to my left makes a good point, woman. So what's the topic? Thanks a lot. What else have you been playing? <laughs> what Stacey? else have you been playing? Um, so I've been playing The Room Old Sins. Uh, you guys know I like playing problem solving games. It's okay. one of my. No one got one my time to solve life. And uh, like, okay. so The Room comes from a long history of certain kind of problem-solving games, mm-hmm. like The Seventh Guest and Eleventh Hour were the really, really old ones that started this genre. Those are words. Go on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know some of the these The Seventh words. Guest <laughs> was about um, a haunted-type house. Mm-hmm. Some rich dude invites seven people from town to eat dinner, and they will never get out. Bum, bum, bum. So the place is haunted, and you're going into the house after they've all died to try and figure out what happened, and you investigate oh, the house. I was hoping you'd get to save them, but okay, and then, they're all no, dead. No, they're all dead. <laughs> Eventually, you, you get to see little cutscenes of the ghosts going through their activities from that last So you're, like in, you're investigating awesome. this whole thing. Right, you're investigating okay. it, and eventually you find out there actually is someone living in the house, and they're still there. There is a piece Da-da-da. of game. Da-da. Wait, is this so an like old that game? Was, that's a very old game. I, can't, I, I know exactly yeah. what game you're talking about. 1995? Okay. And then the, the sequel, 11th Hour, has probably the weirdest game ending to this day I have ever seen. Really, real. They like didn't know how to top themselves, so they just went. You should play Nobi Nobi. Pure boy. surreal. We don't we don't even know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> game ending. <laughs> but uh, so the room is got that same sense of kind of a dark atmosphere and a sense of feeling trapped inside a place. Okay. Uh, and the room Old Sins particularly feels like that because it centers that, around... Like the fourth one in the series? Yeah, so there's one okay. through three, there's like the fourth one, right? So it centers on an attic. That is the room you're in is the attic. And in the attic is a dollhouse. So now they've put a house within the room. Mm-hmm. And you have the ability to like kind of zoom into rooms in the dollhouse, and it's as if you are in there. Does that reflect so the house that you're in? It's not really about the room anymore. Yes. Okay. The idea is the character from the game doesn't want to be in the rest of the house anymore. They want to just hide up in the attic, in the attic. forever and remember the way the house used to be. So there's something so the in the house. The dollhouse is the way the house used to be. Mm. 
And through exploring The call that, came from inside the house. Right. So you get to find out why the house is so bad that the attic is the only place you'd want to be in. So uh, this is an analogy about sounds, America. So yeah, listen, it's kind of it. And the attic is, is well, the coastal and cities. It, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't help that this particular version um, is very Victoriana, mm. uh, white privilege, fucked mm. up, you know. Um, yeah, you get a lot of that. So, so I kind of dig that. So before... And it's also just the puzzles are freaking beautiful, man. They're beautiful. Yeah, the puzzles Be- in those games are always really fun to work before through. Before the yeah. podcast started, we were talking about uh, the dragon cancer because I was m- mistaking it for something else. There's a game um, inspired by asthma, OCD, and schizophrenia. And I'm, I just found the name of this game. It's called Never Ending Nightmares. It's one... I play this. It's one of the most disturbing... Um, here's like a, a article on it. Like it's if you like games regarding mental illness and horror, this game is it's a 2D game. It's we'll um, get there next week. We'll get there next week. Yeah. But yeah, basically it's a shout out to this game. Um, Spoiler alert. It's it's <laughs> pretty pretty um, disturbing and yeah. Good. So. Speaking of disturbing, the last game I want to talk about. Um, in the problem-solving genre, there's some Sherlock Holmes games. And Is this in the same line of the ones that have been like released recently as well? Yeah, like there's Sherlock like been a Holmes whole series. And, and the Old Doggy or something like that? The Old Doggy? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a kid's um, story. Okay, I don't know about that. It's always like Sherlock Holmes and the thing. Why is Sherlock Holmes such a big Sherlock, Ho- well, Sherlock he's, Holmes. He's public domain. It's like Sherlock oh, Holmes. You can't sue anyone. Oh, okay, so that's why. Yeah. It's yeah. like Sherlock Holmes and the Return of Jafar. It's like all sorts of stuff. <laughs> what, right. Why do you think the Sherlock Holmes, the, the Sherlock BBC Wolf one, is allowed to exist along with same Elementary? Same and, thing with Mowgli yeah, and the that's Jungle why. Book. Yeah. Yeah. So, no one owns it. so the original Sherlock Holmes that I played was 1991, and it was Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. <laughs> and it has featured like uh, postage stamp-sized... Uh, videos that were taken in a studio with a proper camera. <laughs> and at the time, I don't think that had been done before. So hilarious that Sherlock Holmes would be at the forefront of gaming technology <laughs> <laughs> way back in the day. But um, the most recent one is called Crimes and Punishments. And it's just a good, solid, this is what you want a Sherlock Holmes game to be. The puzzles are complex. They can be solved in more than one way. You can solve the crime correctly, but then you also have the decision of what to do about it. You can actually be in a position where you know who the murderer is, but you decide for ethical reasons that you will pin the murder on a dead man. Have you oh, ever, have I you like ever, this. Have you ever played Mist? I like this. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, it yeah. seems like your cup of tea. Right. So I played all of these. Um, the creepy version of Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> if you ever want to see it, because it's almost worth the money just to see it. If, if you don't know what it's like as a dude to be stalked, Oh, <laughs> I, I will, do. I will. I will. Yeah, I I'm sorry. About that, but sorry. To hear that. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> but if you would like to find out, you should play Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. It's also a reasonably good story. It's about the concept that Moriarty would have a daughter who is not evil, and mm. how would Sherlock Holmes react to that situation? Oh, that know? one is on PS4 and Xbox, I think. Right. So it's a good story, yeah. but the character of John Watson. Mm. Uh, is constantly hovering around you as Sherlock, and if you turn away from him, he will move mysteriously closer to you, and you will turn back around, and he will be looking at you from like two inches away from your face. So it's like the subway. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and he's got kind of a disturbing, super intent look on his face as well. So it's like he's got this huge man crush on you as Sherlock Holmes, and he just won't leave you alone. And so the there's a short period of the game where you get to play the dog, the little hound that they okay. have. They have a little, what are they? I forget the name of the dog, but he's supposed to sniff down clues. And you're like, it's such a relief to play a dog for a little while because Watson is not there. <laughs> <laughs> so if I remember correctly, um, that was that was like explained as like the developers never solved like a common problem of like how to move characters when when you're not looking kind of thing. Right. So they totally punted and just teleport him to where you're not looking. <laughs> That's and such it creates an old that effect game, of like, like trope. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't figure out like pathing and stuff. And for whatever yeah, reason, yeah, yeah, exactly. like, and some of the rooms are kind of small, so there's not anywhere else <laughs> for him to go. So so you look, you look at him and you're like, <laughs> you're like John. Both of us can't be in here. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it totally like, feels like that. You're in your own bedroom. You're like, ah, I just changed clothes. So a hilarious glitch in an otherwise good game. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. How's the story? The story's good? Because I've never decent. heard like anyone yeah. write home about the story and be like, oh, this is, you should play this because it's great. Yeah, like, I don't, well, I don't not hear enough much people about play the these kinds of games or talk about playing these kinds of games. And part of it is a production values thing, I think, that's right? Exactly yes, the, totally yeah. true. They need to it's have like a quantum, Quantic Dreams to tackle these kinds of games. Like, Quantic Dreams has, you know, mm-hmm. there's valid criticism of them. But I feel no, like I think that's totally the right realm right. To, to bring that criticism. Because yeah. when, when I play, like, Detroit, I'm like, I'm enjoying this because there's nothing else like it. Yeah. But in all seriousness, David Cage, fuck off. Like they could, just, they could do with some competition. They can do with mm-hmm. some serious competition. And if one of these, like yeah, in general, who these are games good at writing these are, games, they need yeah. a first party. And I, and I find them. that if, the they, if they could match up with a proper studio, they can do. And I find better like art, the control code, it would it would make yeah. a big difference. Well, yeah. the thing is, like the, yeah. the, the control thing. schemes yeah. of things like the Quantic Dreams games are so intuitive too. Yeah. Well, like, they've right. become this up. That is where I will give them credit. They've taken they've taken the the interface for this sort of. Uh, gameplay design mm-hmm. pretty far. Yeah. It's just that the actual writing is quite well, lacking. In Dreams, but. it wasn't only him this time. It was like multiple... He had, he had a team of writers this time to help him, which is why the quality between that and... Was it Beyond? Oh, no. Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, like... Yeah, sorry, you, you know, said Dreams. You meant Detroit, right? Yeah, I meant to Detroit. Yeah, okay, I'm getting okay. confused. Um, but basically, <laughs> I would love him to stay away from the sci-fi for a little bit and go into more like mystery theater yeah, ultimately. Yeah. That would be awesome. I like a good like ambiance. Yeah. These kinds of games are All right, good. game devs, this is your opportunity. Start making games in that genre. Yeah, right. do. Yeah, I think uh, that that's, that would be a really nice opportunity because, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of these games are PC exclusives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. They don't tend to be consoles. And to be fair, like... They're not even built to be controller friendly. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. And that's, that's something another, that could be that's corrected. That's what they need to borrow from Quantic Dream. Well, sure. they would need to be journeyed like how Sony took that company and mm-hmm. basically put them in um, uh, the Sony Santa Monica studio and assisted them in every facet yeah. possible. That would be fantastic yeah. because I think there's a lot of room there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, I think I'll give it over to you, Zoe. Me? Why me? Okay. Because this is the police. What is this is the police? (laughs) And I want to know more about it because I I keep seeing it on like the the various online stories. So this is the police. And this is the police 2 recently came out. So now there's two games. So this is the police is is a management type game that puts you in the shoes of a police chief in a comically corrupt city. And that's like worse than Gotham City. It's yeah. It's like it's, it's like just so New York? it's that bad. 
Nah, okay. New York's not that bad. New York's not comically so, corrupt. We have too many coffee shops. <laughs> so the like the setup for this game, yeah. like the intro cutscene, is of the police chief going into like a strip club that is owned by like the mafia and like giving bribes away and stuff. So it's it's comically corrupt off the bat, uh, and then. The actual gameplay is this management interface where you have an like just looking at the city. You have your cops that are on your shift. Uh, You have like your A and B shift, and you don't want to overexhaust any of your officers in particular. Each officer has a certain level of professionalism, which determines their success at responding to crimes. You can send like up to four, I think, normally on a particular call. And part of what makes the game interesting is like trying to gauge crimes. So a call comes in, and it's just like. Hey, some kids like went into a store and you know they put on like expensive sneakers and just walked out, right? So like we need someone to respond and like we don't know where they are. They're like uh, okay, like robbery. Wait, who's the developer? Not super important. I'm not sure who the developer is on this. That actually. sounds similar to, to a game nine one one operator that's also out. Yeah, nine one one operator is more a, a straight up like management game. Uh, well, it's 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 more it's more like. Realistic, as in like uh, that game. That game took a tone that was more realistic. They actually did you play that? Yeah, I did play that a little bit. Um, They actually like interviewed a lot of like nine one one calls. They took some examples of nine one one calls as the source material for that game Hmm. and the calls you respond to. They're not dissimilar. I'll say that much. But the tone is totally different because this is a police. Like I said, comically corrupt. Sorry, Jerry. Did you find a developer for that? I don't know how you pronounce Wappy. 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 I don't, I don't know. I would be really a weird one. If I had to guess. So, uh, and then yeah, as the game kind of unfolds, as like a couple, like uh, initially you don't have any uh, investigations that you have to do, and then they introduce investigations where now mm-hmm. you have to use detectives, and those will take place over a couple days. But then they also start to introduce, like, as game mechanics, corrupt things that you can do. No. So you can <laughs> ask. Oh, so nice. you can ask for like. Assistance from the mafia, and I want to like replay wow. the game because the, the my first run I was like trying to be comically goody two shoes about it and not do anything bad, and then the game has like this part of the game. The, the game has a laughable ending where you just get assassinated. So, so like, so like New York, sure. <laughs> so I basically so you would you would recommend this game? Um, I don't know. You so. Don't know. Huh. So 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 it's interesting. Like if it's on a sale, totally pick it up. It's it's intriguing to like get a call and be like, oh, that seems like it'll be a big problem. Maybe send people that. But it also it, it kind of falls flat on its face sometimes mm-hmm. with what it's doing with this whole laughably corrupt thing. Yeah. Uh, the one that cracked me up the most, where I was just like, fuck you, game. Was and and, and to be fair, the game had the balls to do this. So mm-hmm. kind of. Yay. Uh, There's a part where it says, like, there's a lot of racist groups that are getting really popular and making a lot of noise during this election year. So we need you to, like, not cause any problem by not allowing any black cops to get killed by firing them. And I was like, holy shit. That's an interesting twist. Yeah. So so it just, like, puts that as an objective. It's just like, yeah, go fire all black cops. And and I find that, like, fascinating to see that as, like... That's like a South Park, like, uh, idea. I find it really interesting to, like, in its dry interface where it's like, go solve these crimes and also fire all black cops. Like, it's just displayed there very dryly. Yeah. Because it's just part of the game. And I think that that's part of what this game could be doing, interestingly, is to put... You want to be as bad as possible just to see what it does. 
Um, you probably don't want to see that. Does but what, <laughs> but the thing the thing that I didn't enjoy was that like the the ending that I got where I just got assassinated felt a little cheap. Yeah. Because the feedback wasn't there, and gotcha. maybe that's part of the point, right? Are there multiple maybe endings? Part of the, oh, I'm sure because the reason uh, I mean I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure the reason that I got assassinated was because you'd regularly get calls at the stage of the game where I was at where the mafia would go. We're going to be doing a thing at X hour, so don't send any cops to in, to investigate. Right. So what, and that's I was probably every, what triggered in that, each right? case. I was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm going to send my best cops." And I got them arrested, and then eventually, boom, assassinated. assassinated. So what you really want to know is exactly why you want to have a list yeah, of you want to have a list of your crimes tree, as a chief officer. <laughs> what are, and the, here here are my grudges that caused me yeah, to assassinate. Sure. The main you reason want the that evil I want to have his monologue. Yes. basically. The main reason that I want to go back and and give the game another shot eventually, though, is because uh, it does sound like later on it will it will become interesting in the sense that uh, some of the cops will learn like how corrupt you are mm-hmm. and you don't know uh, like there's a thing in the interface for each cop what genre which is, is this and, or how it's is like it presented management. how it's is like, it there's, like, there's like a whole new genre like this feels like papers please to me yeah, it's, it's like, similar it's like somebody it's saw a, that game and thought you know what I can do that polygonal? Like, so, what is so it? it's so it's just yeah. like simple little like cell shaded type drawings and stuff and the management Hello, outside. And the management uh, takes place in the form of you're looking at the city. Most of the interface doesn't matter there per se. And then a call comes in and you drag. Uh, I mean, I played it on a switch. You actually can use the touchscreen. So you can drag the little icon for your so officers to choose which one you're going to. Yeah, kind of. Okay. You choose which officers to send to the thing. You see what the results are after, right? Okay. So it's it's fairly straightforward in that regard. But the thing that I find interesting is for um, for each officer, there's a, there's a thing about like what their politics are or something like that. And it's all unknown by default and I haven't even I never even got to a place where that started to get filled in in some way mm-hmm. but it sounds like at some point in the game you're too nice some of these cops are going to know that I'm a corrupt and potentially be like threatening my job and I may need to deal with them huge air quotes by maybe using the mafia to kill them mm. and I have a story about an old friend of mine who's a cop I'll tell you oh boy and so and so basically like it sounds like it'll get into a very interesting, messy, dark gray area if I try not to be such a goody two-shoes. Yeah. I just don't like that the game was so heavy-handed with how mm-hmm. it was just like, you didn't or listen to so Mafia, ob- boom, obvious, assassinated. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it sounds so a like shame. a good idea that the, the flushing out of it didn't come out. Because, because right. the thing is, up until that point, yes, the game... Did in its cutscenes have a certain level of like? There are cutscenes. Yeah, there's cutscenes. So okay. and and there's like a decent voice actor for the main guy who's narrating the game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, and the, the it definitely reaches a point in the, in the story where it's just like oh. It, people have threatened you. It, it, it's, you know, it's not. It wasn't surprising that I got assassinated per se, but mechanically, it never felt like the game was exactly threatening me. And then suddenly, I was just like, "Oh shit, I'm dead!" And the best I can do is go back like three days or something like that, which is mm-hmm. what I'll probably do. Yeah. Um, it just, it just didn't. Like I said, if, the reason I use comically corrupt is because a lot of that corruption fell a little flat. It felt a little on forced the over the top. On the nose, oh, you over mean the top. it felt yeah. very rock star. It's, yeah, this yes. whole thing feels yes, like yes, it yes, should yes, be a rock yes, star yes. game. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have moments where it's like, hey, just you know, fire all black cops, and I'm just like, oh shit, seeing that like in the objective thing, like if I was playing Skyrim and it was just one other quest, is like deeply unnerving and effective in a certain way. Mm. So I wanted more subtlety from You know it. what it is? I think it, versus like, like papers. I have a hypotheses that we can test out right now. So the reason why I always feel like Rockstar games are so ham-fisted is because they're not American. They're observers of American culture, right? Mm, so they maybe. tend to be. So I don't know if 
we we happy? Yeah, they're um, they're overseas, just you know, observing from a third lens. Maybe um, I also just think that sometimes it's easier to just like be hamfisted. Be hamfisted yeah. to, to some right. extent. Yeah. So so we'll see. But uh, I had so, that one playthrough. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was just a little disappointed with how that turned out, and I was also a little bit like grimly satisfied, where I was just like, "Oh, you killed me for that? Fuck you! I'm happy with my choices <laughs> for not helping the mafia." I was, I was a good guy, and I'm dead. Now. Yeah. So whatever. One yeah. out of ten police brutalities. What do you give it? <laughs> <laughs> a, th- three out of ten Rodney Kings. Okay, good. <laughs> that's pretty strong. <laughs> so yeah. the next game that I played Sorry. was uh, a lot kinder called Donut County. Um, I saw this piece, on the Switch um, store. Mobile? I played that too. It's on mobile. It's on yeah. Switch. Yeah, uh, it's on a couple things. Um, I don't know what it is. It looks like they're looking into a donut hole. So it's a very gameplay wise. It is super straightforward. Nonetheless, enjoyable. The each level is basically you start with a small hole and you place the hole by dragging uh, under things to swallow them and then the hole gets bigger in a very katamari type way until you basically swallow this entire environment, right? Right. Okay. So you with your little finger you drag the hole along the ground and it moves. Yeah. Okay. And if it's underneath something and then something is smaller than the hole, it moves. Exactly. So it's katamari basically. It's it's katamari where everything goes underground. It has a similar satisfaction and flow. Emotionally, is there Katamari, big, it is less involved. Is there a it big, is less interesting gameplay? Is there like a big mystical king with like huge bulge? <laughs> Sadly, no, it's missing the, that whole trippy phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. but but it, but it does replace it with something equally as interesting. The actual heart of the game is like the the narrative that goes on between each level, okay. where uh, the basic idea is that there's this uh, raccoon who I forget all their names but this this raccoon has this donut shop in this in this store and every time that someone orders a donut they're actually ordering a hole that he as he mindlessly plays with an app uh, inside of the game ends up swallowing everyone I, honestly, and then it, it cuts between levels it, it's actually all uh, in media rest type thing where they've all already been swallowed by this hole and then each level is retelling how a particular person got swallowed gotcha. by a hole and they're all like yelling at this this raccoon and are just like hey man like why the hell did you do that blah 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 and he's just kind of like yo I was just playing the app da 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 I was just playing a game so what there's a the very harm? meta kind of critique going on <laughs> and so there's a few ways that you can take it and I think one of the more interesting ones that I had read about and then probably about halfway through the game I was like okay yeah this really is arguably about that yeah gentrification basically yeah. I thought it was about materialism for a second Ish. There's a little bit of that too, mm, okay. but yeah, yeah, play it for yourself because you can you can play this game in, in, in an afternoon. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a very nice short shot. experience, and um, and what I what I like about it through the lens of gentrification is that it's not exactly blaming any particular people. It's actually like a pretty. It almost feels like this awkward healing process between people mm-hmm. in this community who feel like affronted by what's going on. And then there is one part in the game that I really enjoyed where a very quirky character that is like kind of made out to be like a little bit like your, your village, like mumbling homeless guy, but he's actually really smart. He has this line where he just straight up calls out someone and he's just like such a capitalist at a very good moment in the story. That that, was really funny. That's so funny. Cause like, um, so the, on my way to this place is the first time I took public transportation to get here because, you know, I'm, you know, snooty, whatever. Um, <laughs> Wait, public transport makes you snooty? No, this is my first time coming here oh, via oh. public transportation. Okay. I, I've been Ubering with um, Mikey. Oh, um, Uber makes you snooty. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So, like, <laughs> as I was walking, I just got to see a whole bunch of, like, oof. This neighborhood is rough. I need it's some, an interesting. I need a little gentrification over here, but ah. like no, but like 
I saw like there was a lot of mentally. Uh, call me Mr. Off Topic, but go ahead. Yeah, just go like. <laughs> no, that's fair. This, yeah. this neighborhood in particular, Bushwick, is you know it's East Bushwick, rough. is an interesting bed for that stuff because yeah. I can walk five blocks in one direction and be at like a super nice coffee shop with an avocado toast that costs way too much the goddamn money. Like and then I walk in another out. direction yeah. and, I was like, and I'm like, it's right the intersection. Okay. And what's yeah. what's sad is like. You know, uh, for me, as, as just like yourselves, like, you know, Brooklyn natives, I have a very different idea of what the hood is. And nowadays it means like, oh, shit, just a whole bunch of mentally ill people who need help. Yeah. Sure. Like, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, Donut County, that's one lens that you can play through the game through, uh, the experience, the story through. And it's and just... The it's thing that's fun. nice about it is the group of people underground... They do have a little bit of like mental health issues, dude. I lost my home. I yeah. lost my store. Mm-hmm. We're all down here together. What people. do we do? Unlike with real gentrification, where you lose one person at a time and you mm-hmm. never find out what happened to all these people, yeah, right, it right, happens right. to them all in the space of a short period of time, and they can try to deal with it as a community. Yeah. So okay. it's like almost like better than gentrification traditionally. Is? See, I don't know. I've, maybe. I hesitate to say but that. I mean, because I mean, it's no it's definitely not a perfect uh, metaphor. Analogy. Yeah. They need to have a, they need to have a sequel one. that's on one. the yeah. scarier part of it. It's post-gentrification when an entire neighborhood just shuts down because it can't facilitate itself. Like what's <laughs> yeah. happening in Manhattan nowadays. Sure. It's like postmodernism yeah. for gentrification. Pretty much. Sure. <laughs> but what I what I will say about this game that I thought was pretty cool is like the length is really good. The gameplay is engaging enough, mm. and and the single writing player only? is good. Yeah, it's just pure single player. Okay. Um, and then I also like as I was playing it, I was like, this is a perfect kids game. Dude. By which I mean really? the gameplay is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Kids can figure it out and they can go through it. And if they can read, they may not fully understand how it relates to gentrification, but they will empathize like a motherfucker with what's yeah. going on. Yeah. They're not going to play unless Logan Paul sells it to them. So. <laughs> oh, my God. I, w- I will say this. I more faith in children the, than you The do. mechanics of it are not really correct from a pure physics standpoint. Things fall yeah. into the hole very slowly, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. part of the fun. It's comic. Things bounce around in mm-hmm. the hole. And so oh, is there a make physics sense. system? Sort of, I mean, there's like a game physics. It's mm-hmm. not anything it's like real world thing, physics. Like. But I would love to see this in uh, a game series like Portal, mm-hmm. which plays around with physics in a similar way. I would love to see portals and holes. <laughs> that would be so cool. That could be an Wait, interesting offshoot. Yeah. Portal a hole? So, and, um, and Portal was originally started <laughs> as a college project, if I recall. Yeah. And then Portal yes, 2 was based on... vernacular drop. And, and yeah. And look Portal at, 2 was based on another group of, of... I don't remember if it was college or, or master's degree, but another group of kids came up with this idea of paint that makes you bounce or paint that makes you go fast. Mm. And they oh, added that to the Portal world. That. Yeah. Right? Splatoon so stole that. So for them to take, <laughs> like... Donut County, which yeah. is a young developer's single person's project, yeah, and like move that in. It would sort of be in the vein. I of could see Portal. that. So this is why Valve doesn't make games anymore because they can't and, steal and Portal from could use a sequel, college frankly. kids. Okay, both of one and two were great. So okay. I'm just saying. I got stuck in like the third level and gave up on that game. Ah, I'm not a bright man. <laughs> it's just a particular yeah. type of puzzle. That's all. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Donut County is fun. Uh, another one that I that I tried out was Kingdom Two Crowns. Has anybody played any of the Kingdom games before? Never heard of it? You sound like all these obscure um, games. Kingdom, <laughs> Kingdom, Kingdom. Mikey's not here. I got to pick up the slack with the obscure. That's that 8-bit one where you're on the horse. Yeah. That's yeah, right. I've seen people play it. I don't know game. enough about it, but I've heard good things, and I keep intending to play it. So mm. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. All right, and then so maybe, well, maybe I won't thing. play it. No, no. Here's <laughs> I, I would like for other people to play it so I can have a, actually discussion on here because why I don't like it is a little bit nebulous to me. But part of, I think is just like the game is intentionally obscure. 
It okay. intentionally does not tutorialize the shit out of what's going on. It, it does almost zero gotcha. tutorializing, right? It's literally it's like Monster Hunter. Uh, Don't no, you dare! <laughs> not at all. Like, so, I will flip the so you're over. On. Monster Hunter doesn't teach you how to play. So, so the thing that appeals to me about Kingdom is that you are you are like the ruler of the kingdom, and you're expanding your kingdom, but you actually control the character. Yeah. And there's a very um, a lot of like games like Civilization and all those other kind of games. One of the things I don't like about the God perspective is how depersonal it feels. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I prefer my. So you never uh, like black Empire and white games, stuff like that. Which one? Black and white, Peter Molyneux. Original. I like black and white because you had a relationship with that little god creature thing. Okay. That was fun. Um, but uh, like, and there are games that have the god perspective that still pull off a certain level of personalization for yeah. sure. I mean, XCOM, for example, um, that's kind of like godlike perspective, yeah. but you feel connected XCOM. To your you just soldiers. you can't name your soldiers after anybody you know. Yes, you can. Because then you Why? get attached to them. And then you tell them when they die. That's exactly. What I mean. That's the best part. That's like the best that, part. I did that to my friend. I um, actually small tangent. Go ahead. Um, I named all the soldiers like after my friends. And then in one of the missions, he got captured, and mm-hmm. I never went to save him. So he, and I told him, I was like, dude, I'm sorry, you got captured. He's like, go save me. I'm like, honestly, it's not really my top priority right now. <laughs> you know what's the best, um, wow. best version of that? The Last of Us is multiplayer. If you connect your Facebook to it, so basically, oh, what? I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. basically, like there's like a meta game to it, right? The more successful you are, the more resources you get for your for um, like your little your community, people. and it's all very abstract. The worse it's you like get, menus. like people start like, oh man, um, Zavi is has this um, illness. You better win the next round, or he's gonna die. And like what? it grabs people from your Facebook. wait. What game? The Last of Us. The Last of Us is multiplayer. No, that's messed Yo, up. And the thing is about like the, the, last la- of us, the Last of Us. What? The multiplayer. The Last of Us has an amazing multiplayer. Player that multiplayer. people did not give oh. opportunity to. It's like I didn't even know it had greatest. multiplayer. Oh yeah, you should try it out. And recently, now I feel and like also, that's kind of blackmail, though. You know? Oh, like, it's fantastic. It's so I effective. I can't let my family never die. Like in between, like if you lose a match, it might just be like Stacy's hungry, and it's just yeah, like you dick. yeah. And then like the numbers just go down. Also, um, to go with The Last of Us, apparently, um, in the past year, they found they. Uh, they were able to brute force their way, way into a locked co-op multiplayer mode from The Last of Us oh. game. Yeah, it just got, uh, it's a year old um, information, but yeah, like I don't think a lot of people know that. I did yeah. not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, but in any case, bringing it back to the Kingdom Two Crowns game, right? So I, I do find that my favorite kind of um, empire building type games, let's call them, right? Mm-hmm. That, that kind of aesthetic, I really enjoy it when I have a personal connection to it. So I like the idea of being directly in control of this character, right? For example, it's part of what I really enjoyed about the, um, oh shit, what was that zombie game that the, the sequel came out last year? The, the, Everything that was on, that, yeah, that's, good point, good point. But it was on the Xbox Game Pass. It was a uh, uh, state of decay. State of decay. There you go. There yeah. you go. I played State of Decay like two for games. a little bit. It looks um, mediocre. I feel like that's something that I need to I like play with games. somebody. So to really yeah, we, enjoy should, it. we should co-op it. So in any case, um, Kingdoms is is a little disappointing because while I appreciate trying to not tutorialize and actually have these mechanics be a little bit obfuscated so that you actually discover them and whatnot. They feel a little bit arbitrary. In particular, the AI for your like little citizens feels stupid, <laughs> and that's disappointing. So I played the original Kingdom, and then I, this one came out, and I was like, "Oh, two crowns, okay, cool." Like maybe they improved on it in some meaningful ways. Yeah. No, they haven't. That was disappointing. So okay. the I won't go too much into it, but the you, you basically are getting gold coins by like uh, if you putting in your you, mother's credit card. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, uh, there's no, there's no uh, games. Micro- no, certain, yeah, no microtransactions. Oh, okay. you, 
you basically, for example, will recruit a person by giving them a gold coin, and mm-hmm. then you also can give gold coins to your um, to the guy who creates like the bow and arrows, and now there's a bow and arrow, so one of the citizens picks up a bow and arrow, and now they're an archer. Then the archer will go out, and if they encounter rabbits, they'll kill the rabbit, and now you get a gold coin from that, for okay. example. So then you reinvest these gold coins in various ways. You, it's, it's kind of fun to, unfo- to have the game unfold and discover like these new ways to use gold coins and things like that. Uh, but there's, for example, one very particular thing that pisses me off. Um, your, your, the way you expand your kingdom is by finding places where th- that the game has determined for whatever reason in its world that you can build a wall and extend your wall from where it currently is out to here. And then there's also random places where you can build a tower where you can put an archer so that they can shoot at the little creatures that attack you during the night. It's totally random. Well, sorry, not, I don't know if it's totally random, but it's not evenly distributed where those two things happen to be right next to each other yeah. in a strategic way. Yeah. So expanding to anywhere except for those places is kind of a waste because everyone will always expand out to the edges of your kingdom. By the way, it's 2D, so you only have to worry about yeah. uh, left and right. Okay. But, but either of those edges of the kingdom, they'll always go all the way out there. And if the creatures break the wall, they're just going to like destroy all your dudes. They're going to cost you a lot so of money. so many games that are like this. There was hmm. one on um, Vita that I was really into in the early years. What was it, the PSP? I can't, I can't remember. But yeah, this, this it sounds so Similar familiar problem. to um, yeah, a lot of the games I've yeah. played. And it's just like one example where I just don't feel like... What I wanted was to feel connected to like the little citizens and all that kind of stuff and feel like I'm expanding. And it just doesn't nail that for me. That yeah. said, there's a lot of praise about the game, partially because it doesn't baby you. It lets you like discover it on your own. So I, I, where I feel a little nebulous is I'm, I'm not exactly sure why this game doesn't connect with me, but it doesn't. I had this exact same feeling when it comes to Dynasty Wars. What the hell happened huh. to the IP Dynasty Wars? Still, still happening. Still happening. Still, yeah. They're still printing money. Okay. People, there are people who buy every single one of those okay. games, <laughs> even though they change very little. Um, I, should, I really should try the first Kingdom game or something. I, I feel like it's something that was popular for a little mm-hmm. while. Yeah, if you can or at least find a lot of the, the first YouTubers one, were playing it. If you can find the first one like on a deep sale somewhere or whatever. Yeah. You, you might like Romancing Kingdom. That, um, oh, I like Romancing Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Number eight is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, that was the most recent which one? Is a super, no, no, no. They're up to it's like 12 or something. It's a Super Nintendo one, right? I think that's what you're going to no, say. No, eight uh, was a PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, PlayStation 2 one. Okay. It, was, it, was, it pisses me off that I can't emulate it. Sorry. I, PlayStation 2? You can't emulate PS. No, 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 no. You can't emulate that particular game. It has very specific oh, problems. Oh, I see. It's one of those games. infuriating. But uh, I really like that game because one of the ways that you could play that particular one and none of the ones after it is that you could uh, create a character, go into a random place, not be aligned with anyone, start your own little faction to like fight off um, like bandits and stuff and then get recruited by someone and be like, yeah, sure, I'll join your cause or whatever. Or you could be like, no, I'm I'm creating my own independent state and fuck all of you. And that's what I would always try to do. And I would never succeed. Uh, (laughs) But it was always really fun. Okay. So anyway, the last game that, uh, that I played that I wanted to talk about is I started playing RE7 uh, because I am hyped for RE2, the remake. Wait, which one is so RE7? Is that the, the first-person perspective one that came out a couple oh, years okay, ago? Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. And it's good. Did, wait, wait, I'm wait, about, wait, wait. I'm wait, about wait. three and a half hours in or something like that. One thing I, I keep hearing about that game from um, reviewers and podcasters, um, they would play, and then months later, they would play the VR game version, and they would say, damn, they wish they played VR first. So I heard the VR was very good. I think in general, so horror-type genres are going to do great. They're oh, yeah, fantastic, great VR. but I'm too much The problem, problem is I'm is not good at hard. <laughs> so I don't have a PSVR. I have an Oculus, and I it's gave on up on... It's on, it's on PC. Oh, is it? Yeah, it came out like a, six, a few months ago. No, then it then came out last year, January. Yeah, And I need um, to figure that out yeah. because... Uh, 
it's very good, and I'm sure in VR it'll scare the shit out yeah. of me. So the basics of it that I think uh, that I, I don't really want to spoil anything because um, while it's not exactly like it doesn't exactly have a strong story so far that I'm worried about spoiling, I'm worried about spoiling like the actual scary things that happen. Oh, yeah. Not because of like jump scares or whatever, yeah. but like the game notches it up pretty fucking fast to an uncomfortable level. Okay. And uh, what I really am enjoying about it is like. I, as a, yeah, at the atmosphere. Like as I'm playing the game, like I'm genuinely having moments just walking down hallways where I'm like, I kind of don't want to be playing this right now because I'm scared. Can, can I bring <laughs> and up it's a, been a long yeah. fucking time since the game has think, managed to create that. Do you think that. they they create the atmosphere of horror without having to utilize the jump scares as much? Do yeah. they give you that sense of like dread? I don't think there's been a classic jump scare yet. There's, there, sorry, no, that's not true. There has been one. I don't but feel like video games even need jump scares. As long as you can put forth a good atmosphere, yeah. you can make yeah. the game scary. Well, jump scares are actually more effect, more useful in video games than they are in movies because a jump scare in a movie is just like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. A jump scare in a video game is like, ooh, I have to stay calm and collected. No, no. What's the worst part of it? I have to deal like, with this. I yeah, remember playing exactly. PT and I was like. Fuck, I don't want to go through this door. Fuck, I don't want to go through this door. <laughs> Twelve minutes later, I go through the door, and it's like, because you're, it's you. It's, you're not watching a, a disembodied character. Well, video games are disembodied characters, but um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're in control. It's you in there. And but that's, yeah. a, that's another instance of, I think, them using an atmosphere to create horror. Yeah. They didn't so, really have jump scares so much in that, and PT just sort of used that atmosphere it, to be, yeah. be like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. So the thing that I'm really liking about the encounters in RE7 so far is that um, it does have the classic RE resource management problem of like I don't want to waste my bullets, and so there'll be moments. Is that a problem or just the genre? Sorry, not a problem. Okay. I, I mean that that is a problem for you as a player oh, okay, to okay. deal with in the game. Not that it's That's a, a part overcome. of the game exactly. Yeah. So there are parts <clears throat> where management. there are parts where like you'll see the enemy before they see you, and then the horror becomes a combination of just genuinely being like. These yeah. people are fucking scary, and I want to stay like away from them. But also, like if they see me, I have you to sound waste like a some true shit. gentrifier. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's also a matter of like I have X bullets, and I don't want to 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 waste them to like get rid of it. So it's uh, so far, it's just it's just good. I'll, I'll say this, like man, like um, and I know Mikey's not here to defend Nintendo because uh, we had this <laughs> conversation. I think the last podcast yeah. was like I honestly think when Capcom is on the board, the fact that they can. Nailed the um, mark with RE7 and then do RE2 remake the way that it seems like it's going to be. Uh, Capcom you know. has its ups and downs where yeah. it milks the shit out of things to the point where people yeah. are like, this is stupid. Yeah. And then they actually go like, all right, let's redo this. Like, let's redo it you properly. Know. I feel and like also make new IPs occasionally too. So. All the first parties can learn something from Capcom. It's like <laughs> during their downs and their ups. It's just sure. like there's a lot to learn there. And I wish Nintendo I could yeah. like learn from that. So mm-hmm. RE7 is, is exciting so far. I, I look forward to getting back into it. And uh, it, it, one one last thing that I think is funny is um, they there was one there was one moment where it was like a very typical RE type thing where I had to find like these random little figures to put into a door to unlock uh, it or whatever. Yeah, the statues and, and when I and yeah. when I did the it feels a little less hokey for some reason this time. But in any case, when I put one of them on the like the main character, he has his own voice or whatever, and he just he just goes like, "Who does this?" or something. <laughs> like that. And I was just like, Thank "But you, you know what? That's a reference yeah, to right? It's, it's like great fourth wall it, breaking. Um, I love that. It's a reference to a Silent Hill game referencing." 
um, Resident Evil. Oh, really? No. When it comes uh-huh. to put it, because I forget which Resident Evil, or was it the other way around? One of the games you have to put your hands in a toilet to grab a key, right? Yes. And I and think Resident Evil level. or Silent it's, Hill. It's disturbing for entirely different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. one of the games, I can't remember which one, either Silent Hill or Resident Evil. Their character was going to do that. Hill. And then yeah. it was like, wait, who does this? And like, yeah, so I think it's like I'm pretty this. sure it's Silent Hill. Yeah, so I, th- I have not been playing the Resident <clears throat> Evil games. Maybe this will be the one where I will finally play the Resident this one, Evil This one is, is, is very good. And play if I could VR, do it in VR. Play it in VR. Ah. It's like, it's experience that you want to yeah, have. I'm well, Resident Evil 7 won so. best VR in AR game. Okay. And actually, it's the, I think it's like For the like only, the last two years mm. on something, so. But it's like the only real AAA. It's like, it's not a side mission. It's not you know, it's like It's the whole Game in, VR. Game in yeah. VR, yeah. and the fact that it came out on PSVR and looked as good as it did was kind of impressive. Yeah, that's that's mm. that's another thing. As like a last note, like the art direction is spot on. Yeah, the this was this was one of the few times in a game where like getting the brightness level to be accurate actually it's felt good yeah. because the you're never like totally lost, but you do have certain times where like. You open a door and it's so dark inside, and it does that thing where um, you're once you flash like your light into something, it takes a moment for your character's vision to kind of adjust. Adjust. So yeah. you have to like step into the room into total darkness for a moment, and yeah. you're just your hair is just like yeah, uh, it's that. it's very effective. Mm-hmm. The art direction is fantastic so far. That's great. Sounds so, good. Uh, man, you guys should like that's Twitch playing me. that. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. All right, so that's it. That's it for me, though, on all of the scary things. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who wants to who wants to hop in? I'll go next. Okay, go for it. So, first game I got Smash for Christmas. Yeah, I'm not a big Smash fan. Same, and this mm. definitely like emphasizes that. emphasizes it for me. Like, yeah. oh snap! Yeah. I everyone's on the Smash bandwagon. All of my friends are like, "Let's play Smash! Let's play Smash! Let's play Smash!" I'm like, no. So it's not because so I'm like the the, the variety the. The type of combat? The type of combat. Like, I don't... I've never been good at Smash. I've always been that one friend who's, like, the worst at Smash. Number four. Mm-hmm. Never yeah, around, consistently. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I got this one, and I'm like, let me give it a solid try this time. Because, like, before I never really had a Smash game, I was always playing it with my friends on their consoles. So now I'm like, all right, let me try it this time, and I'll put in the time, and I'll try And I'm just like, it's not meshing with me. And I just... Interesting. I don't know if it's just because I'm not playing with people, and I'm playing the computer so much, and, like... Unlocking characters, the difficulty ramps up as the characters, like, mm. come up in challenges approach. So, like, there's some characters I'm just constantly losing to. I just mm. can't do it. I'm not good at Smash, so, like, I'm having that trouble. And I'm just like, wow, I'm not playing. I'm not having fun. I'm not really enjoying this. I think it's a great game. It's very polished. It looks good. All the characters are, like, most of the characters in you, unique. So, a lot of them are, like, right. copy and pasted. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. all the Fire Emblem characters feel exactly the same. Blah. You know what's There's, like, you know, three versions Oh, yeah, they're, they're, of Link. Yeah. they're Echo Fighters, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Versions yeah. Of Link. There's three versions There's of three Link. versions of Link. Regular, two of them act Young, the same. and Toon. Young and Toon Link act the same. Um, regular Link, they changed a little bit. Like, he has the remote bomb from Breath of the Wild. So you have to activate the bomb now instead of it just exploding. And then, like, mm-hmm. his, con- his sword combos are slightly different. But, like, sword characters, I don't really feel <sighs> work well because it's too... It's not, like, accurate... And there's just so many things about it that bother me. <laughs> and, like, I'm just not good at Smash, I guess. That Like, I'm just, I'm not on that bandwagon, and I'm okay with that. I, I'm, like, so, so random tangent. Or not, I like not the, really a tangent, I like actually. the fan service, I think, is <laughs> what it is. It's is fan cool. service I'm the game. I'm so anti-fan service. I know, I know you're very So So fan service can be a dirty word. What, like, I don't think that Smash feels like fan service. I think it feels like homages. Homage is like the nice word for it. 
So yeah, yeah right. in fan service, in the when sense of like they just keep adding, yeah, they just try to improve as many okay. characters as they can, so mm-hmm. the people can be like, oh yeah, and that's I've always wanted this in cool. Smash. Yeah. I, mean, so, I look at oh go ahead. So uh, yeah, so when I was in Puerto Rico, I just think it's like fantastic to note this. Uh, six player Smash at a family party Jesus on a tiny ass Switch screen. Yeah. Hilarious, wait, wait. but actually the, very fun. Just to, to, picture okay. of it. and just the fact that that all like works. Yeah. The first like time. six devices paired to the same. That's, it's switch. pretty impressive. I think yeah. you can That's do cool. eight players. Yeah, even, like, yeah. you can do um, to eight. What emphasized me um, recently not um, liking this was the first episode I was on this, and you guys played Smash. I swear to God, all I saw was like you know those punch colors and the punch effects. The screen was just like punch effects, and I was just like, well, <laughs> fuck. I was like, I, I can't play this game, but I've. One thing I always feel like the new Smash game, it seems like a, it's a museum for all the content, right? And it's like this like respectful, like, hey, this is, we, we have so much shit for all these games, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I've always felt like if you removed the skins of the characters, it would be such It a, would just be another brawler. It would be like... Oh, I disagree. But, I think the fighting is quite good in Smash. I guess, yeah, you know, and, it's and, a subjective And strangely take. unreplicated, like... That's where I was going to say. PlayStation so Battle Royale. No, 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 there's a game that's just like Smash, but better. Okay. Um, and it has, it's, there is no skin to it. So, mm-hmm. like, I've always been saying, like, if you just remove the skins, you know, no one's going to care, da-da-da. And then, like, I think last year or the year before that, this very specific video game called Super Stick Fighter or Stick Fighter. Mm. It's on PC, PC PSN, and um, Xbox. It's, like, the best party game I've ever played. It's mm. so huh. Yeah, it's so good. It's so it's like stick fight. Yes, yeah, stick fight or a super stick fight. Hmm. I felt I feel like that was what Smash should have been. I I'm I'm not saying Smash is by any extent a bad game. It's just a game that doesn't agree with me. It's, it's fine to say it's a that's, bad game. That's it's, that's it's, what it is. No, I think it's, it's go back. It's a bad game. It's a bad game. Just don't Listen, tell people Jerry. where you live. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do that. <laughs> I it just it's just one of those games that doesn't agree with me, mm. and I don't agree with it. And we can go our separate ways, and I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah, That's I'm fair. still gonna play it. I'm still like I'm playing the adventure mode, which is kind of neat. Where it's just like the the game board spirit board thing. That's okay. kind of neat. It's, it seems <clears> like it's a more <throat> important. Its existence is more important than its gameplay. It seems like to me. Hmm. Um, yeah, so like I, I will say that I, it's not particularly evolved. I spend like fifteen to twenty minutes playing it, and then I'll put it down. Okay, it's twenty years old now, and it's the same thing. Mm. Mm, that's not quite fair, but it's 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 evolved significantly it's from a, the N sixty four iteration. Sure. Yeah, uh, well, you're not tripping anymore, so that's good. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, I will say that like I don't. I don't think there needs to be another Smash. Like, the, from what I can tell from what they've done with Ultimate, yeah. it's like, here's all of the characters, here's all of, like, this stuff. Like, or, or rather, there shouldn't be another one that's just like this. I personally there really needs to be... It should be every other generation. Expansion. Like, because... And Maybe. also, like, the fact that Nintendo is not exactly a company that pumps out new IPs, right? They're not... Hey, here's Mario again. Hey, here's Zelda again. It's like, okay, where's the opportunity to introduce new characters? Oh, sure. we're going to use PlayStation characters. Right, like right, Joker right. now. Um, but I don't know. I, hmm. And then the other thing that bothers me is that you start with like eight characters, and the, the seventy-five that characters. That's a lot of time. So that, that is Upsets so. Did you hear dumb. about the hack though? Like um, to and, so, and some, and especially some quick when the whole thing it. is to celebrate. Look at all these great yeah. characters we've exactly. done all the, and, all and the years. Again, it's, exactly. it's the issue of like Super of Mario Party, yeah, where you uh, have to unlock characters in Super Mario Party, right? Yeah. Like it, it doesn't make sense because this game is built to be a party game. You're there to play. Well, with it's not. It's not. That's the whole point. That's what I think. The whole point is not respectful of your time. Exactly. Yeah, you have to spend all this time. You start 
start with eight characters, so you have to unlock 60-something yeah, characters. And it's not like unlocking you should have to unlock stuff to begin with. We need yeah. to really think about that. And, yeah, and, and, and there needs to be an yeah. option to unlock everything. But the thing is, like... Um, Th- this like, used to be I'll a problem for bucks. all. Let me unlock it. Yeah. No, fuck no, that. No, no, don't no, say no, that. no. God. That's a scary. Would, that's a, don't let them hear that. No, like, don't. Back in the day, back in the day, this used to be a problem for tournaments, right? They're like, oh, you want to play right, Tekken? Right, yeah. But eventually, all the fighting games were like, you know what? It doesn't make sense. You well, know. actually, this happened exactly at the party that I was talking about because we were playing uh, for a couple hours and we ran down my cousin's battery. So my other cousin busted out his switch, but he didn't have the save data. Right, and so now we were just playing with eight of us <laughs> with with those eight characters. So, right. like, my thing is like they added some new characters that like I want to try. So, for example, like I really wanted to try Simon Belmont, mm-hmm. and but I don't know when I'm going to unlock him. I don't know. Aww, he so could be sad. the very like last what, person. At you can't even point. say I want to use my points for that character. Yeah. Can't I can't that. even do that. I just I don't That's know when sucks. he's coming around. I mean, I just I I'm pretty extreme I don't on this like regard. That at all. I think that I, don't like it. I think that every single game, whatever's on the disc, you should you know. be allowed the moment you pop it into your system to go wherever you want. That's maybe, a bit. This maybe, is a, there's no reward if that's the case. But but. A archival purposes. If I have to go back, yeah, like this is a very real like thing, right? So if I wanted to teach Bioshock in a class, right? Let's say Mm -hmm. I am not able to say, "Hey, people, go buy this game and then go to this chapter and let's play this chapter so we can discuss this chapter." No, that's impossible. You have to go here's the save file. file. Here's the save, but that's annoying as fuck. Like it's too tedious for so so so. As much as it might have been mediocre in other regards, yeah. um, so alone in the need, dark, we need codes back. No, fuck codes. Alone in the what? dark did it right. Alone yeah. in the dark what? did it right. The moment you popped in the disc for Alone in the Dark, yeah. you could start a new game. You could continue your previous game, or right off the bat, from when you put it in, chapters. chapter select. Go wherever the fuck you want in the game. And yeah. it'll give you a default loadout for that chapter that it thinks is appropriate or whatever. So it's not like it requires zero work. I will admit that. Yeah. That like they, the, the designers actually need to think through, if I'm just going to let you jump to this part in the game, what loadout do I give you, etc. And every game is different. So it's not right. that it's zero work. It's, I still You know think what that, that reminds me? That reminds me of game. the, the right. argument in, against... In the same way that in movies you want to be able to go to exactly. particular scenes in the movie and show that yeah. to somebody. Yeah. But the problem with the differences is the interactivity and the time, the investment, right? Like, so... Um, after a certain point, while World of Warcraft, they started saying, hey, you know, you can just jump right. and get all this stuff. And a whole oh, bunch I'm of people are like, hey, so we have to so bust our that, asses to get this I and think, that third. I and think you that devalue their multiplayer is, is, is admittedly different. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to play with I your still friends, actually yeah, think yeah, I still actually think as a community, we need to take a serious scrutinizing look at like. Is the it that worth, big of the issue, worth that yeah. we put into the time well, we've invested in this game, because the fact that someone else, uh, outside of competitive context, where maybe that matters and maybe that's actually already fucked up to begin with, yeah. that that these companies are saying like to have a competitive advantage, put as much time as possible into my game. Yeah, that's not great. But outside of that, for a moment, like the idea that you didn't spend all of this time and therefore you're not entitled to the character that I've right. put my time into. Yeah. I think that's a little stupid. So on my, here's, in here's my the other problem I have with the way that you unlock characters. So first of all, you have to play the game to get them to challenge you, right? Right. You got to get them, you got to put in X amount of time to get a challenger's approach challenge. Then you have to beat that character. Right. But it's not like they're a static difficulty. They're yeah, continually they increasing in difficulty, yeah. right? So now you people are losing out on the opportunity. They're missing them. Then you got to go back and play it's more a to, elitist, get, actually. to get the <laughs> challenger's approach to pop up because mm-hmm. that doesn't always 
stay there. Mm-hmm. If you lose, it's not like you can immediately go to challenges approach and rechallenge them. Although I think you can go to some menu or something <clears throat> and you can re- redo people that you've lost to. Can that you? might be something. There, no, yeah. well, the challenges approach is the little door that pops up. Right. It's not always there. Okay. okay so if you gotcha. lose to, say, Ridley right out the gate, uh-huh. you can't go right back there and challenge him again. Okay. you got to play a little more until it, that door pops up. Gotcha. But I'll say this. There's so like, it's, oh, it's, you, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So I'm sinking more and more time, and then I also have to have that skill level in order to unlock these characters. Yeah. Like right. you say, like I don't, right. almost like I don't deserve having the character Right, on, I think it's a little game. foolish because, and, and really all I'm asking for is the ability to unlock everything because yeah. don't get me wrong, I totally understand that it's more, it's a better experience, it's more worthwhile to go through it myself. If I jump to the last chapter in Alone in the Dark, it's different than if I actually played through yeah, all the way. Absolutely, right. don't get me wrong. Nonetheless, I want the option mm-hmm. because like to, 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 it, it just it just feels a little like rude almost. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man, because like there's something about like not everything in life should be just like in, you know. Especially, you know, it's, it ultimately it's just entertainment, right? It's not the most important thing, at least mm-hmm. to people's lives, unless you're working in it. But like, do I? I don't need to have a piece of entertainment handed to me to make it easier for me. Like I remember, mm-hmm. I remember the day my mother came and gave me Street Fighter Two um, Turbo, or whatever like that, right? And me and my sister were like, oh shh. You know, we were so yeah, excited. So we, sure. we we played it for like I forget how long, and then she gave me Mortal Kombat li- um, later, Ooh. and we yeah right. My mother was so worried about violence back then, um, oh, uh, but like I don't know, there was like something so gratifying, just like unlocking like, and we were like we were getting we went from Scrubs to kind of not Scrubs, and it was just sure. like you know, I don't know. It's, it unlocking on the game. has its functions. Yeah, it just it doesn't. I just don't like when that's the only way to get somewhere right. because right. my favorite example, I mean, you can, t- you can tuck it away in some corner of the settings page. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a secret code that you have to go online for. Yeah. So my, my favorite example of unlocking done right is actually the first modern warfare because before that, if you compared it to, and they're very different games, don't get me wrong, but if you compared it to, for example, counter-strike, you jump into counter-strike, it's your first match ever. Okay. Here are all these guns. Pick one. What the fuck? Yeah. Whereas in Modern Warfare, it's you start off, thing. here's the rifle you have, the grenade that you have. You unlock stuff. And every time you unlock, like the first time I unlocked the shotgun, I was just like, ooh, okay, let me try this. And then through the process of unlocking, you actually get a sense of like what your style is because you actually experimented. I, th- I think I see what you... So you prefer the more of the experience um, points system. I think it's it a useful like- design like decision to, to have things unlocked because it can feel a certain yeah. way for the player, yeah. which is not to be ignored. Right. And it can teach player in a particular way. Nonetheless, give me a button that says, give me all the things I've played this before <laughs> or give me all the things because I, I don't I, have enough I, time. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I would say like uh, problem solving games often get this right. They will have mm. different areas you can go to and you can go to any of them at any time. And if you get stuck in a puzzle, you leave it and you go do another one for right. a while. There's a game that came out recently. And there's like a two lot years, to be three said years ago. for that. They did, that's yeah. exactly how... It was a puzzle game by a very... The guy who did Braid, he... Oh, mm-hmm. um, Witness. The Witness. Yeah, Witness. Jonathan Exactly. And yeah. people love it for that. Um, and I know that there's like a, like a level leveling dichotomy, right? Yeah. That kind of forces... Like, I can't go to this place. It's too hard for me because I haven't done all this other content. We call that the demon souls nowadays. Uh, yeah, yeah, but there's always a way around that. Yeah. You know, it's just having the, I don't know, the empathy See, to help so people very, out a little it's bit. It's very interesting because, like, as you were speaking, I was thinking, but I'm like, damn, a lot of these, like, uh, hard hardships I go through in video games gives gave me grit 
right? And yeah. it's like there's a balance, right? Right. Absolutely. It's, and it's there's like, such a thing as requiring too much, like like these games that you get hit once you die. So you die yeah. After on on the subject of Smash, I am yeah. thinking about it. And I'm like, I would even be okay <clears throat> if unlocking characters was relegated to like the adventure mode, right? Like. If I'm going to go play Smash with my friends, right. have all the Give characters the there. Yeah. In training, right. have all the characters there. Right, right. If yeah. it's like the classic mode in the spirit board, okay, yeah, make me unlock the characters for that. Right. You know? I can see that. That's yeah. fair. That's you know fair. what's kind of... But don't make me go through the entire game in so many different just ways. Just to play with just my to play friends. Just to play with my friends. You know what's scary? Yeah. With like, the characters we want. Nintendo or Smash Brothers <clears> is the only game that goes through this because mm-hmm. everything else is like... Just give us forty bucks and you unlock everything. And that's that's, <laughs> that's most fighting it. games now, right? Yeah, most like fighting just, games are well, they already unlock everything up front. Well, yeah, well, it's like the the competition is what's important in the yeah, fighting game, right? right? So all the characters are there to go for you to start day one to start practicing with that character because that's the character you like from the last game and you want it to continue on into this game because that's the one you use and you're familiar with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. And that right. gives you the competitive edge as opposed to being like, I was really good with like Sonic in the last game. Now I have to wait until I unlock Sonic. Yeah. So which means totally. I got to play with somebody else. Until I get to that point, like it, that's I don't, and I don't, I don't like the randomness of it. And that makes me want to not like, play. Honestly, yeah. that's my my and reaction like to that is like no. A large majority, don't make me eat my vegetables. Oh, a large right. portion it's a of video the game. Content. Why am I eating vegetables I, in a video game? I am pro. But, but, but grit through hardship. A, a large man. portion of the yeah, content. But this is the thing: the option doesn't remove your ability to play yeah. the game. That a large way. portion you know of the funny? content in Smash is the characters. Yeah. So you're locking yes. a large portion of the content behind this wall. I think in Smash, it's it, yeah. it's unreasonable. Like it's so. It's the, so I've never seen a game that does it on this. I haven't even seen a they game with that many selectable like, characters. But, yeah. Right. Give um, me a party game where it's all unlocked, and I'll yeah. buy it. I'll yeah. buy it tomorrow. Yeah. Like you I'm should curious. know what the game is, right? Like Smash Brothers is a party game. Why yeah. are you unlocking? Why are you unlocking anything other than like stages? Yeah, stages yeah. should be like you know. Yeah, I think uh, that's fair. I just I I, I I totally understand what you're saying about grit. I, just I know think I get it where you're coming from. I, just I get where you're coming from on the grit, but I feel like Smash is not the game. Yeah, for no, that. I agree. I agree with you. It's not. Yeah, it's not the game. It's like Dark Souls yeah. is the game for that. Yes, um, Devil May Cry. But Smash Brothers, it's like Smash Brothers is not like, the game. For like in ten years, if you were like, oh. Dark Souls. I want to go back and play that one level, and you literally can't do it until you play all the other you ones. Better have an that. extra save. That's whack. That's <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't. And like I think that. for the intention, like you said, of of learning purposes, yeah. games should do that. But there's also YouTube though that people do that. Like there's classes that actually do that through YouTube. Yeah, but that's outsourcing the labor to like the community, yeah. which I don't love. Um, I, I guess I don't. I have never taken those classes, but I do know like yeah, like they talk about specific design through YouTube videos, and they talk you know. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, got you. Sorry. Like a video I totally, essay. I, yeah, I like a video essay. Yeah. A bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there That's was um, a series that this guy used to do. I don't remember what it was called, but it's called like Great Levels in Gaming. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. he would just talk about a specific level within a game to be That's like cool. what led you to this point and why it was. I think good. I've seen those before. Mm-hmm. Um, he stopped doing it, so I don't mm-hmm. even know. All right. Well, where do we go from there? Uh, well, the next games I, I bought um, Star Trek Bridge Crew on a whim. I was hoping you would make a slightly more elegant uh, transition and and say we you go where no man has gone before. I wasn't ready for that. Okay. I Sorry. was gonna make a joke. It's still you. very early in 2019. My puns and segues are. I've been out of Star Trek Bridge Crew. I'm a little rusty. (laughs) (laughs) So Star Trek Bridge Crew was ten dollars on the PlayStation Store for the holiday sale. So I was like, oh, this is a good time because I'd wanted it before, but like that price tag, I wasn't sure if it was worth it. Right, because it's full price. How many players can play at once? It's four. Okay. So you have um, you're on the bridge of a starship. Uh, I forgot what they call it, Aegis, something like that. Um, You have the slot for the captain. You have a slot for the helmsman. You have a slot for tactical officer and an engineering officer. 
Um, so they run you through like the list of everything everybody can do with the, the tutorial and stuff. And then you go into this setting where you're on the bridge and they have different missions for you to play through. <clears throat> so the captain is like essentially calling the shots as the captain does. Yeah. The helmsman flies the ship. The tactical officer is using the weapons and scanning enemy ships and doing this and that. And then the engineer is like routing power to different systems. Gotcha. And it's really cool. Does the captain have some kind of like overlay or UI that no one else has access to? Yes. Okay. Everyone has so their he, own part. Yeah, of the everyone has their own station. Yeah, and then the captain cool. chair itself yeah. has these little buttons on it and they bring up various screens like local map, you know, scanners, uh, okay. you know, various stuff. It's 3D okay. polygonal and you're like, yeah, you're, you are the character. Yeah. And so you, you got the hand, you got the hands and you're like making yeah. all types of motions at each other. It's, it's and you don't funny. need four people to play. I was playing with just Mario the first day mm -hmm. and he was, you need a captain to play because the captain can take over any AI slot. Okay. In, okay. If Mario as in an actual individual. Rio. Yeah. Not yes. Mario Kingdom Mario guy. But yeah. <laughs> there Thank are people that. named Mario. Thank you for the clarification for our audience. No. Mario Batali. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the Iron Chefs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But tell us about Peach. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I played, I, d I did the tactical officer with like firing the photon torpedoes. And if you're a Star Trek fan, you will love this game. Yeah, it's nerd. Hands down. It's like, the, it is, it is like, it's the nerdiest It's like thing. LARPing. Pretty so much. Yeah, pretty it's much. Like LARPing. Yeah. So, but how, would you, would you say that the um, game is, how heavy is it on communication versus mechanics? Extreme. Um, definitely communication heavy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because everyone's in, everyone's got different information. I'll give you an example. Right? You're getting attacked, right? Your shield's down. You have to communicate to the, the engineer. The tactical the officer has to turn on the shields, mm -hmm. but the engineer has to route power to power the shields to as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so yeah. the engineer has to like sort of route power, but the tactical officer is in charge of making sure the shields are on when they need to be. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and then remember, and things. If you do things out of order, do things explode? No. Oh. Um, but like, <laughs> the problem okay. is things explode very like easily. Oh, okay. Like, so things explode very worry, easily to the point where like, he was the kid who would probably like smash everybody's Lego blocks. He's like, no, explode. I'm very cool. No, but then like, he's going to be like, I'm going to nosedive into the Klingon ship. Can I do that? <laughs> there's, there's certain <laughs> ropes, um, like in Star Trek, like in Star Trek, you can't transport when your shields are up, right? Okay. So if you're in that situation, for example, the Kobayashi Maru, mm -hmm. which does happen in the game. Nice. You know, you have to, if you're going to go save the Kobayashi Maru, you're going to have to turn off your shields to try and transport civilians off that ship. You guys but will because there's, never make a more nerdy um, reference. Ever, no, never. Whenever ever. you reference Kobayashi Maru, like you are the in top. the depth Guys, guys, no, no, that, I'm sorry. Like it was in the first, it was in the first movie, like in the remake Exactly. Series. No, normal <laughs> people know about this now. It's not nerdy anymore. I think you uh, overestimate Ooh. normal people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't go to a normal person who's seen that movie Just and be like, Kobayashi Maru. doesn't mean they're going to remember that. That's Fair. Which is funny because um, I was hanging out with my friend on Friday and we got into discussion of the topic of the Kobayashi Maru on the train. <laughs> and I was just like thinking about how the people just like looking at us weirdly and be like, <laughs> what is the right answer to the Kobayashi Maru? <laughs> I'll, 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 I do. I would agree that rig the test is the I'll, I'll give you an example. <laughs> is it? It, I believe it is. Yeah. Well, if he, you can convince enough people to help you rig that test, Kirk, you have one Kirk got league. a commendation for rigging the test and for creative thinking. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you how bad kids are. Especially like in, people, kids think or teenagers think Michael Jordan is the crying meme guy. That's how like <laughs> that actually makes me happy. That's uh, sad. Uh, <laughs> For starters, I don't care too much about sports ball, and also Michael Jordan's a dick. <laughs> but anyway, it's this really it's this really fun, engaging experience, and I definitely think that we should see if the crossplay. Do you have it? 
for I don't Oculus. have it, but I could pick it up for the Oculus. Because there is a cross-play option on there. I don't really? know how it works, yeah. and I don't know what it works with, and I don't know what the... Let's do our research. Thing. Yeah. yeah, what defines it, but oh, if it does... VR only. So you'd need to... I've kind of been looking to buy one of those. Oh, okay. There you go. I would say if for console or PC... Um, I could do PS4 or PC. I if you like, point, I will say this: if you like wait. Star Trek, yes, buy it. I, to be honest, because like, there's no like there's Trek. no feeling better than just being <laughs> I'm, like I'm getting the um, CBS downloadable freaking <laughs> thing just because of Star Trek. Nice. So the thing is, like, it's it's VR, right? So you look down, you have a Starfleet uniform. You know, you're on the bridge of a starship. What's better, looking down and seeing a Starfleet uniform or looking down and seeing abs? Abs. Okay. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> That's a reference the to abs, Creed. Abs were Creed cooler. boxing. <laughs> I just have to uh, reference this again. <laughs> when I was young, abs were not a thing. What? Yeah. Nobody cared about abs. Whoa. There were no abs. Whoa. You had arm <laughs> muscles. Hold on, that's, you had no, no. Muscles? She, that's not true. I've seen. No, I've seen she was young, She's talking about when she was obviously historically accurate. Uh, she's obviously. talking about when she was a was single young. cell organism. There were no. There were no. Like there the were no abs. Did, <laughs> did that, Rocky that Balboa like ever have like a six pack, <laughs> like a ripped six pack? Did he? I don't know. I don't remember him having a ripped six pack. Maybe not. Or it wasn't defined as Michael B. Jordan. I mean, what I will say is like the the level of abs that you see in movies is is when it's no longer useful to be that ripped. Like. I don't even talk right. about it. Like, I not, think it's, it's pretty normal. It's you wake up and it's there. Well, <laughs> well, now it's like the six pack is just like the middle of the road. You want like an eight pack? Yeah. So people have like extra abs. They're like, oh, look at all these abs I have. I'm going to start throwing the word obliques. You guys don't know what that is? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's you side abs. That's right. That's yeah. you know. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> what is the world coming to? Narcissists. <laughs> See, obliques are actually more important than abs at the level. Oh, yeah. They're the supporting muscle. They're supporting Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Anyway. But it, it's awesome. I really want Star more people Trek to get Trek. it, and I hope that the crossplay works that the way I think it is. Yeah, let's look into it to allow us to actually play because it, I was so in the zone of just being like, "Oh my god, I'm in Starfleet!" <laughs> like it felt so. I don't cool. think it's a good idea to buy a PSVR now because it's like at the end of generation. Yeah, I do I think there's gonna be a uh, off the bat. I was kind of hoping PSVR. to wait well, long enough for the HTC Vive to come out with their wireless. In edition. terms of PC, I like think you should happen. wait for the next know, gen. So um, we're. we're Probably in, two years away from the, the, the only next, reason I would say from, from a wireless. Oh, I see. Uh, and from, that, from a that would be a big PC game changer. One with like good uh, physical exactly. controllers yeah. because I, that would be a good. That would be a game changer. I think this year they're coming out with the wireless one that's competing with the wireless there's Oculus. There's rumors one, but at those CES. Those are not going to have. That's not running off of your. There's PC. rumors at CES mm. somebody's going to announce the first wireless okay. um, VR rig. So well, Oculus Go is already that. Oculus Go is no, mobile. No, 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 no. Because that's, that's running it's off different. of internal hardware that is not yeah. going to be able to run even you want HDMI. HDMI. Like, yeah. No, yeah. HDMI. Well, I'm, I'm saying, well, you're saying in the sense yeah, of wireless. Exactly. I'm yeah. saying in the sense of having the good hardware. I'm not uh, doing you know, it to what watch movies. No, we need one that's running off of, that's that's taking the video signal off of your actual But there is going to be a hit with quality. Receiver. I think, wireless receiver. I think it's, there's always going to be an option. I think that's the next thing to happen. You're going to take a hit quality-wise. So if you're close enough, like, they need to... I don't want to say this confidently, but uh, for most games, I don't think it will matter substantially. When you when you actually are dependably close to the what thing, PlayStation you probably know. Wait, wait. Than me. I, was, I was gonna say one. you're wait, wait. looking at a hardware expert yeah. over here. Wait, so, wait, wait. Like, How so can you say you that? You would have you would have a, a ten to fifteen millisecond <laughs> delay. Yes. If you are in a reasonably short location yeah. from your PC to your wireless, that's a it's totally doable. People are actually okay with. 
with um, eight to ten second delay on playing competitive games yeah, online. Right. So ten to fifteen milliseconds for your VR headset is yeah. not too bad. You I, may not want a multiplayer because you'll be adding the ten seconds yeah. to the fifteen to the, seconds. To the already, and now yeah. it's too much. What's but, the, what resolution but for single are we player talking? games? Because uh, in VR you're talking about whatever resolution. You're probably not going to do 4K. I but think, you could do 1080. I think the next. I think the next. Um, I honestly too, think. I think the yes. next um, iteration of VR is, okay. is going to be 4K. I think yeah. If you're if you're not sold on going VR yet, wait till the next generation. Mm-hmm. If you really want to try some of the stuff and looks interesting, I would say go PSVR only because I think that one is the cheapest. Yeah, and it has cheap. the more uh, content. Got, yeah, it has the most content. I wouldn't. Not. True, I mean, not say, the most content. Um, the highest rated. Um, it has some great exclusives. It has yeah. it has great yeah, yeah it has great exclusives. But so does. But I think cost of oh, yeah, entry like, entry cost yeah. oh, so go low. PSVR sure. yeah. just because it, it's, it's mistaken, much easier. I think you might you you might need a, a video card upgrade too if you wanted to go to PC route for VR right now. No, okay, cool. I but like I was ahead. gonna say, you can't you um, yeah, can't say eh, it doesn't matter, and then have a PS4 Pro like like people care about the, like the the hits. People, mm-hmm. like, especially in this yeah. industry, people care about, like, the mic. It's not 60 frames per second. I can't play it. You s- literally see those comments online. Because, sure. like, the PSVR is noticeable. People you notice the, graf- the lack yeah. of graphics quality when you switch from, like, the PlayStation 2. Again, VR. I'm used to poster style, poster stamp style. just a video from when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm probably a little more forgiving than some people. I'm willing to go back to AOL discs. Like, I don't need I super remember fans. you used to have to swap out the floppy disks so that you could play the game. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I Please insert that. disc number four. I remember when you had to crank the, the car windows. Like, um, <laughs> like it's know, only the downloadable games that you no longer have to. <laughs> and I, we yeah. Like exactly the cliffhanger <laughs> where you can't wait to find out what happens next. You got to put that nest disc, disc in. Disc yeah. In. yeah. Uh, but I think if if you want a great Star Trek experience and something that really makes you feel immersed in the Star Trek universe, get this. Get this thing. Um, because I am only two missions in. And I'm already just like jonesing for more. Nice. And I want to get that full room of people in there. Just all my friends just like getting people full Star Trek mode. S- people say the exact same thing about the... It's only in the first game. I don't know why. The Battlefront... Um, the X-Wing mission. There's, it's not in the se- sequel for whatever reason, but... The X-Wing mission was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you love Star Wars, you love that... Because X- I remember putting on the headset and you get in the X-Wing cockpit and you're just like, oh my God. And the, literally one to one. buttons actually work. Yeah. So like the targeting computer will come out. Uh-huh. You can look up and you can see the R2 unit doing stuff. Like you <laughs> press buttons and it responds to you. <laughs> and like you can open in and close the wings. Like all those things are there. So it's, it's very like... For those those extreme like nerd culture things, Star Wars, Star Trek, to put you in that universe, where, sure. where, a universe people have always wanted to be in, like this is as close as it gets to like being in there. I do mm-hmm. think the next generation mm-hmm. of VR is probably going to blow away this generation of VR. I, absolutely. Once you yeah. get the hardware there, it's going to be even better. Yeah. yeah but I think excited. right for right now, this is probably one of the better VR games I've played. And, and, it's it's just, and the designs are starting to my get attachment. A bit that's, that's the more important thing. Is yeah. like. You know, the technical thing is whatever, but, like, it's the know-how, how not to make people sick, and uh-huh. the experimentation part is what's like going to... Like Astrobot. Astrobot yeah. is great. And Dreams, I think, has some f- VR yeah. element to it. I think it's going to, yeah. It's going to. Yeah. I'm excited. That sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well... But, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, definitely buy it. If you're a Star Trek fan and you have VR, buy Bridge Crew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing is Batman Telltale. So How'd that go for you? For, uh, season one? Season one. Okay. I'm on... I just finished episode three. Oh, I think I remember that ends on a pretty good twist. Yes. Okay. So um, I hadn't played this in a long... It's been in my backlog of like games to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of in the zone right now where like I, there's no real game I want to play and stick to and try. 
Like, I've been bouncing back and forth between games. I was sick over Christmas, so I wasn't really playing anything. Uh, New Year's was so busy, and I worked New Year's Eve. So, like, I really didn't have downtime. And the last game I tried to commit to was Red Dead, and I just couldn't do it. Mm. Right? So, like, I've been bouncing back and forth between a lot of games, just trying to find something that'll stick with me. So, um, yesterday, I was just, like, looking through my catalog, and I'm like, I don't really want something too engaging. I want something that I can just sort of watch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I have Batman Telltale. Let me start that. Right, right. So I played through the first episode and I was like, okay, it's Batman. Like Batman, Bruce Wayne. Okay. By the way, Bruce Wayne looks like Archer in this, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's accurate. So um, I started playing it and I was like, okay. So I went to the second episode. Oh, it man, started getting I want better. I Telltale Archer game now. Damn. <laughs> that would be good. That would be fucking amazing. Mm, oh, be so I'm three episodes mm-hmm. deep. I don't know if you guys played it already. Anybody play I it? Did. You played it? Okay. Did you guys play it? I stay away from Telltale games. I've played, really? I yeah. played other Telltale games, but not this okay. one. Yeah. For my favorite, for all intents and purposes, is um, The Wolf Among Us. I heard that was great, but there's no sequel okay. coming out anywhere, right? Hold on. Zavi's Uh-oh. dying. Zavi, don't die. Zavi, <laughs> can we I need ha- you to finish out this episode. Can I have your TV? Please die after record. the episode. Can I have your TV? <laughs> right, oh, no. oh, who helped you? Yeah. Damn. You probably need some water. No, Jerry does not get my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm on episode three, which is the episode where <laughs> I can't tell if you're laughing or dying. Like, what's going he's, on? He's oh, he's definitely doing yeah. both. I'm alive. This is gonna happen one day. You're a real boy. We, we have technical difficulties. Uh, please hold. Technical difficulties. Alright, go ahead. Um, so I'm on episode three, which I don't know if you guys have any intense uh, intent on playing the game. I heard good things about it. I would try it because it's Batman, and yeah. Batman is always like... Oh, you know what? It might be a good to time to get it, it now because of the uh, the it's a licensed property, and the studio is no longer. So it might be actually a perfect time to get it yeah. before it goes away. Um, but I'm really enjoying it, and I'm really enjoying the um, the story that's going with it. It's a, it's a different take on a lot of Batman stuff, specifically like Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. Mm. It's a very different take on him. Who's that character again? He's the penguin. Okay. Um, Danny DeVito, you mean? Okay, go ahead. Well, no. I mean, this is a, that's why I'm saying it's such a different take on the penguin that yeah. you, you, you'd you see it and you'll be like, that's the penguin? Just like Arkham game. They well, had a bottle, I'm, I'm glass bottle. Again, different also different way, from the like Arkham. The Gotham TV show is a very different take. There's like a skinny, Even if you look at this penguin. Skinny young penguin. So what? he is a skinny young penguin, but he's like a skinny, young, good-looking, successful penguin. Weird. Oh, that's so it's again. different. Yeah, you so know, is he like again. a penguin Batman? Like he's also a rich guy in cape? Well, he has his motives, and I still don't know okay. what they are. Okay. It involves the children of Arkham, which is not an enemy I'm familiar with, so I don't know who's behind that mask either. Right. So they're doing this thing, and they're doing um, what does it remind me of? Like there was a there was a comic where like the city was under siege by uh, who was it? I think it was the Riddler or something like that. Hmm. Um, and it, it took place during the New Fifty Two Batman. I don't Ooh. know if you guys read any of that, but it's sort of reminiscent of that, thing. and it's like the city's under siege by this like almost Court of Owls esque. Thing, but they come from Arkham. It's mm. it's good. Mm. It's good. It plays out very well, and, it, and it's something different than them. It's not the Joker. It's mm. not like the usual Batman rogues gallery, but they're there. So like Harvey Dent is there. He's running for mayor. And then they actually take the formula of Thomas Wayne and sort of flip that on its head. Wait, wait. Is this Harvey Dent post or pre? Pre. Pre. Okay. Pre. Because whenever they do pre Harvey Dent, pre Two-Face Harvey Dent, you're like, I know what's going down here. <laughs> like, I definitely know. But what they did was they took Thomas Wayne and they flipped it. 
Spoiler alert. In this, Thomas Wayne has connections to the mob, Carmine Falcone and Mayor Hill. They were all like in Mm. business together to keep the city under their rule and make the money and whatever. So they take Thomas Wayne and make him a mob boss. But Bruce doesn't know that. And he's trying to defend his family name, but he's also trying to save Gotham. So, like, there's this sort of clash where, like, Bruce is involved That's in the, the story. That's the best take of Bruce's backstory I've, I've ever heard so far. So, like, Bruce is, like, he has this really hard time with it. All this media comes out about Thomas Wayne being involved with the mafia. And they ask him to step down from Wayne Enterprises. So he loses that, you know, on some level. So it's like Bruce has his issues and Batman has his issues. So it's like both sides are, are having this issue. And he has to contend with those things. So Bruce is basically Donald Trump Jr. Is that what you're saying? I, like, <laughs> better looking. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but it, you know what? I, I never gave this game a fair shot because after I played The Wolf Among Us, I, hadn't, I didn't really finish any Telltale games after that. And um, that's, so yeah, Zavi has on the screen, um, that's the penguin. Oh, holy shit, he's hot. <laughs> he, he looks like the the, the edgy guy I from. Say I would, yeah, that's weird. It's different. That's it's different. Weird. He looks like the guy from Dream Daddy, like the the, the guy with the leather jacket. Oh yeah. Jeez. Oh, um, it's just vaguely wrong. That's the penguin. But I don't. He has a deep V. Like why? So like, so like Catwoman's gonna be not interested in Batman anymore because the yeah. But she hot. she is in this and she is interested in Batman and that plays out in its own way too. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'll probably finish this by tonight, uh, based on okay. how fast I've been getting through it. So I want to know from your perspective. Did you play the second one? I have not played within? season two. Okay. No, Anyone played season two? No. Okay. I need some input on that because I might <laughs> end up buying it. I heard the first Don't buy the earlier yet. was the yeah. better. Don't buy it yet because while I will say that I enjoyed season one of Batman Telltale, yeah. wait, why I do you think, think there's a, why do you, drops the ball? Why do you think there's a season two coming out? There is a season. No, no, no. It's, it's oh, called oh, the Enemy Within. Yeah. Oh, oh, then out. why yeah. won't you buy it? Because it might just disappear right under your nose. But that's, it might not be good. Thing. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. So, because when Batman Telltale came out, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's a Telltale game. Because, like, I, I didn't finish Game of Thrones because I was, like, bored with that. Yeah. Um, I didn't finish uh, Tales of the Borderlands, but I heard that was really good. I heard that was the best one. I heard that was one of the best ones. Yeah. Um, you have a certain MO. For know? me, the last, the, the Wolf Among Us was the best one, hands down. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I didn't know about the Fables property, and I thought the story and the, the, the setting were really cool. It's like 1980s New York. Um, all the fables live in this uh, sort of apartment complex called the Woodlands. Oh, my right? gosh. So, and then you play the big bad wolf. Mm-hmm. His name is Big B Wolf, and he's the sheriff. Big B Wolf. So it's like they, they all left um, like the fable lands and came here to New York. And like, you know, the big bad wolf has a reputation. But now he's the sheriff. So it's so like like kind of like Who Framed so Roger weird. Rabbit kind of-esque, like, you know... These people living in the Just real yeah, world, and they're like, crazy. but they're yeah. all. My favorite, my favorite detail about that is, um, is that when, when fables cannot afford the magic, the glimmer. that the, the glimmer that makes them appear human, yeah, in order to avoid like causing trouble with the you know human world, they, send they them literally to the farm. send them to the farm upstate, which is a euphemism for killing them, yeah, <laughs> like you know going to the Dude. farm because they're animals. Like they're animals. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wow, which I kind of like. Very I think I think uh, if you worth, if yeah. you haven't really played we'll, any we'll Telltale games, definitely definitely play The Wolf Among Us. Gotcha. That one is fantastic. Hmm. Yep. Gotcha. it's up there with the first season of Walking Dead. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I didn't play the final, the last couple of Walking Dead I haven't games. either. I feel weird about whether I should. Yeah. 
but like Batman is pretty good, and I'm I'm gonna finish this by tonight. And yeah, I'm excited to hear what you think about the, the last two the episodes. Ending. Yeah, because for it's because it, I'm at that point where everything's about to pop off. Yeah, I think that it does not pop off in the way that I liked, and okay. I think that it it might be a personal thing. I'm not sure. Okay. But we'll we'll talk about it. We'll next talk week, about I think. that. Cool. And then I have a story of how I started playing Undertale. I told you this, <laughs> but I don't think anybody else heard it. What such a silly. It's reason. such a roundabout way to get to this game. I heard good things. Has anybody played it? Undertale? No. Uh, I've heard the first about couple it. Hours. it. Didn't seem like it's something. I, I didn't it, love it. It had a lot of buzz, and people I, were like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" Buzz. And you have to play it, but they don't want to tell you anything about it because they're like, "You have to experience it yourself." Uh, yeah, quick, those quick kind of fact: um, Kenny Omega, a wrestler from some organization. So. That's actually how I get to this. Okay. So on January 4th was Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom is like the equivalent of WrestleMania for New Japan's pro wrestling. That's the organization. The top guy in New Japan pro wrestling is named Kenny Omega, and he's a big video game player. So a lot of his entrances for Wrestling Kingdom. And it's not only that he's recognized as a big video game player around the community yes. and in the wrestling. He's he's world. he's um he's participated in like Street Fighter tournaments. He and was stuff. in he's a Street very, Fighter. Very, um, oh, he was wow. in a Street Fighter trailer as uh, as Cody the mayor. Cody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's he's very big into video games. Very big into like competitively playing Street Fighter. So he's like yeah. like he's really into it. Similar to how Xavier Woods from WWE is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So he always has like video game themes tied in with his. His wrestling persona and his entrances. Like one of his moves is called the One Winged Angel. Huh? One of his moves is called the V Trigger. That's a um, Final Fantasy reference. Yeah, V Trigger is a double. The V Trigger is the reference. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. he has all these video game themes and he's the One Winged Angel. And so last year at Wrestle Kingdom, he came out to like a Destiny theme. So he had like a gun from Destiny and like <laughs> Destiny inspired yeah. armor. This year he used music from Undertale. And he had like on his Titan Tron graphic, he had like him going to the ring and like in the style of Undertale with that Jeez. like bit style. That's so cool. So he Aww. came out. He goes hard. Yeah, yeah he goes hard. So if you bring up the video of like Kenny Omega's Wrestle Kingdom 13 entrance, put it on mute or something. Yeah, yeah put it on mute. But like, because the song is great. He uses Hopes and Dreams from Undertale, like a uh. remix of Hopes and Dreams from Undertale, and it just goes so well with his entrance, mm-hmm. and it looked really cool. So I was like oh, this entrance is really cool. And then I heard the music and then I s- went to Reddit and they were like, oh yeah, it's Hopes and Dreams from Undertale. And I'm like, Undertale had music this good? I should Maybe play should Undertale. I have Undertale. I should play it. So I went and then that's what ultimately made me decide to start gotcha. playing. Yeah, it's that first one. That's what ultimately made me decide to start playing Undertale. So thanks, Kenny Omega. similar story. Because um, <laughs> I just bought Hollow Knight. How often does that happen? Like, So I was watching wrestling. Whoops. I was convinced to play a video game. Ew, you you don't have YouTube premium? Ew, peasant. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. Nah. But I have, I have a very <laughs> identical story to Hollow Knight. Like, I saw a roach and I killed it. And I was like, you know what? I should play Hollow Knight. I should play Hollow Knight. <laughs> and I bought I don't know. I, enough, it like, I don't um, have enough context about the game to understand how that's how that makes any sense. Uh, they're insects in Hollow Knight. They're all insects. I know. Uh, okay. But, 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 yeah. But. Yeah. So I thought it was so cool, and and then the music is so good, and it fits his entrance so well. Mm. I was like, I'm going to play Undertale. So and how is it? So how how far into it are you? How do you like? Um, I think I'm just past like the tutorial stuff. Okay. It was a little tedious to get through that. Um, oh, it's even got the yeah, oh, like he has right. like the eight bit. That's the his Titan Tron video and the American, well, the English and uh, yeah. Kanji. So it's got this whole yeah. thing, and <laughs> he comes out with his one winged angel armor. Look, he's got like one wing. Yeah, he got <laughs> clouds shoulder pad. Yeah, this is cute. Yeah. So it's like so how, the actual game. Please talk. Uh, so far, it's pretty good. I, I'm the combat is interesting because like it's turn based, but you can also avoid a lot of the damage based on the little like whatever thing they put in that box. If you can use your 
move your cursor, which is a heart, to yeah. avoid that, you won't take the damage. So I kind of like that there's some level of skill to it, and it's not like just a like mini a mini bullet hell thing for yeah, a moment, right? For all intents and purposes, yeah. Have you been watching Lucha, um, Lucha the Netflix? Lucha Underground? Yeah. No, I need to, though. You should watch that. Um, but Wrestle Kingdom was great. It was five hours of wrestling. <laughs> um, but Undertale so far is pretty good. Um, I enjoy some of the humor it's, it's let out already. So there was this one character you meet right after the tutorial level where he's like a skeleton, and he comes up behind you and he's like, you shouldn't be here. And he's all like dark and shadowy. And then turns around, you turn around and you shake his hand. And he's like, nah, bro, I'm just messing with you. But my brother kind of sucks, so you might want to stay with him. So follow me. <laughs> so then like you, you walk to the next screen and then there's a lamp. He's like, oh, no, my brother's coming. Hide behind this lamp that's so conveniently shaped. And it's shaped like your character sprite turned inside. <laughs> so you fit perfectly behind it. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. And then he just, he's talking to his brother who's also a skeleton. And he just keeps making ske- like bone puns. <laughs> and then every time he makes a pun, the camera zooms She's in on like him a little bit. And he'll like wink. <laughs> so like the humor is really great so far. And I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. <laughs> so I'll have more to say about it next week. But I just, okay. I really wanted to reiterate the story of how I got to playing this game. <laughs> okay. It's not as interesting as my Roach story, but, you know, know, it's fine. I don't know, man. Kenny Omega is pretty great. He's also the best in the world right now. Shout out to Kenny Omega. Entrance, yeah. (laughs) But please, Jerry, tell us the story of how you came to play Honey Pop. Uh, So, but again, so, but next week I'll have more on Hollow Knight. I did get that. Um, So first, before I started playing Honey Pop, uh, one of the bros at the sales department of where I worked, he brought his gaming laptop. Wait, can I ask you a question? Because you told us a little bit about this already. Was he proud to bring this in and show it off? Like he thought it was badass. Like he thought this was cool. I need to show my friends. He has a Long Island accent. That's all you need to know. He's proud of everything. He's literally that doesn't proud. make oh, yeah. or break the fact <laughs> he's, that he's, he's perfectly he's perfectly happy with his persona, yeah, such yeah. as it is. Mm, yeah. yeah, that doesn't tell me if he was really excited like, to like show he, you this. all his like yes. Yeah, he, he, he thought know, it was the coolest own, like, thing because you know, like to, I, to because showcase which game uh, hatred. Hatred. Um, the developers aren't. Uh, I think they're from Sweden. This mm. game like had a lot of backlash, if I remember yeah, correctly. It got taken off of a bunch of stores. It was because it, it's the the idea behind it and do you want to explain it i mean the trailer ultimately that, what it is it's you're playing a serial killer not I, even i'll, a, I'll no, say no, the, you're I'll playing say a the, mass murderer i'll say the um like wikipedia a dude who, um, the dude with a trench coat yeah. who's like who's like i fucking hate people yeah, he, i'm no, gonna go out and kill edgy. a ton of innocent people and it so, actually feels like it's glorifying the sort of persona that we had in like columbine and like yeah. a lot so, of other so mass shootings here so. is the what gross. makes it worse is like these people who made it they're not from this part of the world, like they're mm. from, like I think another I don't know country, which is like kind tend of like to be very low violence, very mm. homogenous it, society. It's just like you don't mm. point, you don't, you don't take something that other people are struggling with, you know, dying, you know, from and make sure. Yeah. But like you know, do whatever. Do you, you want. think they use this whatever. as a commentary, or they just weren't aware? Oh no, there's no the commentary in this game. There's no commentary. From what I've heard, it's no just commentary. you go do exactly yeah. what it is you so, think you're gonna do. So really, they made it. and They're like, this is what America's like. So let me just start off with the mindset. Let me start. Start off with just the Wikipedia first paragraph. Hatred is an um, isometric shoot-em-up video game developed and published by Destructive Creations that was released on June 1st, 2015 on Microsoft Windows. The player character is a misanthropic mass killer who begins a quote-unquote genocide crusade to kill as many human beings as possible. So throughout the game, he's saying all these like hyper edgelord, like I'm as a professed as edgelord himself, like um, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's saying like kind of like, 
comically edgelord and he's like I'm gonna you know basically he's acknowledging that he's gonna die also but he's talking about sure. these roaches and these human beings they're blah, blah, blah. Oh, and he talks boy. in this kind of like fake faux um, Batman um, <laughs> um, way but the game surprisingly has a nice artistic visual element to it and the mm, technology okay. is there and the gameplay it, it's solid um, it's but, too bad they chose the topic they chose totally but, but that's, the, that's where I but in some ways, it's the laziest idea for a game ever. But the thing is, it like, also takes it, it. It's almost surreal. It takes your average shoot 'em up game to its logical extreme. But you want to hear? There are hear no that. consequences whatsoever for doing the most you horrible hear something thing crazy? you can ever do. You want to hear something crazy though? Sure. It's it was incredibly smart business because just yeah. like everyone, oh, all who, of the free PR. No, it's like people have like, that's true. People have knee jerk reactions real quick, sure. right? They don't have um, constructive discussion. Dis- Constructive, uh, constructive blah, blah, blah. words. Construction. Why am I saying the wrong word? Constructive, so, constructive. It's, it's, you're not saying the wrong word. You're, you're getting <laughs> choked up on the word. There you go. It's words just like, are hard. I'll give you an example, right? Um, the black Twitter community. Every other season, they remember. Oh shit! R. Kelly is a person, and you know, <laughs> let's talk about him. Um, Speaking of, he came up as a topic recently. Specifically, a trash person. Um, he's a trash. Why are you talking bad about trash like that? Um, but, <laughs> Like so, Dang. he they took him off of Spotify and da 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 da. But you know what happened? His just like recently, um, he's been getting criticized again. His sales spike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with this game, mm. you know, people who like uh, they have a very specific. So you're intentionally spiking the sales of this game. I will not confirm nor deny. Okay. But um, it's okay, we reached like a handful of people. It's all good. There you go. But like, I'm sure the game. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the game was successful. Um, um because mm. of all the free PR it got from, you know, like. People who I, I feel don't know how to tackle certain um, social elements in a constructive manner. You know, yeah, it's just sure. like you just talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, but you're not being constructive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched, like, I was literally watching him play, and the facial expressions that he, um, this salesperson who probably is going to listen to this episode of podcast, it was just like because <laughs> I told him about it. Um, it was like, and I was like, huh, there's something he's getting out of it. It's like some sort of cathartic, like he's sure, getting some sure. sort of energy that he. The salespeople in my job, they're super stressed out, right? Yeah. And and I was thinking, I was like, this game exists. Yeah. What, how, how does it um, take away from, you know, society? Like, what what is it doing negative to society ultimately, right? Mm. right. Um, and I couldn't come up with an answer for that. I'm mm. like, it, like... There's a lot of these sexually deviant games like Honey Pop where, you know, only se- sexual deviants, you know, um, play. <laughs> o- only sexual deviants play. Oh, um, yeah, totally. And I'm like, they're getting something out of it because um, they know you can't participate well, like this in real I world. Think, I think that, broadly speaking, the impact is, like, a lot of people consume this stuff uncritically. And it might reinforce things that are not the greatest things to reinforce. And I think that's what it is. It it doesn't it reinforces it in a way subconsciously in their mind. So what I would say is that mm-hmm. hatred you know? is like the easiest it, it, like from what I've seen videos, people playing it on like Twitch. Hatred is like the the game where you guys would go, Oh, okay, unabashedly, yup, that's the thing I'm talking about. But it's also the thing that I'm talking about when I talk about certain other violent games that I think are being uncritical and stupid. Like a lot of modern war games are like that. They're like, we're an unnamed Middle Eastern country. We're shooting people who look vaguely brown, et cetera. And it has a similar problem of like glorifying violence in one way or another. Uh, and like, I've had a lot of trouble over the last couple of years 
playing games that try to tell a story where and the gameplay is super violent because mm-hmm. a lot of times the two just clash for me personally and I know that I'm, a, I'm on a bit of an extreme edge but when I what I think is interesting about hatred from what I've seen is like this is like kind of laughably it is 100% like, laughable yeah, la- laughably. Makes, like, it owns its violence t- at least huh? in a way Think. it owns its violence maybe because it's violence way. is pretty fucking dark is, is it like, is it, it but is, is that better fuck. or worse than Games where your character kills a ton of people right. and then still feels like a good guy at the end of the oh, day. Oh no, he right. he's you know? not a good guy. Exactly, in his, in his he's right. like he's like I'm going to take out. He like he yeah. he has like a like a, a big knife and sometimes he's like gutting people and he's like gutting people down. It's, but like you can jump in a car and run people over. Yeah, yeah. but like think of the, think of the lens we go through to justify cheering at certain action movies and being like, yeah, that's totally justified. Like, like I love John Wick. I will that, not apologize for loving game, John that Wick. Mo- that, that is the most gun porn... Like, right. That, that movie, I feel, is a problem. Hey, man, they killed, they killed his dog. <laughs> so, okay. But that, so, being, that being said, I think hatred um, does what the news does in this sort of way. Like, it glorifies this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, the way the news glorifies the people who commit these acts. And that's mm-hmm. where I, yeah. I, I can't like agree with this game. The yeah. thing, the I thing can't do is, anything that, that would allow this game to let it get. There is some kind traction. of line that goes on in terms of the tone and the context of the game. Like a lot of games that I consider like passable in this regard are like, like take doom. I think it's a great example where yeah. I can pretty unapologetically play that game because the context is I'm fighting demons. So it's like, whatever demons are bad. Right. But yeah. then also the game has a little bit of a tongue in cheek thing yeah. about like, you're invading hell. Like, are they the yeah. bad ones? I don't know. Are, and that yeah. like, cause humans are fucked up in this game too. And then also, so tonally, it's very like kind of heavy metal. Just goes along with that aesthetic. Yeah. The tone and the context of hatred is just unambiguously. Everybody's gonna abhorrent. die, including myself. Like, yeah. like the the tone is like fuck humans and like but you want like that kind of thing. Want, and then the context is like you're a, like th- there are real people who do this. This is fucking weird yeah. and gross in some ways. So 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 yeah. something I like. After that day of work, I was thinking about this game and the development process in it, right? And so these people, they're not American, right? So mass shooting is, it's not uh, exclusively an American thing, but it's... It's, it's not real it's, to them in the same way. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing they is don't like, ever go somewhere and worry that maybe something yeah. The thing is, like, we don't, like, we're so fucking uptight as this this country in certain mm-hmm. ways and hypocritical about it. It's like, we don't get this uptight when we see military men gunning down brown right. people in... Middle mm. Eastern, it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. oh no, this bothers me because of this reason, but that, yeah, it's the norm. Yeah, fine. We we mm. ought to be more critical of those things, and we're not. I think largely yeah. because there's a stupid amount of money and identity behind it. Which is money in the sense yeah. that, like, you literally have gun companies that are that are putting money into certain games to have their brand recognized in the game. Like, probably even Far Cry Five. If I paid attention to politicians, the guns were there. right? <laughs> and then the other thing in terms of identity is that uh, you you can't. Ignore how much guns are a part of American identity. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's. I don't think it's ever going to go away. Yeah. Um, but this I think w- it can. But I guess I'm a little bit more. That, that does make it unique versus the rest of the world. I don't yeah. think the rest of the world has the identity around guns that America does. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I, like yeah, um, and that's what brings me back to this topic that we brought up um, last time we had an uh, episode, or maybe it was the, the time before that. I think like we should 
look more into violence and take that away and stop being hypocritical and allow young girls back into Japanese video games that's related <laughs> to sex uh-huh. and you know like, okay. I think that's I think that's completely I, if we were going to trade I would we're going to trade you'd rather have the girls back and get rid of the guns <laughs> exactly <laughs> no, I'm sorry no, Jerry is all for cartoon no, sex but I, I guess it's just so okay. like, and I it's not a unique hot take it's just so like it's exhausting so no, that's, that's my feeling on hatred and a lot of other violent games yeah, too. For is me, that it's I, like I think that's it's deeply insensitive. I'm not going to buy that game yeah. ever. Well, but it, at the same yeah. time, it makes me think about other games in a way that's interesting and useful. No, I so, sure. so me, I like so. It's the same thing with how I feel about the cartoon video games banging each other, right? Or it's just like ultimately, okay, how is this like uh, degrading society, right? Does mm-hmm. it degrade society? Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate question. Um, for me, so um, my girl, she's. Um, there are certain facilities that uh, if you are around the world, if you are a drug addict, they give you the drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're not out and about doing all types of shit. Mm-hmm. If you are, um, and I feel like every kink, every um, socially unacceptable thing, if it's like an urge somebody has, stifling it is just going to lead to problems. Mm-hmm. So like, and there needs to be avenues for people to get these kind of energies out in safe um, manageable ways and I think mm-hmm. hatred for just looking at you know just he's enjoying it I don't know if he's gonna be a mass sh- I don't know if he was ever going in a mass shooter path but <laughs> there's something cathartic that I'm seeing as I see him play it I'm like okay, yeah and it might be something- similar to what I get personally mm-hmm. out of doom yeah so I'm like I don't yeah. see I don't see the reason I should rather him do that than actually yeah, yeah. And, and like it's there and is it, a line between I, I from what I've seen in hatred as much as I would not pay money for that yeah. I don't think hatred is condoning this. Like, not not, a, not like at face value. Yeah, yeah. It, seems, right? it seems to have no particular message or message anything. Message to say. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's but it, it can be, like, if you're a parent who's not the best parent, and it's like violent video games and violent media, if you're a parent who has a kid who is going in a dark path and you don't know that, it I don't think a kid should play this mm-hmm. at all. No, definitely um, not. Well, kids I don't play think more it, like you've played. We've played worse games. To no, be I mean, don't get me wrong. But this is on a different level of where a kid shouldn't play this because it, it when you present something as matter of fact yeah. without like a, a level of like sarcasm or criticism or, yeah, or a different art direction, maybe a, li- yeah. a screen at the front saying, "Here's a violence hotline." Here is yeah. a suicide right. hotline. Yeah. Yeah. Like for, you know. because, like, because the real trouble is when we take yeah. values that we get from media, yeah. often subconsciously, and we take them into the real world. You play mm-hmm. enough military jingoism and you and you watch enough military jingoism, and then when someone says to you that the problem with you know X country is that they hate our freedom, like you might buy into that idea because yeah. Yeah. you've been it's surrounded the hypocrisy by it. Of yeah. everything. So there's yeah. values that are that are underlying all these things. Whenever anyone tells me that whether it's a movie, a book, a game, whatever doesn't have politics or get your politics out of there I'd laugh at them like it's it's impossible so the thing is like it all, it, even with the whole Sony's like I talked to you earlier about it Sony's censoring you know various things it's just like it ultimately not ultimately but a big part of it comes down to like this censorship and hypocritical censorship it's like sex bad violence I watched Rambo as a kid so fuck it right yeah. right and it's just like yeah. We don't worry about curse words anymore on TV, you know, like, sure. um, and it's just like, all right, I think parents need to, um, and media need to kind of like, okay, maybe just like how you have a disclaimer in the beginning of the mo- movie, just be like, hey, have the actors come there and be like, hey, we do not hurt, we don't condone hurting people with these weapons, you know, mm. or like something that like also showing. Even, the even then, real, though, that's not enough for kids who 
we're going to take that at face value, which yeah. is yeah, why I not. think kids shouldn't play so this. I think, I, I think we literally just need to become more ethical writers. And that's yes. like a ridiculously like yeah. grandiose, a, ambitious kind thing. Of funny well, that and, and, to, and to expect everyone around the world to then follow yeah, that. Yeah, that's it's obviously, that's not going to happen anytime There's soon. There's always going to be some numbnut out there. I'll get into the gray over here for a second to say like, a kid watching Black Panther. There's yeah. a lot of great things about that, particularly around race and being like, hey, look, heroes that look like me. That's yeah. all fantastic. Nonetheless, it's totally possible for a kid to watch Black Panther and go, hey, how are we going to decide who's the like captain of the like uh, dodgeball team? Let's do what Black Panther did and beat the shit out of each other because yeah. that's how they decide how yeah. the kings that's, that's, are. Like, so that goes to a uh, point of values are everywhere. Like, no, yeah. it's, so the thing is, like for me, I think without showing the consequences. So there's a rapper called Future, right? Mm-hmm. And there's other rappers, like, there's these rappers who loosely talk about all types of fucked up things and never talk about the consequences. Future, on mm-hmm. the other hand, people don't notice about him, but he, he's, not, he's not a bright guy. But I give him respect for this one thing. He's, he talks about selling drugs and da-da-da-da. And then in the next line, he's like, I'm at a barbecue with my, you know, mom and da-da-da. And a fiend comes to me asking me about drugs. And, like, he talks about, like, the consequences. And I mm-hmm. think it's mm-hmm. super important to, like... Like if your kid participates or like in video games that are violent, I personally think it's whatever. But like you should show them through documentar- um, d- documentaries or take them to the hospital. Show them what gun violence looks like. Sure. Like and mm. put reality in it and like listen. Like this yeah. is what the real world is. I think I think that's definitely true. I think that yeah. in in any game, whether it's Hatred or God of War or Doom, like. When violence is a central part of what I am seeing and doing, doing, right? Like, yeah. that, it, it, it's yeah. not an insignificant difference that you are doing this as opposed to watching it. Yeah. And when that's a central part of a game, movie, whatever, like, how is that violence part of the story? My biggest problem with Bioshock Infinite was that they were pretty much, like, the, the violence that was happening was just, like... It was throwaway. It was throwaway. Yeah. It was total yeah. throwaway. And that yeah. that made no sense in the context of the story. And they had the, the perfect story. opportunity to actually give some to do social commentary, do yeah. something. Yeah. And that's one thing I always yeah. say this about young boys specifically is, like, you see, like, young boys, we do all types of dumb things because we don't think about we're the consequences. No, it's like, <laughs> we don't think about the dumb. consequences. I'm, you guys are talking about yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, well, I agree. <laughs> more more broadly to... speaking, I think society and a, a huge punch of society literally thinks it's the job of males to fight. We think that that's yeah, it's, our, it's, our role. It's, well, it's, Biologically, it's an animalistic that's, thing. that's kind of it's fair. An animalistic thing. But but it also like there's a, there's I remember one of the grossest articles I've ever read was basically entitled like it's a father's job to train their child their their sons for war and I was just like fuck Whoa. you like it was, it was gross <laughs> in so many ways. But but nonetheless, like in terms of the media that that advertises to boys, yeah. it's very in line with that. Yeah. And that's a large degree of how we end up with violence being yeah. core of so many big releases in well, games. It's like, it's, I kind of feel it's, like there needs to be at least one funeral in most video games. <laughs> well, press press <laughs> F not to enough. pay respect is not, not enough. enough. Yeah. Press, uh, I don't know if you guys know about the press F to oh, pay, yeah, respect, pay respect, but like, I, I think it's just like making sure that the consequences are re- you know shown. Because like... Uh-huh. That's the thing with um, developing young minds is like the consequences aren't there for yeah. young girls they also. But yeah. show, show uh, like I remember when I was in the hospital because I got hit by a car at the age of eight or nine and I saw this other young boy. He had the biggest cast I've ever seen. And it basically he was, I think he was dog fighting, like mm-hmm. in training his dogs because he saw other people do it. The dog eventually turned on him and just destroyed one of his legs. Uh. And it's just like, a whole bunch of other teenagers aren't going to see that. It's, it's yeah. not even going to dawn on them like, oh, this dog can fucking destroy me afterwards. 
So but, I don't know. I think consequences are like. Let's talk about another game which fucked up values that we uh, don't want kids to play. Well, I'll be honest. Part of me wants to hold off on this. Like, we're <laughs> closer to Valentine's Day, man. Nah. Come on. Well, I, but, I, I but was. Talk about, I'll leave that I'm not going to talk here. too much about it, but okay. I'm just going to talk about. Um, yeah. How much Honey Pop have you played? So it's, I played just a little bit. I just got. Not I enough. just met um, this. <laughs> I think she's a single mom and whatever like that. And yes, that's correct. you know, she asked about. me to guess her breast size. Her no. <laughs> Her quote unquote chest size, yeah. and that was you know interesting. Yeah, as women do in the real world all yeah, the time. That totally happens every well, day. Like, like, could you? That's how dating works. If if your boyfriend can't go into a lingerie shop and buy the right size bra for you, obviously he's, a he's an idiot. Boyfriend, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> and like just just the up clearly front, it's boyfriend fail. Just the upfrontness of the game, right? And it's Jeez, just like it's with so your weird. your fairy. I think I think she's a fairy. She's yeah. guiding you. And yeah. I was like, this is the most broish dude writing. <laughs> These characters, like these, this is like, oh god, can we stop having That's like these a, guys write it's, for? It's hatred for sex. Man. Yeah, it's man, like, it's, this is what is wrong with it's everything. And for like sex. just the vernacular of the fairy, I'm like, what? Okay. It's like it's like a, a, unsuc- a romantically unsuccessful guy speaking as a girl, and it's just like, come on, dude. Okay, but how do you feel about the actual puzzle mechanics? It's simple. It's They're too it's, simple. It's like match three. The have, end. Have, have you I managed like to them. sleep with any of the women? <laughs> no, no, I'm super early. So like, I, I would say, oh, okay, well, get, as it gets get more through, difficult, it, get through that it part. At least tricky. sleep with someone in the game okay. before you decide whether you like the game. Because okay. the, the like the difficulty ramps up. I can't believe I'm saying this. Way. I'm telling someone so they weird. have to sleep with a woman in a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the difficulty ramps up to a point where like you start taking your your turns pretty seriously, and you're like, oh shit, how do I chain these together? And that's the part of the game that I wish someone would rip out and package into something. One of them, any of them. I don't care. Single mom is the single mom. I do I like the curly, I like the curly hair girl like on the cover, but like um, oh I'm aiming God. for the single mom right now. Anyway, right now because she seems pretty um, straightforward. I, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, say that. Yeah, she's mad chill. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. but something she's not the highest difficulty setting in the game. But like, <laughs> you kind of like slightly t- you slightly touched on it on the last topic. It's just like, man, I wish video games took their dialogue more seriously mm. man god Me it's too. just like i really wish dialogue was taken more seriously it's like it's my number one criticism of nintendo property it's mm. my number one criticism of what looks like anthem and destiny and stuff like that and it's just like and this is where i look like a sony fanboy but i'm like mm. god of war and the last of us kind of like spoiled me and i'm like all right yeah. everybody bring it bring it up a notch that's true the writing in those games and, is well let's see how anthem turns out because that's like bioware it. and but supposedly it's there's a it's major bioware story. it's yeah. but casey hudson is back so okay. I'm, I'm i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt of having him back there to sort of keep stuff in line <laughs> it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that'll happen but we'll i'm see. hoping yeah. but we can talk about that in our next segment All yeah right. so now that we are oh i have one more thing oh no okay I, go ahead um last time we were talking i said i was playing castlevania mm. you do you guys have you played symphony, castlevania? Of, the night, symphony right? of the night specifically have you guys played it <clears throat> no so I it's like every metroidvania time, right <clears throat> um I mean, you, go, the mold, you, you get like 10 minutes in and everything gets taken away from you mm. i just learned that once you get to that point right and you hit the triangle button to like and it pushes you into the previous room, that sequence completely cancels and you, your, all your equipment you doesn't, all your <laughs> does not... It's exactly what Zavi wants from every game ever. It didn't, like, it didn't trigger. Like, it's this true. thing, this element, this, like, death comes and takes away all your stuff and you have to work up yeah. 30 hours into the video. I have everything. That's hilarious. And I was like, I, and it was like I an accidental, bu- it was an accidental button press and I was like, whoa. 
That's but, hilarious. Yeah. Okay, have Good fun with your yeah. Yeah. overpowered out card. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So, based on how long we've been recording so far, we've been recording I feel like this is this definitely going to be a two-parter. Two no no I'm so I apologize. I'm pretty sure like the the correlation between me and the, your the and length, length of the podcast. That's is, right. yeah. Gee, I we'll work on we'll, we'll work on your length, Jerry. Narrow it down to video games and leave some of the TV movie okay. comedy. Yeah. Like that's music. when you guys leave as, the room as, and I just start talking. I just start putting a shot clock on Jerry. As Mikey would say, <laughs> gonna, this is a video game podcast. I'm going to channel Mikey. But then that's going to mess up the recording. We'll no, we're we're gonna get a light. We're gonna put something around his wrist that when you press the button, it actually like it shocks him. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get some shock there. Too creative. That's kind of funny because I'm getting an alarm clock. That's a actual watch, but it doesn't make any noise. It shocks. He's waking. Oh shit! That sounds terrible, and I don't want that in my life. All right, so. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Uh, Very short pause, for pause a, so we for can get break. into the next thing. This should probably be cut out because behind yeah. the scenes. Hey, Mikey, cut this out, please. My drugs. <laughs> oh no. Hello, 2019. Woo. We made it. This is we made well. It. The best part is this is the first show of 2019. And, we and, and it being a new year and nothing is coming out till like the end of the month. Nothing yeah. big is coming out till the end yeah. of the month. Well, but there's some big hitters this month. There are big hitters, which is crazy because usually your, your January, February is sort of a drought. So you're in that, in that stage of like, yeah, because they want it all out by the holidays. To yeah. get We're at the place where people money. are fully embracing like, fuck the holidays, first yeah. couple of months of a new well, year. Yeah. I think it's more like, oh shit, delay. That's good, oh That's shit. Kind of like an well, no, they, star. So, they're, they're legit yeah. delays. But whereas before they might like push it out the gate or like, Hold it until, until summer or yeah, next yeah. holiday. Yeah. If it's the big, big buying times now, like yeah. stuff is just coming out. And I think part of that is that we're older now, so we're not. Over, the, it, the, the, the the video game market is not just about parents buying stuff for their that's kids. That's interesting right. you say because so. at my job we have we there's a certain era, a certain area of time where it's very important that we you know we do our thing during you know this particular time frame and i think it's the same way with um video games and electronics because of black friday it's yeah. super important well, it, it's black friday it's it. the holidays come around yeah. and then summer vacation starts and you want your kids i'm sure it's know? still a very yeah. significant I, part it, of revenue it definitely is but it's starting to change and we're getting that landscape it's, it's like um, spreading longer if you look at the wikipedia page for 2019 in video gaming you see the the games coming out are just like they're big name games coming out mm-hmm. and normally in what we would be, or what we're used to, is like, say Kingdom Hearts was coming out, we'd be like, we'd have to wait till like April, or May for it to come out. Right. Yeah. Now it's end of January. But you also have to factor in like the um, corporate New Year is usually starts at March, so I think they're trying to also pad the books. They're trying a to bit. pad the books a bit, yeah. yeah. But now I think they're starting mm. to get wise to the fact that like, oh, this is this space where it has always been vacant. Maybe we can use this now to capitalize on nothing being there and make more money, even mm. though they still ignore the summertime. That's fair. You know, which is weird. But in this segment, Someone we are going to get sometimes. into what we are looking forward to this year. Yeah. Who's on a hype train for what? Who's looking forward to what? And who's going to be disappointed later on in the year? I think will be funny <laughs> when these things come out. And we're if just I'm like, not man, disappointed, I hated I'll be this. disappointed. Really? I find I'm more often than not I'm disappointed that's, lately, and I don't know if I'm just becoming a cynical jerk. That's the, no, like don't be don't become a cynical game podcaster. I just re, I just listen I, to no, this. I don't want to. It's just it's, that it's I think games are to. not fair with my time anymore. Mm. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm I willing my, to drop them now. I had my, like, I'm not. I don't feel like I have to commit. Yeah. To I had my inoculating moment like maybe two months ago yeah. when I was kind of playing the same things for a while, yeah. and I was like, oh, I should play something different in a podcast. And immediately I was like, nope, because that is going to lead me down that road. Yeah, it's going to lead you down that road. No, I'm not playing anything unless I actually am interested so like outside of podcasts, what i do now what i do nowadays is i have 
one game I'm always playing on the side. It's the long game, right? I, mm-hmm. I chip at it away, but there's a main game that I'm focused on that's mm-hmm. not 80 hours. Like, mm-hmm. So my next big game is probably going to be Valkyria Chronicles, mm-hmm. the new one. Number and four. then, yeah. But then again, Hollow Knight is also super long, too. So I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's always something, well, there's well always something game new I'm playing. <laughs> um, and the catalog, the backlog of games that I have, there's always something there to play. Sure. Especially Stuff if you have multiple um, consoles. Yeah, and I do. And I have like the Game Pass, so... On oh, Xbox Jesus. Game Pass, you I started have a playing. PS4 and a- <laughs> yeah, I have everything. So like, there's always something oh to play. God. Okay. And um, I, I haven't found myself in that scenario yet. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah. you know, right, I'm always had something to play. Getting down to Brass the X. actual games that we are excited about. Who, Who wants, wants to, to go first? Jinx. Uh, I'll go first. Um, one of the I'll just talk about one of the one of them anyway. Steve, Steve, Steve. Uh, it's Streets of Rage 4. Like, they recently... I like, forgot that this was coming out. They recently um, posted on Twitter. I don't know if you guys want to find it, but, like, some GIFs of the game, and it looks like... Does wow. it look like Streets of Rage? It looks or like... Or are they trying to switch it up? Is it, like, Mega Man 11 version of Streets no, of Rage? No, it's, it's... So what it is, is it seems like King of Fighters 13. It's like... Or should I say Dragon Ball Z, the um, Dragon Ball Fighters? Mm, it's okay. 3D characters, okay. but they look two-dimensional. In a two, so like a 2.5D situation. Not 2.5D. It doesn't even look like it's um, in a polygonal pla- um, plane. It, it's like... Um, it's... Uh, it's. I think it's a 2D plane. Is it isometric? Character it's is isometric. In, no, no, side. It's side to side. Oh, it's side. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's... They've only shown two characters so far. Um, you know, the basically Alex... And Blade? No, no, Blade is the kid. Dude, he's got the cut-off sleeves on his denim vest. No, Skate is the kid. This is going to be the best game ever. Oh, I remember yeah. Skate. Yeah. I remember, like, I really like, yeah. I really like Skate. Yeah. So, but they've been showing off some of the more updates recently, yeah. and the art is so phenomenal. I don't think this, yeah, this trailer is fine, but the new GIFs actually show a better representation. What is up with the frame rate going on? Well, because the, the link from here to there always Oh, yeah, it's got to be Chromecast. Gotcha. Um, but it's... I love like that's one of my like it's not guilty pleasure but my simple just like it brings me back to when I was a kid. It's it's nostalgia. With, it's rose colored glasses. Oh yeah, it's like know. um, it, there's something Russia, Mother Russia bleeds. Mother Russia bleeds. Oh, yeah. yeah, that game. Remind, it's like it's an in depth um fighter uh side to side scroller fighter whatever you call them. I just love that side scrolling beat 'em up. There you go. That's words. The I don't know them, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the games I'm looking forward to. I and feel like that genre is, is like it's 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 due for a for for remodeling. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, 100. percent Some innovation. Like yeah. I, I thought, Gekito was going to be that. That's a mm. PS1 or PS2 game. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I just love it. It's a simple. It's like it's my. Every, I feel like everyone has a simple genre or simple mm-hmm. kind of um, archetype that they go to. That for me is that. Um, nice. And a uh, Resident Evil two the remake. Is I'm looking forward to that. Be that's gonna that's be good. Gonna be that's mine. on my list though. You can't talk yeah. about it yet. That's fine. The, the only thing is like I don't know if I should buy up front or just wait for the inevitable director's edition cut because he's already talking about it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else are you looking forward to? Uh, peace and on world. Your list is right over there, man. Yeah, that's why I have it oh, on the TV. Thank you. Well, your, one of your there. games on your list is on my list. So uh, I think you shouldn't talk about it. I also have this. <laughs> is it? Does it start with a P? It starts with a K. Okay, so so I, I kind of took Dude, the list are right there, man. I have it also right here. Um, are you reading it? Huh? So why'd you have to ask me? Why'd you have to ask me if it started with a P? You could just look at the oh, list. no, because no, no logistics looking, on the podcast, guys. My lips are targeting the phallic um, microphone in front of my face. Oh yeah, baby. 
My brain like tells me to like focus know, over here right? for whatever reason, but I'm sure the microphone picks me up if I turn. Tell us about head. Luigi's Mansion Three and why you're excited about. it uh, It's okay. It's like you know, I had good times with the first one. Whatever, this one be good too. Um, the, the next game, I took, I took, I super fast. You know, there's some times where like you just like ah yes, I love it. Like when. Final Fantasy 13 got announced for the Xbox and all the butt hurtness of it. I just enjoyed that so much. And now, like, um, I kind of enjoyed the butt hurtness of like the Switch fans. They're like, oh, Persona's gonna, it has to be coming out for the Switch. And then, like, a new Persona 5R trailer comes out and it has a PlayStation <laughs> logo on it. And I absolutely loved the meltdown. And people are like, well, for now, it's PS4 <laughs> exclusive. Persona 5, judging by like the fidelity of a lot of the animation and stuff, I don't think that can actually run on a Switch very well. Who, it's on PS3, so who knows? Um, Persona 5? Yeah. It's on, P- it's on PS3? Yeah, it's a cross-platform oh, game. That's surprising. Um, in which case, I take it back. It, um, it might be able to run. I, I mean, I don't think... It's not a graphically intense game, but I think the battle system... I think they'll run into most issues in, like, the battle system overlay stuff because that's where the most graphical di- um, fidelity is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in the cutscenes and stuff. I just think a lot of the art direction of that game, like... It kind of relies on they can the always ridiculous take the, sharpness of everything. They can take the Final Fantasy 15 approach and do like the pocket edition. Yeah. Oh, God. Because that's the only thing that runs on Switch for Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go to the Switch store, the pocket edition is there, but you couldn't get like the Royal Edition. Yeah. So like, I, I, and it's just kind of weird that they think that it's coming out for the Switch because like um, since the PS3, PS, late PS2 era, it seems like Atlas, okay, Shin Megami Tensei for Nintendo, Persona for you know, PlayStation. It right. seems like that's their formula. Unless, you know, Nintendo gave But even Persona bucket, 4 Golden came out on the Vita and not on... Well, it's like, still PlayStation. Yeah. Like, I know, but, like, it didn't come out on, like, yeah. like the Wii U or anything like I, so that. So I don't right. understand where this rumor, mm-hmm. like, these hopeful rumors... Though I know it's related to Smash I think Joker. it's just I think it's just because one Joker is going to be in Smash, and then the other thing is, like, oh, man, they're porting so many things to the Switch, they'll probably do this, too, because it's easy. Mm-hmm. But there are, there are technical limitations on everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess um, <clears throat> I don't know if these are actually 2019 games. It's Ghosts of Tsushima and The Last of Us. I know. don't think so, but the, wow. um, they're definitely coming, so you can start getting on the hype train. Absolutely. Yeah, like Ghost of Tsushima, yeah, I'm definitely hyped about. The Last of Us was on my list, too. It's like, if it comes Stop out next year. I'm breaking the rules, man. And I'm if sorry. it doesn't come out <laughs> next year, then I'll wait until the, the next year. So yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> like, hey, guys, it's 2020, and what games are you excited about this year? <laughs> the same one I was they excited about. Presidential year. elections. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. That's a, that game is great. I love that game. Uh, I lose every time. It's totally broken, though. <laughs> anyway. uh, but, um, you know... Uh, I can't think of any other video games. I'm pretty sure there are other video games that I'm just not recalling, but yeah, that's pretty much it. 2019 in video game, the Wikipedia page. It's your best right, friend. Right, right, right. It's, it's not yeah. like Fire Emblem is one of them, but like it it's, it's on the, the 2019 list. It's it, just not it, slated with a, an actual 2019 okay. date. Yeah. Nor does it have a full name on the Wikipedia. It just the says Fire Emblem. Huh? Fire Emblem Three Houses. I thought it said Three Houses. Yeah. I don't, is that the name of it? I think so. Oh, okay, cool. I, I will say I'm excited for Fire Emblem on Switch. That seems a little bit perfect. Yeah. Uh, I don't expect it to innovate because yeah. it's Nintendo. There is changes. Though. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Mikey is point. like ripping his he- last bits of microscopic hair out for saying that. Uh, yeah. Last bits of microscopic <laughs> hair. <laughs> um, but like, shout out to Mikey who has no hair left, <laughs> apparently, uh, or sobriety. Um, wow. but, uh, but you heard it here first. <laughs> but like the trailer seemed promising. It seemed like there's some new elements. So like, I'm, I'll you don't have to do a lot with Fire Emblem to for, like it's it's. The, the one thing I'll say is, like, 
um, they set a pretty good bar with the DS uh, stories. Hmm. The what was it? Those two games, Fates and Awakening, I think. Uh, in terms of that actually being a complex story about like people with who all have valid grievances against each other and like trying to not like be violent dickbags yeah. to each other. And oh, and that also was, that was pretty good. So like they need to like uh, I, I think that's a pretty good bar as far <laughs> as like writing goes. So now that they're bringing it over to the you know big boy machine of the Switch, I hope they maintain that. But, yeah. but the, what will be very interesting for the future of the IP is it, how well it sells because Nintendo just announced that. Um, on mobile, the Fire Emblem game just made them like three hundred and fifty-three million dollars, <coughs> and I was just Holy like, shit. I was like, wow. I think this might be a mobile game in the future. Fuck. Yeah, the the That's new Fire Emblem mobile yeah. game made a lot of money. Yeah. Also, the 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 combat here is not like it's what different. you're you're used to. Yeah. It's actually like a mm. there's a battlefield of like those units charging each other. Mm. Wait, really? As, as it's opposed, not your classic. As opposed oh, to yeah, like one on one side, one side. They changed it. It's, no, it's still that turn base. It's oh, when you initiate okay. that battle. There's like a Sort of like a battle that's more, it's more active, yeah. More yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. yeah. Mm. Maybe they took something out of their Dynasty Warriors Fire Emblem game that I very much enjoyed. Like mm. when I heard about the sales figure for the mobile, I was like, Holy that's terrifying! Shit. Like, oh, and I, it looks like it has a more like you can go into the map and see what's in front of you, like mm. from a from like perspective, down, like yeah. not even top down, just like behind your units. Like you can see oh, your units laid out, okay. Dynasty and then Warriors in the distance, you could see the okay. enemy okay. units. So laid maybe out. it'll be a significant transformation. Yeah. I take back everything I said, but Fire Emblem <laughs> tends to not do gangbusters. Yeah, so, it doesn't. True. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know what? It's it's a good franchise and it's a good tactics franchise. If you like tactics games, yeah, it's always been pretty solid about it's what's stronger than this, what's stronger than this, and what do I need to bring into the battle? It's pretty good to, yeah. to win. And who knows? We might get another Smash character from it. <laughs> oh, we don't need more fire <laughs> Whoa, Smash characters. Right. Uh, so I, I think I'm pretty much done. All right. All right. That was a quick run through. Who wants to jump in? I'll go next. Okay. Um, all mine are coming out within the next couple of months, which is great. Nice. Because I have three of them there. And uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is the first one. Super excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. Love the series. I only played the main series games. I didn't really play any of the side stuff. So, like, I know the story is super convoluted and there's a lot going on. So, so um, there's a 30-minute video on YouTube that I'm going to try and get the link for. For anybody who's interested in this game, watch this video because you're going to need it before you go into Kingdom Hearts <laughs> No, like, here, here's a great way I to... I the um, writing is good enough. No, here's a great way to understand hope, how convoluted this story is. Would you rather be a heartless or a nobody? Like, it's just like... See, the thing that pissed nobody. me off about Kingdom Hearts 2, which is yeah. where I, like... Which is, which is where, in my mind, the series kind of jumped the shark from a narrative perspective. The lightsabers? At the what, end, whatever. Like, <laughs> like it, the like, game is inherently about <laughs> mishmashing and trying to make like a cohesive world out of all of these universes. Yeah. So you're going to have yeah. ridiculous stuff anyway. But the the point where it, like it lost me was you have the idea of heartless. You have the idea of nobody. You have a lot of like ideas that have they, they seem like they could be useful metaphors, but they're not. Yeah, they actually are just <laughs> like obtuse, random world building with a lot of words, in my opinion, that is just as arbitrary as, like, Klingon and all these other things. Yeah. It, and, like, so it's, it's a missed just opportunity. Such a, yeah. You know what it's it is? A, you know what the problem is? And I think is? the first game did a decent job the of that. The first game was fantastic. But you know yeah. what the problem is? It's the whole business element of video games. It's like, mm. come up with the world before you come up with the story mentality, right? right. Maybe. And, it, and it's like, because, like, think about it. Someone was like, yo. Or just let's shortchange it with the right. But really, what this is going to be on the maybe. graphics. Yeah. So what 
what this is really going to be for me is a nostalgia okay. trip because I remember right. the summer I played Kingdom Hearts 2 when it came out and I 100% at it. I just like it was over the summer break. Mm. I played it. Did built, you like Sephiroth? crazy gum and yeah, I did everything. I did, that I did for the first everything. One. Yeah. That was a hard yeah, fight. That was, that was a hard fight. Oof. Sephiroth was much easier in the second game. Mm. Okay. Um, but it was still difficult. But like I remember that and then like that sticks in my mind is like one of my gaming triumphs of 100. Yeah. percent That was one of the first games I like ran through every I single thing you could do in the game. Yeah. So like this for me is the culmination of that franchise coming to an end and i don't want to play the other games because they were all like the mobile stuff and like they yeah. didn't really do well like chain of memories i was okay I'm i didn't like the card by first by sleep i've never played it but um, the, i like the well, whole they have the common writer so they have two things it. coming they have the 1.5 and 2.5 mix that's out now that you can get on the playstation store and then one of the things you can pre-order is the kingdom hearts like all in one collection mm. and it comes with the 1.5 2.5 mixes and whatever and then all the side stuff and one two and three so I don't know if you want to get that far into it, but like, if you're just going to dive right into Kingdom Hearts 3, I think watch the video and see, because the story is a convoluted mess. I will give you that. <laughs> it is all over the place, because even watching that video, I had to watch it like twice to be like, okay, I see what we're doing here. <laughs> um, so really, for me, it's just a nostalgia trip, and that's it. I what feel, I, from oh. what I've seen, uh, it's like preview stuff for, for number three. Yeah. I am... I think that I will probably enjoy this game. I don't know if I'll finish it, but what I think I'll enjoy about it is that like this is some serious kitchen sink shit that they're doing yeah, in absolutely. terms of how every 100%. world seems to have Johnny its fucking own Depp. little <laughs> mechanics and its own yeah. little like crazy summons and stuff where well, it's just going to be... the first game's also too... But not to this level, Not man. to this level, like, yeah. this is This is some serious next level. Like every world is like a, a little effort. different. Like the Little Mermaid world, like now you're swimming for all the combat well, and it looks like it plays a, pretty different. Triple A now, like the bar is so... Like I think Square yeah, Enix is like... Yo, we, we need to play with the big boys, the Western boys. And, you know, we, yeah. we have and to. so I just think there's going to be such a ridiculous novelty to every like different yeah. little world and yeah. experience that that'll be really fun. The overarching story I will probably gawk at. You know what's yeah, very no, interesting about I'm, that? I have a, unless they find a really good way to shoehorn in all the stuff they've done before which and make it make sense, which Unless will be very the hard. the first five minutes they pull off some kind of reset and have a line they need where they to acknowledge it. how dumb yeah. everything they is. They literally need to retcon <laughs> it or just reboot this, um, the series. Not, not retcon it so much, but just find a way simplify. to like yeah. it bring people in. Uh, you know, that have, because this is also the first one that's going to be on, on Xbox also. So you're going to have the people who never mm. had the Playstations or anything like that. Eh, that assumes okay. everyone follows the... Generations that that's um, I mean yeah but like there's still gonna be like the diehard fans are like I wonder how it's gonna sell on Xbox I wonder Um, it's gonna sell well because people are in comparison to the PlayStation sure Uh, Uh, that also doesn't necessarily tell you that much Um, but you know what's very interesting about that for a game or just an IP that's pretty much handled by Square Enix. The strongest elements of that game is not the Square Enix content. It's the Disney content. It's the Disney content. Yeah. Which is, I always find that very interesting. Yeah, it's a little yeah. unfortunate. Like, they, I think at the end of the first game, I would say that I actually felt an attachment to the Square Enix side of things. Hmm. Uh, and then, like, in 2, I think they lost it. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of Disney's. 2, I just, I, I appreciate, what I liked about 2, was like the, end, like the end of the game specifically, that stuff was like the world that they had built in the world that never was and the castle that never mm-hmm. was. Like, I thought those were really cool designs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's um, yeah. But moving on, mm-hmm. the next game I'm excited about is Ace Combat 7. Oh, VR. I the love, VR. The first of all, I love the Ace Combat series. God. That series is awesome. Like, that's my favorite for like flying, like Flying and dogfighting and are all that stuff. The, are you getting the, the joystick? So here's the thing. Okay. Mm. I'm going to get to. I bought a flight stick. Uh, oh. Is it compatible? 
Yes. Okay, nice. Because um, uh, I already used it with War Thunder and Elite Dangerous. So, so this is your goodbye reality game. Yeah, this okay. is going to be my goodbye reality game because it has the throttle and it has the flight stick. So I'm just going to go all good. in with this. You're like, you know, quit your job and just be like, you know what? It's not worth it I'm going to be a virtual reality okay. pilot now. I have a whole bucket of insure. <laughs> I'll just dip into every now and then. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, having the flight stick and the VR support, I feel is going to be very, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the Ace Combat series. I've always loved the way it played. I always loved the, uh, the story not, not so much, re- yeah, the stories are terrible, but yeah. the gameplay itself is really fun. God, can you imagine if the gameplay and the story was amazing? It would be great. It would be great. It's like my pet peeve on video games. But there hasn't been an Ace Combat game in a long time. Yeah. And then the last one, um, you remember the last one? Uh, uh, it, it had like that weird system yeah. in it where like you would engage in the dogfight and yeah. it was all about like I think it was like burnout esque. It's like you lock yeah. on physically. You lock on physically, yeah. and I didn't like that one. Yeah. So like the one before that was like Ace Combat Six, which um, yeah. was the last one I really really played, and I just love like the the combat in it and the the variety of planes and having to pick up planes for specific missions or like having to fly into the radar so you're flying through the canyon i find that stuff very cool i think this game is going to do very well because it was announced a while ago and yeah. they've been working and working and working yeah. on the not and only the regular element but the vr, the VR element. element they've been so the vr so isn't the main game isn't fully vr compatible but like there's side, i guess side missions and stuff will be vr compatible yeah. there's going to be the multiplayer um but i'm looking forward to actually having the flight stick and the vr and seeing how that is there a clear reason why the whole game isn't VR compatible? I think it's probably just the limitations, the limitations person, of it, yeah. like not being able technical. to, like, yeah, I'm sure okay. it's a technical thing. Also, I think you don't want to pigeonhole. Oh, this is a VR game. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. you know, the vast majority of PS4 owners don't own a PSVR. But it's not like there's any mechanics or something, and not that I know of, in those that, that would prevent that it to it. But yeah, it's probably hard. I'm sure hard. it's I'm sure it's some like level of manpower they don't have and time they don't have. Okay. It is a small yeah. studio, you know. That's fair. To but I love Ace Combat and I'm so glad that the series is coming back and I'm glad I bought a flight stick just in time. I for think it. this generation Japan kind of like oh like it seems like they're back on on their shirt. So are you gonna buy the Hori flight stick? For it? Like you, you, I don't think you should buy that game unless you're gonna buy the Hori flight stick. But the thing is like, but for the, me, the, the Thrustmaster the... works really well, which is the one I bought, which was, it was on sale. So it was $35 mm-hmm. and Definitely it works really sounds well. like we're talking about something else. Right? The only thing is like, I just Master. don't own, I just oh, don't God. own a PSVR. It was only $35? Right. <laughs> I would buy a Thrustmaster for $35. Okay. You, I can, I can but, give you a, but the Hori is one ninety nine. So like if you want to Hori it out, you know, I can, I can. Like the now, difference between quality and... I'm sorry. I did, I did, not, mean, I did not mean to... Uh, <laughs> derail? To derail that no. one. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm it's, in a conundrum. Is it $199? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's 199 for the Hori flight stick. So, so my issue is, Damn. right, I'm just waiting. Like, I told myself I'm yeah. not going to buy a PSVR because I know PSVR 2 is going to probably launch alongside the PS5. So yeah. I'm like, damn, this game is not a cross-platform um, title. So it's like it's a fully PSVR ps4 game so i'm like i don't know what to do is it a 500 dollars game for you it might it might well, be when, a fi- yeah that might be more than that's what you got to decide is yeah. is it is it worth buying the vr plus another 200 dollars for the flight stick exactly. i just wish i had some really good friends that would just like lend me their you know psvr you know mm-hmm. just you know well they'll be really playing ace people. combat on it so huh they'll be playing ace combat so they can't just lend it to Who, you what's more important friendship or ace combat ace or? combat <laughs> <laughs> you are on a video game podcast yeah. mm-hmm. right. 
which is why I bought the cheaper flight stick because I know I'm only using it for that. Yeah. yeah. So I can't really justify thing, 200. Yeah. Like, it yeah. looks like the yeah. same thing. I'm sure it'll act the same way. Wait for the reviews. The only difference is going to be the button layouts. Will you use your flight stick for the for for when you're flying around in Anthem? Uh, no, because can I feel like that? that would be silly. Nah, it's, oh, I don't, I don't like, think you can. Okay. But I used it. I used it. He's like, stop talking about Ace Combat. Yeah, he wants me to stop talking about <laughs> but I wanted to say that I, I did use the flight stick with Elite Dangerous, and it's really cool. Oh, okay. Also, the yeah. game has an incredibly Japanese um, cliched story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway Anthem. Um, Anthem is the other game I'm really excited about. I'm excited because this is going to fill that destiny hole for me. It's not so much about the story. It's about having a game to play with my friends and do silly things in the world. As they fill the hole with the um, Thrustmaster. You no, the Thrustmaster doesn't work for different. You, ha- you have to stop. You didn't get the joke. <laughs> See, and that's oh, of course I got the joke. Oh, 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 and Donut County got together. And you, oh, have, okay. you have to stop. <laughs> I, I'll stop. I'm going to use the Thrustmaster for Donut County for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> From but to fourth grade. My concern with Anthem is still something we had talked about before, which is how are you going to handle the story? When I'm in a party with my friends. You need the shut the fuck up button. Yes. For your, for your party chat. That's going to be the thing. Because if I'm going to have to sit there with my friends while they bullshit. Mute mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> a, it's going to be need. tough for me to sit there and pay attention to dialogue that's happening. And if I have to make dialogue choices yeah. and this and that. I mean, I don't want to get on a high horse for like, for like a minute. But, I, but I'm going to. Like, there's no way designers haven't had this conversation before. Yeah. About having a mute all button. So why the fuck isn't it in these games already? In I don't all the understand. Games. All the games I that don't understand. Chat. Maybe I think like Halo system. 2 did that. And people were system. like, this is great because Xbox Live is uh, a community yeah. of garbage people. Yeah. So like having the mute all button yes. is fantastic. Maybe and, like, maybe they'll surprise us and, and, and voice comms won't work in those story missions. In the story based thing is, it, doesn't, uh, yeah, it does not I think matter that's because just being too optimistic. No, no, it's not even that. It doesn't even matter because most people nowadays play in their clan in the system, the OS level version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the game can't but control that's, that. That's still even then. That's still it's not still gonna introduce talking at a time. No, that's what I'm saying. It. Is like the the game itself cannot like the mm. the developer can't control what you do with the OS. They yeah. can they can yeah. throw up they again can throw up a thing at the beginning of the game that says Shut we, ha- we heavily encourage in game chat over that's the best way to do system chat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't want to run into a situation where like some dramatic story element is playing out, and my friends are talking about butt stuff. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but the thing is, like that's that's humans in general. Because like you show your friend a YouTube video, and they're gonna start like you know talking. You like, Shut but you fuck can up. design like, your way around these. You things. can, yeah. It's not out of the. It's it's not so extreme to ask yeah. to do something about well, it. And I like that we're doing this before the game comes out. We're saying, look, here's a future we want. Yeah, yeah. it's not too late. So you <laughs> listen closely, I, guys. I think you guys may maybe you do have this friend, but like the friend who literally needs to make a joke at every oh, corner of a movie. Like, oh, you know, oh like during the movie, movie, I would punch them. Like, there's, not, like, there's, I, there dude. are those, they can't the control video themselves. Games I've had you don't know nights. where somebody else is in yeah, it. Exactly. That's the problem. I've yeah. had movie nights, yeah. like, where, like, I have, I have this one buddy who, who just, just make, tears me in both directions because <laughs> he's really fucking funny. He's he that says guy. amazing yeah. things. He's Jerry. He made a wheelchair joke yeah. while we were watching Schindler's List. And everyone laughed, and I was, and I was like, "Dude, I haven't seen this movie before. That was really fucking funny. Please stop it's talking." Super inappropriate. <laughs> like, yeah. he was like, "I don't." Even, I think it was just sometime after it happens in a movie. He was just like, "Ah, this movie's really like dragging out. We need more wheelchair bound people being thrown out of windows or something like that." Yeah. <laughs> 
I love I love sardonic humor, oh but I don't know God. if I'm gonna do that with um, oh with Schindler's God. List. <laughs> That's the thing. He's that good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're talking about. And, yeah. and when it comes to over voice chat, it's even more annoying. So like, I mean, like the story is not. I don't feel like it's a Bioware game where I'm like the story is gonna be amazing because that's how I felt about Mass Effect. And it really let me down. So they're going to have to... Mass Effect Andromeda or 3? Three, okay. 3 ended. Because like 3 oh, ended weird. Oh, just Mass Effects? 3 yeah. was great. Oh, okay. The terrible ending. Three, three, 3 ended weird. Mediocre all the way through. 3 ended weird. And then Andromeda was just bad. Mm. Right? So like they have to win me back with their storytelling. As long as they do the Destiny stuff well, mm. it's fine. You mean the grind? Okay. Interesting. As long as the grind is like... As long as it's like something I can do with my friends and enjoy that Sure. That stuff. I honestly think like your first experience with that shouldn't be with other people because literally I do honestly think that people are just going to be talking, communicating, you know. Mm -hmm. No, I think, I think for example, like I know that we are of the similar mind. I think that I'll probably pick it up on PS4 to like play with you and Mikey and stuff. And at the very least you and I, like, I think we can have like a covenant of like no talking during that stuff. (laughs) And then, um, but there's talking even when you're getting to your location. No, I know. But like that, that tends to be more fluff than anything else. But like those dramatic story moments that play out. We can try to organize it among ourselves. Oh, oh, so you're strictly cutscenes, not just things like that. Like, I mean, one time when we played, uh, Ghost Recon together, you were doing a mission for the first time in Wildlands. And then like, I skipped the scene and I was like, has anyone seen this? And it was like, or, not seen this and it was like oh yeah Steve hasn't and then I, just, I shut up but yeah. other people did not yeah. but like we, we can do that just the two of us we can see if we can get like a group together yeah. but uh, what I will say is like the, I don't know how this game plays yeah. the, 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 every, everything that we've seen so far is so ridiculously scripted I don't trust it it's, and it's all all that stuff is yeah. within mission. That's why I'm not. They did the Ubisoft a, thing. At the, I'm not like spending very, a dollar yeah. on it. Like artificial. Yeah, you see the artificial communication between the players. I think this game is going to be so mediocre. I was, <laughs> I was like, I honestly think it's just going to be like a waste of money. Like, um, I'm sure they'll have like they'll have their uh, their grind fest. You know, perfectly manipulating its players into thinking, oh, I'm enjoying this. It's not all about the numbers going mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. But I just look at them like. Nice. I just don't know enough. It's it's yeah. very interesting. It's a genre where I can look at these videos, or sorry, not a genre, but a presentation of like their demos where I can look at these videos and see them flying around and see them going underwater and popping back up and then there's a group of enemies <clears throat> and let me use my area of effect attack and all that stuff. And that can look really cool on paper and it might play like ass. Absolutely. I don't yeah, know. You just don't know until you get your hands on it. Yeah. And it's also like the, just the peg, like just... Yay! The I just devils in the details of yeah. a game like that. I'm Absolutely. actually excited due to the pedigree. I actually think that they have the total yeah. potential to pull this off and do this right. Yeah. It's just way too up in the air because yeah. we've, For me we've personally, seen the abuses before. I've got so many hours out of Overwatch that compared to what I paid for it, I feel like I should oh, buy geez, Anthem yeah. just to like throw money at them. Take my money. Different studio. Yeah, this is EA. Oh, it's EA. Not Activision. Oh, Bioware is also one that I've. You respect? Yeah. yeah. I respect. Bioware, I respect. They, good, Bioware has waning respect for me. Yeah. If they can recoup it on this game, great. What I'll say, though, if is If they that, can't, they're going to... What I'll say, though, is that I am excited for this game. I would not be excited for a Destiny 3. I would say that. That's fair. I got so, That's fair. I because for me, I'm, I'm really just I'm chasing... I'm for the moment. I'm just chasing something that fulfills that gap. Mm-hmm. And this seems to be the best option right now. Cool. Um, ultimately, if this doesn't work, it's going to be Division 2. Okay. I actually think in these scenarios, like um, 
oftentimes when like the summer droughts happen, that's when I start to look at the games that I potentially mi- I missed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, find something new. Find the thing about this, these kinds of games, though, is you want to capitalize on when your friends are playing it. Yeah, right. You're right. You know, because I that's s- where you're gonna have the most fun, and that's gonna be because it's for me, it's the adventures you make with your friends, yeah. the mm-hmm. stories you sure. have that happen where like mm-hmm. this didn't happen to other people, but it happened for you, and that's sort of like a memory you have. I still think yeah. the best you know? version of these games, though it is top down, is Hell Divers. I still don't think I've ever had as much fun. Mm. Hell Divers is fun. It it's didn't hold us for too long, but it was still like full of those so similar moments. Like that's that's the thing I like. Game. I like those stories that you can come back and God. tell. I was like, uh, I'm just glad it's on PC now also for people who are on PC to play. Yeah. It's such a good game. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, like I'm... Also, Journey's on PC now. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mm. Um, but that's pretty much yeah. what I'm looking forward to this year. Nice. Uh, also, honorable mention to like Ultimate Alliance 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Or lady, should I say? <laughs> Boy, stay, boy, S dot woman, boy, S woman. We forgot Thank to give her a name. Okay. Anyway, so the 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 game, if it's fair to call it a game, that I'm most excited about is called Dreams. So it's from the same Dreams guys looks really so cool, ambitious. My problem is it's I'm not creative. Yeah. yeah, So there have been um, every five to ten years. It takes a long time. There'll be another game that comes out that really attempts to be. The game that you make yeah. it encourages creativity. There was one called Movie Maker a long time ago, like Little oh, Big Planet. Oh, it was PC. The same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. And that uh, was another one of those. And I almost always like those games because yeah. I'm an inherently creative person. And having the way the games are um, media molecule, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The developer. Yeah. Uh, the way the games are constructed, I think, can. Teach people the the concept of how to build a world or build a story, and I'm interested in story building uh, as a person anyway. Yeah. And I love to see what little kids do with games like this. Part of the fun is to go online and look at. When now we've got kids, Twitch. You you, this you, is the first time a game like this will have come out where people can Twitch point. their crazy well, they've ass. Been, they've been showing results. it off yeah. on Twitch, and it's just like how. I know. How, how did they do, do this? And it's I, that's so exciting. Like, so there's no real limitations lessons. on what you can create, right? It doesn't seem to be. I haven't gotten so the because until, for that until I really get a feel of it yeah. or really see some proper gameplay. Because game if play, there's not, I can see some uses outside of just gaming, right? Like yeah. I can yeah. see a way for you to like if you're running a Dungeons and Dragons game, mm. you can create the board that you're in. Right. Let so me then every, show yeah. you. Let me show you what the space looks like, you where yes. your character is, like all this stuff. So, there's so many potential for outside of gaming I gotta, to create. So the, a, the tradition oh. has been there's a certain number of like artifacts, like characters, environments, whatever that you can yeah. import. Yeah. And then in, in the newer versions of the games, you might be able to create your own ones and import them into the game nice. and, then, and give them out to people so and they can website, add them. There's an associated website right. to it. Oh, so there is. There's a certain yeah. amount of like uh, people can get involved in helping to design more content. Like creating your game. own assets? Yeah, mm-hmm. right, exactly. It's an asset creation. I'm, I'm interested to see how far they go into really enabling people. Yeah. To yeah. do what they want with this game, so I feel, I feel because like I think you that's need, you need to really good in depth tutorials. Yeah, and but here yeah. the other thing about community based creation games that is really good is people are very very creative. Yeah. So if you look at games like Mario Maker, Little Big Planet, and you see what people Minecraft, were, Minecraft people were totally. able to do without lim- like with limitations. Yeah, right. imagine what they could do without. Yeah, that's limitations. the thing about yeah. dreams. It's like yeah. we saw Minecraft, we saw Mar- like I'm kind of like this is built f- for that. This is like it's not only 
three D, it's two D, it's whatever the it's hell what you, you want it to it's be. what you want it to right. be. VR, yeah. yeah, it seems it's going to be so. I think super it's the, there's going to be a question of necessary complexity with this game. That's right. kind of weird. Where it's like, how like at some point, how far removed am I from like? basically working with a game engine level sophistication yeah. of right. like a nobody, UI tool or nobody's something. Nobody's going to give a kid the Unreal Engine and expect them yeah, to come exactly. out with a game. Like, yeah. Have right. fun. Like, here's some videos. No. no. So so I think they're... Well, I don't, they're ultimately giving you an engine. They're definitely giving yeah, you an it's engine. Just yeah, but it's, 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 it's different. It's not like, like I just opened up Unity and I'm like, what the hell is going yeah. on here? You know? The right. interface and the, and everything is what's going to be like very yeah. uh, It's going to make or break it. Yeah. It's, and it's ease of use. And that said, though, you know? like I think the, the bit that they've... Uh, one of the more challenging bits is to actually just take community content and, and present it to people, right? Yeah. Because one of the cool things about Little Big Planet is while I messed around with the creation tools, I actually it's like didn't need to. I was able yeah. to just play a lot of other people's levels and yeah. just be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But there was always the problem of what's the cruft and what's the cream, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the rating like, system. But like usually it's the rating or system, yeah. Or that's, something. That was a huge problem with Mario Maker. Mario mm. Maker had like an upvote system, I think. Yeah. That oh, okay. that, that decided like yeah. what. Well, was good. So what are you gonna what are you gonna create in, in dreams, Stacey? What am I I'm right? sure you have she's ideas. Gonna not gonna create, no, she's oh, gonna shit. recreate a three D version of Honey Pop <laughs> with sheep and uh, pianos. And I'm gonna make a new Star Wars pod racer on on Tatooine <laughs> for no apparent reason. I don't know. The more surreal it is, the more I'm gonna enjoy myself, most likely. But uh, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the YouTube tutorials. That's yeah, I definitely. I'm running. I'm in a Dungeons and Dragons game, and I'm like, maybe I should see what I can create from the last mm. like session we had. Yeah, mm. which would yeah. be cool to see what you could do. Oh, oh, yeah, Dungeons and yeah, Dragons. Yeah, I'm and a Dream. dungeon master, so I'm currently drawing. Yeah. the NPCs for my characters each week. So here's so you the person should, you're you talking should see, to. Give, show them a drawing. You should mm-hmm. see if you're able to use it for oh, that. I will. And see. I will. Because that'll like, add yeah. to like... You take the, the, the screenshot on the PS4 and then export it to Facebook so that you can download it to your phone and then you it show it on the phone. That process is terrible. I'm looking forward to seeing the Twitter hashtags that are for this. Is there a Twitter hashtag? Yeah, true. Well, I don't know if there's an official There will be, though. I mean, the same way, you know, you had, like, God of War and Horizon and Spider-Man, like, people well, creating the devil, amazing GIFs using, yeah. like... The, the devs usually do, like, they'll come up with their hashtag, and they'll be like, oh, tag your best creation, yeah. hashtag dreams. What yeah. I worry about this particular game is, like, it's it's been a long time since they had a game release, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. if this doesn't do well commercially, what happens to Media Molecule? I think they'll be all right because their partnership with Sony well, inoculates them pretty Sony, well. Sony can, Sony's like, hey, you're not making money. Get the... F- it can, <laughs> like, it can definitely do that. But uh, somehow. like, I don't know. I think a little big planet. I'd give them sold props for at least well, trying. But you know? I feel like all the little big planets did really well. Yeah, did they do really well? Okay. Yeah, I think so. even oh yeah, and also something. How did I forget it? The greatest kart racing game of all time got announced. Hmm. Wait, that was at the what? video game. I think we talked about that already. The VGAs, um, Crash Team Racing. Uh, in, in That's a case, total tangent. We're totally that, going off. I don't understand we're how those things back, got connected in your we're mind. Going yeah, back like, to my list of games for twenty twenty. So, um, don't do drugs. My, the next one up, sure, <laughs> is is Devil May Cry Five. <laughs> so there is um, like a preview demo game you can get, but only on Xbox. On Xbox so that's the one thing weird. I don't have. Yeah. Um, so I'll play it and I'll let you know. <laughs> when when Devil May Cry the series is good, it's really good. But it's not always really good. And Three and DMC. What, what, what would you consider the best really of the good. Devil May Cry Two. series? 
Obviously, you're on crack. Obviously, just, just going. I'm not artistically. Gonna, you already said that. You know. No, you, you, I'm you not personally. Even gonna go there. You personally. Go there. You personally. What do you feel? Like, what's your with Devil, the Devil May Cry was the, as it at its peak. Like the first one was actually okay. What do you guys know day. how it was created? Right. Was like what was its initial? So like a Resident Evil knockoff. Yeah. No, not a knockoff. Like it was a Resident Evil team. Internal. Yeah. The third one was good. Quicker Resident Evil. I didn't like the first one particularly because I thought that it got like. It, th- there was like no story for eighty percent of the game. Yeah, but the pacing was, was pretty fucking it was, weird. Yeah, it was. But that said, fantastic game. But it was got, interesting wait, and different at the time. Oh, yeah. Wait, let me ask you because like great you, got, you know, I, I I love people yeah. pretending to be Devil May Cry fans. You know. Like, oh God, are we gonna do I'm that? I'm about to gatekeep the shit Let's out of this. Let's not game. do that. <laughs> like, oh no. Like um, so, do you remember Devil May Cry one? Do you Can guys? you not gatekeep Devil May Cry? Do you remember that blue character that would always come out of nowhere to fight you? It was a blue monster guy who came out to fight you. Yeah, it was. Uh, mm. Isn't it like uh, your, your dad or something? It was your bro- it was Virgil. It was Virgil. And also, yeah. so in the most recent trailers, they showed this new character, right? Um, v. V. And his monsters are monsters from Devil May Cry One. Ooh, okay. so, so that gives a hint. Something going on. There's a hint. So yeah. Um, yeah. So That's I did play. Sign, I did play some of DMC, and I thought that was probably where this. Yeah, was I was amazing. upset that this one wasn't. Yeah, because I really right liked what they did with um, mm. what did they call it? Was it Limbo? Mm-hmm. Or what you went into where like the world sort of warped? I thought mm-hmm. that was so cool, mm. and that's how they added the platforming and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but it looks like they took the design from Dante and DMC and applied it to, to Nero, Nero because <laughs> exactly. people liked it. So yeah. confusing. Yeah, because I saw confusing. Nero and I'm like, it looks like Dante from DMC, but this <laughs> is supposedly. Getting rid of DMC in the universe or something like that? Yeah, oh. it's ignoring it. It's I'm like completely sure. ignoring it, right? Mm. Yeah. Also, there's something I noticed with the last trailer. Like, I'm like, huh? Okay. Um, Nero's trailers and personality is punk rock. Even his music is punk rock. Um, Virgil uh, or the new guy, he's like goth, and mm-hmm. then um, Dante is like just classic um, rock. I was like, oh, and I was yeah, like, I wonder totally. if that was like an intentional thing. I think so. I can see that. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. It does definitely feels like there is a music aesthetic yeah. to yeah. the game, which I like. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a good I mean, conceit. his weapon in one of the games was like a guitar. It's, he still ha- I think yeah, he still has it in this one. What was the name of that girl in the... Lady? Yeah. Yeah. God, I fucking... That's why it's a problem. Well, at, the, at the video What's game awards, that they had name? someone... Oh, yeah. Um, a, no wonder. They had someone perform the song. Was it Devil Trigger is the name of the song or something like that? They had someone perform the song at the video game awards. Oh my what's, your, what's your favorite DMC game that you've played? I think um, everyone's going to say Special Edition. I don't know. I like the third one, I think. I think third one's my favorite. Yeah. I only third played the first one in though. DMC. It's the, third, it's the special edition of the third one. That's the best one. Yeah. Why? I, what do they do on the special edition? That's where you get yeah, to play Yeah, you get to play the Virgil oh, part okay. at the end. That's that's I do like that, actually. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fun to play. I don't think I played that one. Either. I only played Devil May Cry 1 in DMC. The thing that I love about 3 was, like, I actually think, like, they balance the story with the gameplay ridiculously well. Like, something about the format of it, where it was just, like, intro cuts you to a level, outro cuts you to a level. Like, it just, it flowed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just well done. Okay, I, anyway, <laughs> so also my list, things I am less excited about, but still somewhat excited. So Life is Strange is a great little indie series that's been going on, basically following the a teenage girl. The second with one the just came out with episode one. Who can, re- yeah, so right. there's been a, uh, there's multiple episodes for each yeah. game as a whole. Yeah. And the first game is complete. So if you want to play a whole completed game, you can go pay. Play life and it's very good. One, it's very good. Are you right. looking forward to the new? And then, yeah. So there's even more stuff coming out 
Um, the the second game is coming out in yeah. installments, so the first installment is out. The second installment will be coming, and I, I don't know if there's. I only be really are you, played, talk, are you still talking about Life is Strange, or are you talking about that development team's games? No, no, Life, Life is, is Strange, Strange two. So, are you interested in the two. new? Um, basically, their their next. Um, Story Next project, yeah. What's that? Um, basically, it's something to do with this captain. Uh, no, the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit is a like a prequel oh, yeah, to no, Life is Strange like a, 2. Oh, okay, okay. Like okay. it's, it's a little thing. bottle episode well, for I'm going sure into Life is Strange 2. It. Yeah. It's, like it's, it's very, it's very good. You it's should, very yeah. I don't know if you've started Life is Strange 2 yet. And there was some news regarding that episode one because episode one is out, right? Yes, episode one, yeah. Um, play, try the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, sort of like the prequel because it's a nice little. Little bottle Sounds thing, nice. yeah. Um, so Diablo Immortal. So the idea is finally a Diablo m- mobile game, which is something I've wanted since mobile games were a thing. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. Diablo seems like so obviously a good candidate for a mobile game. Yeah. And it always felt like kind of a pain in the ass to, just, to sit at my computer to play. I feel it'd been <laughs> awesome if you were at that event. You'd have been the only one like, yeah. <laughs> I would have been. Everyone else was terrified. I feel obligated I that I have to I play. I know this. I would have been the least. Well, that's why I don't go to these, <laughs> these things. Honestly. I feel obligated that I'm gonna have to play because I have Diablo three on everything else. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I'm just gonna have and, to be and, like, and, well, and I, I gotta complete the collection. It, I do want a new proper Diablo. Game. I think don't let me. Yeah. Otherwise. No. Absolutely. If that was coming out next year, that would be at the top of my list. Yeah. Maybe. For me, I think it's just gonna be a predatory game. Like I just it look at most be. PC, um, I, it might be mobile games predatory. But you know, even, I too even am excited so. for this copycat of Clicker Heroes. Mm. <laughs> that is a joke. I, I know don't, what you did. Don't there. at me. Well, uh, so you've done that the joke last before. Last one on my list is Psychonauts Two. So Psychonauts One was just really. I have to play Psychonauts different. One. I don't know how they do two. That's my concern. But mm, it seems from possible. From a story perspective, or yeah, I mean. yeah. Like and from a gameplay perspective. As well. Yeah, I don't think they. Is that still when, double fine? When everything yeah, is unique, fine, yeah. how how can you unique can you be a second time around? That's well, kind of my there. concern. Yeah. I think what? that uh, what what made the first one great though was not necessarily doing anything crazy on the gameplay front. That mm. was just like a pretty good tether between these different very creative mm. uh, worlds inside people's heads. Right. So, so it was maybe more about story building. Yeah. So I think that like more yeah. of that. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, that said, I guess your fear is like, can they run dry? Right. As far as that right, goes. exactly. Are they going to run out Maybe. of good ideas? Do you I recommend going back and playing the first one if yeah, I haven't I played it? I do. Um, I think it's on PC and PSN and Xbox yep. at this point. Um, I think they've been given a lot of time to create a story that's nice and fresh. Yeah. So, so hopefully that's a good time. Yeah. But I do I just, want, just want to point out that all I've got on this list are sequels because <laughs> I don't know what's coming out good that is not a sequel. And I feel like there's a problem with the game industry that that's the case. So that's... Okay, so... Dream is, Dreams is the only exception. The game industry is pretty opposed to new IPs. So this is where Ooh, I became a Sony good. fan. Not the, not the fans so no. much. Yeah, the fans but are But businesses cool that want money to capitalize on money on franchises that are already established. <laughs> so like that's yeah. that's um, during the PS3 era. Going into the PS3 era, I didn't really care too much about Sony and the Sony properties and yada yada yada. But as time went on and everyone's just pumping out sequels, 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 sequels. Sony was like Infamous and Uncharted and all, you know these other games, yeah. and I was just like, damn, everyone is just doing like you know Call of Duty such and such and Halo such and such, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm getting interesting stuff, I'm Motorstorm right. and yada yada yada, and. Ghost of Sweet, like even late into the game, I'm getting something new, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just wish the industry would anthem take. <laughs> it's like it's like they don't know what makes for a good game, so they can't figure out how to put together 
a different writer with a different game designer and have a new thing that's still going to reliably be good. And I think like they, they find it just easier to cash in on established stuff too. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, even if it isn't like, very good, people will buy it. But the thing is, so, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's not no, even a video game industry thing. It's like, look yeah, at Stranger say, Things, right? A, it was originally supposed to be a one, one and done. But the thing is, like corporate entities and the corporate order, right. like so this mm, is money, yeah, exactly. Money. So, yeah. so this is a this is a fandom problem generally. Exacerbated by, but not exclusive to, like, not exclusively the problem of capitalism, in my opinion. Capitalism makes it worse because people go, oh shit, there's money sitting on a table. Let's not let it sit on a table. Let's go get it and make a sequel to a thing and a second season and so on and so forth. But I also think that uh, to some extent, you're just, uh, who's who's not going to watch Avengers Endgame here? I'm not, probably. Okay. Yeah. Good. Really? Good for you, man. I don't care about Marvel stuff anymore. I like, like, I I am excited for it partially because I do think that they do a pretty good job, but also because and this is, this is the same reason that I'm excited for the new season of Game of Thrones, even though I like Vikings it's in particular the better. Time. These are going to be social moments, mm-hmm. and those yeah. it's much easier to create a social moment around a sequel to a thing or a continuation of a thing or a remaking of a thing as opposed to for something genuinely new. So that's just, like, get rid of capitalism, that's still going to be there, Mm -hmm. I think, right? People want what they liked. People want what they liked. They want the next one of that. I actually think to some extent, though, it's actually um, more okay in video games, by which I mean, here's the thing that I like, and it's not just about uh, this, this character or this universe. It's actually about the mechanics of it. Give me more of that and some kind of variation. Like, that's actually more acceptable than, like... Here's a new movie that like like Star Wars Episode Seven annoyed me because it was like this is Episode Four again. And yeah, yeah in a lot of ways, in a lot of key copy ways. Paste, yeah. Copy paste, but also like awkward in my opinion. Callouts to Episode Four, like to two fans in a way that's just like, hey guys, <laughs> look, it's a Millennium Falcon. Why is it there? Look, Who cares? Darth Vader uh, 2.0. Yeah. yeah, but in any case, mm-hmm. I think that uh, the the one thing that I'll that I'll disagree with you guys on though is like. This is not unique to games, and there's still plenty of good new IPs out there. They're just not as popular, yeah. I think. Uh, that makes me then ask, what's on your list? Yay, what's on my list? Mm-hmm. I do have two sequels on it, it's true. <laughs> but uh, That being said, I'm just like you. Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Horizon Zero Dawn 2. No, that would be, that would be if, they just, if they just said, like, it's out tomorrow and it's $200, I would be like, do you want three? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, I can only take my fandom for that game t- too seriously, but I probably would pay that much for it right now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'll get the sequels out of the way first. Because, um, yeah, you know, to some degree, they're just dependable that you think you will like them. Um, Resident Evil 2 is the first one coming out pretty soon. I think like the 29th yep. of January. 23rd or 29th. Yeah. For sure. some reason, whenever uh, someone mentions Resident Evil 2 uh, as like a remake, I, in my head I'm like, oh, but Final Fantasy 7 is going to be a thing too. But I feel like that one is less likely to ever come out. <laughs> Far less likely. Yeah. So Resident Evil 2 does have a sweet spot for me. I did not own a PlayStation, so I played through that with my cousins, and it was like a very I, nice, I watched my cousins play through yeah, it. Yeah, it was a very like fun experience. Like that and Metal Gear Solid were just like great experiences with my cousins going to their house and being like, can we play some more? Da, da, da. Metal like, Gear Solid or Metal Wolf Chaos? 
Metal Gear Solid, Jesus Christ. How do you confuse the two? I, I, so, <laughs> I just think you love Metal Wolf Chaos, and I want to bring it up every chance I, I get. I haven't played it yet. I mean, I look forward to playing the new one, but it might even be out by now. I don't know. But in any case, like, Resident Evil 2 has some of my classic, like, getting the shit scared out of me memories that I have. Like, one time, because, you know, we were, we were playing the game together, but it was still their system. It was mm-hmm. their save file, so to speak, right? It had been, like, 15, 20 minutes since we'd saved. We'd been doing pretty well, and my cousin's just like, okay... Now that we picked up that key, go back to, you know where we need to go to. The save room is right next to there. Just go over there and, and, and don't get killed. And I was like, okay, because he was going to go use the bathroom. And like literally three steps after he like walks out of the room, a liquor jumps through a window, scares the shit out of me. I physically drop the controller. By the time I pick it up, I'm dead. <laughs> and he comes back into the room and he's just like, I gave you one job. And it's just like, I'm sorry. I was literally so fucking scared. One thing I, I, was, I couldn't one, function. Uh, one thing about that game that's so that's awesome, awesome is... You know, everyone's expecting, oh, the liquor to come out of here and the big guy to come out of here. They've tweaked. Oh, um, yeah. In, I uh, expect in, them yeah. to. Because this is like a ground up remake. And the like that's not enough. The nostalgia is not enough to make me excited to, to, to play this game. The thing that actually makes me really excited is that um, for, for starters, I heard really good things about RE7. Uh, and also, I recently started playing, and I was like, okay, this is this is quality. This is if they, mm-hmm. you know, something about the way they've redirected that franchise is working. Resident Evil Revelations Two, I think, is really good. Seven, as I'm playing now, is good. And then this trailer looked really good for RE2. And there's one minor detail that I fucking love. There's no reticle. There's no reticle in this game. Huh, that's pretty good. Like, oh, that's you know what, brilliant. You know what's because, awesome about this game? Um, is this game a first-person game? No, no, it's third. over the shoulder. When you get um, when you get uh, grabbed by monsters, zombies, uh-huh. you can be spin. Um, you can your your orientation can be completely um, changed um, based on the struggle. Yeah, based mm. on the struggle, huh. and it can completely fuck with your mind. That's cool. Um, yeah. I like That's that. Great. So, so the thing that like RE two to go back to try to remake that game. I think they know, and from what I've heard, they're it sounds like they're taking the right steps to even further distance this from like an action gameplay, right? Like RE7 is already distancing from like the, you know, R6, six and five yeah. and four. Um, this is even more so because it's just like, hey, I have a gun and there's a zombie, but like even aiming is going to be tricky Struggling. because there's no freaking reticle. I love that. And the other thing from the last trailer that they, that they revealed is they do seem to be um, reimagining the story that was there. And while the story was not, you know, freaking amazing, and I was definitely young and therefore thought it was cooler than I probably would nowadays, mm-hmm. I think that they can they can actually, like, use... They're focusing on the things that I thought we were done really well. Mm-hmm. So, like, using Ada as a way to be, like, there's, there's to some... Link to... To, to, to link it to, like, there are some people who are letting, letting this go down because they don't give a shit yeah. and, and, and whatnot... Like that's that's cool because she had a very minor part in the second game, but I remember her very fondly. And so the trailer features her, and then to focus on uh, Claire and sh- the little girl Shelley and that whole thing, like that's also a really good opportunity for classic horror stuff. That again, in just because in that era you just didn't have as much cutscenes and stuff as you did gameplay, it was a minor thing that resonated well. So I'm excited for that game quite a bit yeah. so yeah and you'll be hearing about it shortly <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day that comes out and we have a podcast and everyone's just talking about that it's going to be pretty awesome I, I yeah. yes I at the very least will be doing that and then in the other direction as far as uh, you know the, I guess like feel wise game feel wise is Doom Eternal um, hmm. supposed to come out this year I haven't even played the first one it's great man it's really good so like 
they they've managed to craft something that is like unique in the first person shooter space where the actual flow of like shooting things and getting in the face of these creatures to do like glory kills in order to get your health back and all this stuff like it's just it just freaking works and when when you're playing that game well you're being very aggressive and moving around things in a way that feels like you're comboing things together uh there's even like an arcade mode where it literally will it apply like, a scoring system to this sort of like thing quake like it's kind of quake ish like in the old-fashioned super fast pace you always have to keep on moving well your movement is actually decently slow <laughs> in terms of step 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 like just pushing forward on a stick but it's all of your auxiliary skills that can mm. like speed you up and do interesting things so like um uh yeah like it, it just it just works together to create something where like the the combat doesn't it, it has a flow that's the key word that i'm looking for it, yeah. it actually feels almost like if i was playing like tony hawk's pro skater except mm-hmm. it's you know tony hawk's demon killer or something yeah <laughs> and like so so how do you feel about yeah. wolfenstein you must have liked i haven't wolfenstein. played the new oh, okay. ones i haven't played the new ones but uh mm-hmm. but in any case sequel for doom hopefully coming out this year uh that team did something pretty impressive like that came out of the blue. People were like, "Oh yeah, Doom's coming out next month," and then it came out, and people were like, "Doom's really good." And it's, like, it, it seemed like it caught yeah. a lot of people off guard. Like seeing like the mm-hmm. uh, arcade first-person shooter comeback was pretty interesting. That like, but it, but it wasn't exactly that. It's like a substantial evolution of it. Like it doesn't feel like those old games, which is good. Oh no, I'm not saying it is. Yeah, dated, it's just like so. it's it was like me personally. Like I'm kind of like tired of first-person shooters generally. But like totally, when Doom and Wolfenstein both came out at the same time, it was like a breath of fresh air kind of mm-hmm. scenario. Which is kind okay. of ironic. Yeah. <laughs> it is, right. We have to have our sequel in order to have innovation in the space. Like, I'm Literally the first, reboots. the first shooter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, totally. And then... Uh, so is it as plotless as ever? It's not, actually. So <laughs> if you play the game, you can play through it mindlessly, where you don't pay attention to anything in the plot. Sure. But through a combination of, like, there's, there's dialogue and there are things that are happening. And, and like, the, surf, the stuff that you must... Uh, engage with is like the stuff that's just telling you where to go, right? right? And and who the bad guy is and go kill them or whatever, right? Sure. But then there's like a lot of codex stuff that goes on mm. and just reading some of that stuff puts like a really cute veneer on it mm. uh, because, or, or also you can go up to certain um, places and kind of like if it was a uh, audio journal type thing. You'll have like some voiceover that that'll play or whatever. Yeah. The, basically, the, the the what's going on in the background is really funny for two reasons. One is um, we are we, we're opening this portal to hell literally to like exploit resources, which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, and obviously, shit goes wrong and, and so on and so forth. So it has like a certain level of of like humans can be dicks. But the other angle that I find is really funny is the demons are terrified of you, like to the point where you're almost part of their religion, where they think of you as like the devil, right. like you, the, the doom slayer. Like, the they're reaper. so scared of you, yeah. and it really adds a funny context to like all of this. Like they look like demons, they look terrifying, they attack you immediately. But then the back, like it feels the like the background story, to that yeah. is it's like, like that's because they're terrified of you, mm-hmm. and because. Because wow. they know that you will wreck That's their shit. That's actually kind of great. So I kind of like that yeah. a lot. But uh, yeah. but overall, the the predominant tone is like let's have fun killing demons. Yeah. <laughs> sure. As it so should be. it definitely shares that. Okay. The uh, the last two games are not sequels that I'm excited for Yay. for 2019. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, the first one is uh, In the Valley of the Gods. Or In the Valley of Gods? I don't think there's a duh. I'm not sure. But it's the next game from the guys who did Firewatch. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. Campo, they, they got bought Firewatch by was good. Valve, I think. 
or somebody bought them. A, a big, big studio. I bought think that them. sounds right. They got bought out by Valve. Yeah. yeah. Um, Whatever. That game was good. Yeah. Firewatch. Uh, was good. Firewatch was. was it's on good. Switch now. It's on Switch now. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's a, that's, a, that's a good place for it. Yeah. So, um, and then these guys are also like, I think they they um, some of their team members were were some of the people who did Journey. Or am I thinking of something else? I might be thinking of Some indie else. game. Some indie darling. Yeah. Damn, I'm forgetting. No, 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 no. These guys splintered off from Bioware. I think. Mm. Actually, well, Bioware has a whole bunch of studios that, like... We've now given who, several stories, one yeah. of which must be true. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> in any case. In any case. Someone do the good. research. We'll correct it next week. Somebody yeah, with a job is. prior to this made this game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, I hope so. and, and, and it was one of these examples of people who were like in a triple A space and were like, we're tired of making this crap. Let's yeah. go do our own yeah. thing. So Firewatch was good. It, it had good writing. It had good exploration of, of the space and, and good art direction as well. Uh, this one looks, in the Valley of Gods, from what they're showing and what they're talking about, sounds more ambitious from a scope perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, and is this the Shadow of the Colossus-ish kind of looking game? No, I don't think um, that's quite no. right. Okay. So uh, this one continues the sort of cell shady comic book e look of, mm-hmm. of Firewatch, but it has something to do with like being uh, like... And you're in Egypt, and you're like an explorer and, and filmmaker, and I would say Firewatch looked more Pixar esque. Yes, yeah. mm. this maybe looks a bit or for, yeah, a team similar, Fortress. Similar kind of. I would say more team right. Fortress. Yeah. Mm. So, so in any case, I'm excited to see more from these guys. I'm excited that that, that I mean, Firewatch did not lend itself in any way towards having a sequel. <laughs> so, right. so you know, they kind of had to do this, but. I'm glad that they're continuing to do this. And honestly, when I, now that I'm thinking about this in the context of our previous conversation of we need someone to knock a Sherlock Holmes type game out <laughs> with like better production values and stuff, Lady. they could be they could that. Do that. They yeah. could be that. Yeah. Yeah. They, so, so but, that they, okay. but they don't have the, like, the quality that we want. I don't think they can deliver. I don't think that's true. I think what we're, what they're lacking is the sophistication of the of like the actual puzzles and stuff. So Firewatch was a really good first effort from a new company to basically like th- I think it serves like a, as a good foundation building, assuming they mm-hmm. are keeping a lot of their engine and their code and so on. Yeah. Where now they can maybe go, okay, we did what was effectively an interactive adventure. Mm-hmm. Now let's start layering more mechanics or puzzles or something onto this, and that's what I am hoping to see here. Okay. Yeah, but even me if too. it's another like Firewatch type game, we could use more of those. Yeah, so, why not? And, and they have their well, own. Looking at the trailer, you does someone you actually interact with in this? Mm-hmm. So like yeah, that'll be that's already be, one step. They've, into, they've talked about how it's it's one of these games where they're going to try to make the AI controlled partner um, have that kind of relationship. Yeah. So hey, bless you. That's a child. Zoom tight. Um, is <laughs> has anyone heard of Wild coming out this year? Oh, yeah. Wild. I was, like, previously canceled and then revived. Is that right? I don't know if it was ever canceled, but, like, it went dark. It's just, like, it's the Ubisoft um, guy, the, the big guy behind um, Beyond, Beyond, uh, Beyond Too Good Evil, whatever. What? Beyond uh, Good and Evil? Beyond Good and Evil, evil. yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right. Um... I, I was thinking beyond, I was playing Beyond Two Souls. I was playing Beyond Two Souls and Beyond Yeah, Good and Evil together. <laughs> but I think yeah, he I, he might be um, too good, too evil, too evil. <laughs> that sounds like a Jackie Chang like or like that's a Chris the Fast Rock. and Furious sequel. Let's not, yeah, right? yeah, let's not apply Fast and Furious logic to our uh, Michael <laughs> Ansel naming. There you go, Michael um, Ansel. And so like yeah, he and he's also doing yeah, be Beyond Good and Evil too. There you go. Um, so maybe after this game launches, we'll hear more about Wild. 
Yeah, it looked really, really good. He also did Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends. He also ah, did. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's what he's famous for. Yeah, Steven, Rayman Legends and Origins. Okay. So the last game that I wanted to chat about uh, is something that I have no concrete reason to believe that this will be an excellent game. It's just so fucking novel from what they've shown that I'm just like, yes, please. Which um, is you a talked about tale, this before. A Plague Tale Innocence. And it sounds Who's really good. So. I don't know who the developer is, but this game is literally like you're trying to survive. Uh, Azobo like Studios. You're trying to get somewhere safe, like with your family, mm-hmm. while a plague outbreak is happening, and literally, like all of the mice that are around will fucking eat you. It takes so place during the Hundred Years yes. War. Uh, well, no, it takes place during an actual historical period. Hundred like uh, Years War. Hundred Years War. Not the Gundam Hundred Years War. But like what historical period. Uh, what was it? During the Hundred Years War. During the Hundred Years Interesting. War. Interesting. Okay. When, when there was a plague breaking out, and like wow. so, so That's from what nice. they've shown, like there's like light little puzzle things where it's just like, okay, if I step over there. These rats are totally going to overcome me and, and eat me. How do I distract them by like dropping a body or something, and they'll eat that while I run past it or whatever? And uh, and it, it, it might just unfold in that sort of way. It's just that this is like oh yeah, this is gonna be. Do you know what they've worked on? Prior to is this the guys who did Brothers? No. Focus, is this no. Focus Home Interactive? Uh, uh, that's, the, that's the publisher. Yeah. So yeah. Asobo a, a Studios, huh. who is behind the video game adaptations for Pixar's The Movie, Toy Story Three, Ratatouille, Up, and Wally. <laughs> that's so random. So, so, so they, I guess they've made their, <laughs> they've built themselves up doing licensed. They stuff. did Recore, mm. <clears throat> which was a. Uh, uh, an Xbox like so exclusive that didn't pet project for like really that, come yeah yeah, yeah. Recore yeah like, this wow. seems like the kind of thing where like you build yourself up that wasn't you, a very good game and right. then you in the past couple years they've really worked really closely with Microsoft Studios mm. okay yeah. so in any case uh, from from what they showed at uh, it was either e- yeah it was E3 um, this just looks very interesting to me because we haven't had this kind of. Uh, yeah, setting for a game before, even if the mechanics may fall in line with other sorts of light puzzler, walking simulatory type type things, and yeah. I'm not I'm not sure if the that's true. The thing to me feels like the last stealth of us. games, you yeah, know, like ninja a little bit, stealth like games. simple simple little stealth games right. type things. Your goal is sometimes just it's to just, get from point A to point B. The context is so B different. And I love the it. visuals like, look surprisingly good for yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't look like a like a budget indie yeah. type type thing. So. I, I'm excited for that because being chased by rats sounds freaking terrifying. And I've never done that in a game. Oh, I'm really? For that exclusive reason? Yes. Just rats? Like, but you're in <laughs> I've best killed eye. so <laughs> many rats. <laughs> I've killed so many rats in games. I've never been afraid of a rat in a game. Yeah, if you're, true. If you're yeah. a fallout. Because they only have like yeah. 5 yeah. HP anyway. Yeah. 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 That reminds me of my favorite twist on that was in... Um, World of Warcraft for them. Was it in... It might have been in Oblivion where the first Fighter's Guild quest is like this lady going like... Um, there's there's rats in my basement and some creature is killing all of them and like the the joke is that she has pet rats so as opposed right. to every other RPG where your where first you quest is kill a, a bunch of rats this one's like protect them from protect the other the thing from the <laughs> is this, I that is was this a mother but, and son or sister and yeah brother? that sounds right yeah uh huh uh-huh. yeah. yeah so yeah that game sounds like could be very. I'm just. It just looks. Different. Sounds good. So, Damn, yeah, it I'm looks so for that. good. Like the, mm-hmm, just, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. the visuals. The fidelity is quite good. The last game we talked about from Focus Home Interactive was Vampire. There you go. I have to play that <laughs> game. It looks like it's my coming out on tea. Switch. Ah, that's gonna interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. But anyway, well, you'd have to want to play Vampire. That's it for my list <laughs> as far as what I'm excited for for 2019. And I think we're all. And exhausted. I think we're all done. <laughs> but what's yeah, our, but the real question is, what on your backlog are you going to give attention to? 
On 2019? Yeah. Mm, Undertale and Batman Telltale. <laughs> I have so much to catch up on. I we'll find out in future uh, episodes. You know what I'm not going to finish? Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> never. Yeah, I'm never going to do it. I, I went back okay. to trying to play it. I will and finish it, it by June. It didn't work out that well. Okay. Well. Um, but that being said, this is where we're finishing. I've just been told to read the outro script. And that's where we're going to wrap up today. <laughs> today's episode. All right, but no. you can, very elaborate outro. You can always find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And um, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Where bye, bye. we okay. actually have some stuff we planned for the next episode. And we yeah. might be moving back. And we hope I not. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? No. No, uh, as long as he's well. I'm kidding. Yeah, we miss you, Mikey. Well. Bye. We, we love you. Bye. Also, play Bandersnatch and watch Spider-Verse. It's dope. Yeah. <laughs>